Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's live. It's Monday night, August 28th, 601 Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Super appreciated. Great show lined up. Looking forward to this one for a long time and uh, happy to have you on board this magical carpet ride of motocross. Talk about Indiana. The final round of the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championship Series happened, and Jeffrey Hurlings just stuck it right up America's ass with a couple of 1-1 rides. We'll get into that. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Motocross Donations that's coming up. We'll talk about the USGP that is coming up this weekend as well. That should be great. we got lots of, lots of interesting and uh, great topics to touch on this week. Again, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. You can get this show live on the TuneIn app. You can get it on the Pulpamex app which is all new and improved and fixed, and it's working good for everybody. Uh, you can listen live anywhere you want with your phone, with your smartphone uh, on a Monday night. So thanks again for listening. You can download it and, uh, and everything else. We really, uh, really appreciate the listens and the downloads. Things are going great. Our sponsors are pumped. Also, too, don't forget, if you're making a, um, uh, a purchase on Amazon, you can go on pulpamex.com. There's a banner there. Click on that. takes you to Amazon make a purchase we get a small slice of that and i'm able to keep on bringing on these incredible guests in studio each and every week uh thanks to btosports.com fly racing nfab jeep and truck parts race tech suspension vortex racing gear alloy roost mx pivot works x brand goggles michelin star cross 5 works connection fmf atlas neck brace w wheels ek chains Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering, Grandstone Boots, all on board with us tonight, and as are you. Thank you again. Um, if you really want to get in-depth Indiana race review, uh, we do that on the Steve Mathis Show on RacerX Online, so we talk a little more about the races on there. I've got a few people that said, hey, you barely touched on the races on your Pulp Show, and that's true because we do an hour, hour and a half long review each and every um, Sunday, Monday of the previous National or Supercross. So please, if you don't listen to that and you just listen to Pulp, uh, what are you doing? Sign up on that. Uh, Steve Mathis Show on iTunes, on RacerX Online as well. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. We are giving away a 2018 light hydrogen set of gear tonight to a lucky caller at 702-586-7857. Simply give us a call, ask a question, see what's up. Maybe you'll win a gear, maybe not. Um, Jeff Ward is on the show. That's right. Multi-time Supercross Motocross champion. 7-0 at the Motocross Nations. Jeff Ward will be on the show tonight. Mickey Diamond, two-time 125 national champion. He wrote a book, uh, The Legends of the Road. Uh, he's done the race across America twice. He did uh, Pike's Peak uh, race as well. Mickey Diamond will be on the show to talk about his book and what's going on with him. And uh, looking forward to having Mickey Diamond and Jeff Ward on. Wynn Kern will be on also, the promoter of this weekend's USGP, the WW Ranch uh, outside of Jacksonville, originally supposed to be Gainesville, and uh, now it's moved to the WW Ranch, so Hurlings, Caroli, uh, Barsha, Webb, Tomac will all be racing, uh, Hampshire in the small bike, AC in the small bike class, Justin Hill as well. Uh, at the WW Ranch this weekend, Wynn Kern will join us, talk about what happened with the Gainesville thing, why the WW Ranch, and everything else he's had to get ready to promote this race, so please uh, check that out, WWW MXGP USA for information on that. 
Uh, lots to talk about uh, when it comes to Indiana Designations and USGP and more. And the 1990s also. Because in studio, a couple of legends. First up, former factory Suzuki rider, uh, the 1990-125 Supercross East Coast champion. He's a friend of the show. He's been in a few, a few times now. And he's back. Debo, Denny Stevenson. What's up, Denny? What's happening, Steve? Thanks, uh, thanks for having us, having me out again. Yeah, Fantastic. that's awesome. Yeah, uh, sorry I missed the last one. We had a bit of an ice storm, but uh, yep. we uh, we made it happen here for the finale, at least of motocross. Yeah, and uh, pumped to be here. And awesome. We, thank you for yeah. coming in, and uh, also <clears throat> thank you for bringing this man. He is a two-time 125 Supercross champion, uh, 250 Supercross winner, uh, factory Kawasaki, factory Suzuki, two-time Japanese champion. He is known for everywhere as the chicken, Jeff Matasevich. What's up, chicken? How much, Steve? Thanks for having me. I can't believe you're here. I know. I, I, I'm surprised myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. It, it, was, it was touch and go, but it really I, was. I, I made it. I made it. We did a little poll on Twitter. Uh, our, 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 my followers voted. You were picked. Uh, Denny was picked to be here without you, I think. Believe, I believe they won the poll. I, I would have bet that. I would have bet. That. Like I said, I, the the flight you guys were texting me about the, uh, you know, was I at the airport? Did I make, was I going to make the flight? And there was a, okay. it was touching on a couple group, times. On our group text, I said, to, Denny said, I'm on the way to the airport. And you said, where are you going? Well, I was wondering. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, I'm on the way. And I got, where are you going? I'm like, it's Sunday. <laughs> we're supposed to be going somewhere at this time. Yeah. So I, I would not have been too surprised either, honestly. I'm like, uh, oh, boy, this isn't, this isn't good. But thank you. I appreciate you coming. Glad lots to be of, here. Lots to talk about. You are a guy uh, that you ride all the time. Uh, everybody sees you at the local SoCal tracks, still heavily riding and into it. Danny, not so much. Not so much. I tried <laughs> to for I got last about a season and a half, crashed last time, and said, man, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Chicken is still out there riding. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to getting your guys' opinion on the hurling things, the USGP, Des Nations, everything else. Danny, you you verbally attacked Eli Tomac on social media. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't verbally. I mean, I just I'd no, had you verbally attacked. Kind of, kind of, maybe laid laid a bomb out there. I, I, I just, Eli's my boy. I, 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 I've known Eli forever. Uh, you know, he's on minis. Um, but man, one of my best friends, obviously coached him. My son has one item of motocross memorabilia on his wall. It's an Eli Tomac signed jersey. I'm not a hater. Um, but I'm a firm believer do you, in... Do you regret a little bit what you posted? <clears throat> not in the least. Okay. And I respect Eli 100%, but I have an opinion. I've been through this. I've lived it. I'm maybe not at that level. Yep. But I've traveled around the world, you know, 45 weekends a year racing a dirt bike, and uh, and I'm a huge fan of it more than anything. Um, I want to win, and I think he's our best chance of winning. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm a believer in that... You win titles, you got more responsibility. It's just the way it is. I don't care what you do. And part of your responsibility, in my mind, is representing the United States and Motocross the Nations. And okay. All right. crying wolf that my schedule's too busy is uh, a crock of shit, I think. All right, we'll get more into that uh, as we go on. I want to get Chicken's opinion about this, too, because not that long ago, Chicken, you took Eli riding. Yeah, no. I, you guys I broke sort of, down. Sort of friends with uh, Eli. I see him quite a bit when he's at the Cali track, Supercross track, and they're testing and stuff. And... Uh, and you ride your RC cars. You drive your RC cars at the Supercross track? I personally have my RC car track there. Yes, yeah. I've heard. But, uh, I've heard. <laughs> and, and Eli drives too. But uh, So I've been hanging out around with him quite a bit during the Supercross season, and then he goes back home. But, uh, you know, I understand his maybe decision not to go. Yeah, I, I sort of agree with what Denny just said, but at the same time, um, if you're going to lose, why go? 
Okay, hold that thought for a second. We'll get more into it. Uh, producing the show, holding the, the show down, taking your calls, working on probably personal uh, work stuff during the show. He is our producer, the Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Isn't that what you pay me for? No. No, I don't. Pay to man the phones, work on the app. I was very confused when I signed else. that contract then. Listen to me. That's I will to- not. That's what Tony. Tony nah, says listen to him. Nah, nobody listens um, to Tony. Everything good? Mark's dog? Yeah, just trying to work on a little Facebook audio issue right now. But oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. So we are on Facebook Live or we're not? Uh, not at this moment. Okay. It's starting back up right now. All right. So Facebook Live, we're going to be on there. So it's a couple chances to see a couple <clears throat> Supercross I'm champions. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know. You're not on Facebook? And Chicken, you deleted your I'm Instagram not. account. Yeah, I'm going underground. Why? He's, he's no longer know. trying to build his brand. <laughs> I'm just going underground. <laughs> Chicken is going underground, everybody. Um, so, okay, okay, back to this nation's thing. Um, Danny, he rides... 29 races a year, plus Monster Energy Cup is 30 races, okay? The team starts testing right before Monster Energy Cup and after Monster Energy Cup. They have to start testing for Supercross because they got to order their parts from Japan that they finally settle on. Fork, shocks, that kind of stuff. After that, November, I mean, you would admit, don't you think, that you, you cannot take a vacation or take two, three weeks off of riding in November. That's a key time. Uh, pre- preparing for January. <clears throat> um. No doubt that they so have a strenuous knowledge. When schedule. is he supposed to get away from the sport? Well, okay, I did a little bit of homework before I came okay. here because, uh, you know, and, and I, you asked you if I homework? regretted something I said. You you know, I mean, I did say puss. I think it puss has something about pussed out or something in, in, in the record books for Eli. And he's obviously not a puss. He's a champion, um, an ambassador of sport. But in 91 and 92, I went to at Racer X the Vault. Uh-huh. <clears throat> the season started January 6th, 10th, whatever. It ran 18 rounds of Supercross over 17 weekends because there was two yeah. two rounds in Seattle or Pontiac, and uh, and then the outdoors started. Three of those rounds ran in March, overlapped yeah. Supercross. Yep. A Supercross ran till June 22nd. Nationals ran until October 22nd. So, um, you know, it's it's a condensed series now. But so you're telling me now that the series ran almost two months longer than it does now. And you're telling me that Stanton and all those guys took any time off during those those ten well, almost a full ten months. It's funny you bring that up because Stanton and Bradshaw and Kordowski skipped 1992 Motocross Nations. Well, ninety, well, ninety ninety one. Oh. So that's when I did ninety two. Okay. So when Bradshaw quit, didn't do donations. He already had one foot out the door. Brad Stan Pryor's just like, yeah, he has. He, he just ran the schedule. I, I commented on it in mm-hmm. 90, 91. I think ninety two, ninety three is when they started condensing it, and the season was done on Labor Day. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so, I don't know, the, the schedule, they did it. The guys, the legends that I grew up with, uh, raced with, the ones I admired, they ran that schedule. And then, they, you know what they did? They go to Japan and race two mm-hmm. or three rounds. They went to Bercy and raced four nights. They went to Italy. They raced to Geneva. They did and a ton of Chicken off-roaders. was part of that. Yeah, so, I mean, they ran every weekend. I read a David Bailey interview a while back. It was on Racer X, and he said... Point blank. I felt I had to race every weekend. If I didn't race, even and they were they're racing Golden States when I was a kid, they were racing every weekend. But don't you think Eli Tomac is significantly working harder than <clears throat> those guys did, and and you did, and and Chicken definitely did me. And... I mean, I, I mean, there's no question of what the work he puts in is much more intense than I did. Yeah. But I'd have a strong argument to say that he worked harder than Stanton did. I'd say that he didn't but work it, harder than Wardy did. You know, it's not so much the work he during the week; it's the traveling is what kills you. Well, I'm just gave. Yeah, but my example was they just those guys. I just went. They traveled twenty. They ran twenty nine rounds, same yeah. as he did. Spread out just as long, or spread out longer, two longer, months longer. Yeah. And they also threw in 
five well, five European races. Maybe that was part of the problem, though, Danny. Maybe there was off weeks in 91, 91 to give those guys a little bit of time away. We're now we're doing thirty races, twenty nine races in thirty four weeks. I, I agree, it's intense, but I, I get also saying it's just part of what it's a part of the responsibility that you get when you're a champion. I mean, if any level of any sport, when you become the best, okay. your responsibilities triple because. I mean, look at, you know, NBA, NFL, any big sport, you know, obviously their time is, is completely keep mind, manipulated. Keep in mind, there's no money in this for Eli. And the matter of fact, he's going to spend about 10 grand. Yeah. No, I, again. He's going to spend 10 grand to I, it's To me, the, the word, the, and most, most fans that I know of who are legitimate hardcore motocross fans agree that it's, it's not a burden. It's, a, it's an honor. Chicken? It's an honor, but at the same time with the schedule being the way it is, and if, I mean, for me personally, if if you don't have a team to go do it and, and have a chance at winning, then why why go? He's looking at it differently now. He's looking at it like I don't think I can win, so why go? It's not. It's not that I don't you know want to yeah. represent America, yeah. but if we're you know if I'm going to go get third, fourth, why go? Yeah, I don't see. I don't. If I was at Eli's mentality, though, I'm the baddest of the bad. I think. But you know, he, I've, Eli, can't win it by himself. He can win it with Zach Osborne, I think for sure. And the way the things kind of worked out, I think if Eli would gone would have gone, it would have been what Eli. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, you know? C- I, I just C- Sealy would have been the next possible choice. Yeah, even I, still, we've all we've won in worse teams and better teams. I just think if if that was his mentality, that even seems a little sillier. You know, now that I, I don't want to go if I can't win, but. I understand. So gnarly, it's a, why don't we just call him and ask him? Well, he, he DM'd me after my post and said, you know, kind of his. Said his, you're an asshole. Didn't go that far. <laughs> he, he was not happy. No, he wasn't happy, but he's a, he's a polite young man <laughs> and said uh, what he kind of said. And, uh, and I, you know, I said, hey, man, I, uh, I, I laughed and said, hey, Eli, uh, good morning. And just kind of said, hey, we'll agree to disagree. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best of the season. I mean, I get it. I, look, I'd <laughs> like him to go. And I'm Canadian, so it doesn't even matter to me. But I'd like him to go. But I get it. I 100% get it. Spend money. And also, too, if you lose, you get called names on social media because, you know, you, you didn't win. You carry all that and, weight. And you're spending 10 grand of your own money. And you want some time 10 grand off. of his own money makes $3 well, million okay. a year. All right. that's, that's, that's all swallowed. Well, pill that is. But, but, I mean, I, yeah, I think many, the mentality's changed as well, though, because, you know, when we were winning and we were, we were the best, we were the best. And you were, went over there like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to represent the best. Now that we've been beat five years in a row now, four years in a row. Five years, yep. I think that their importance has waned. They're, of the the riders don't look at it as so glorified now because they're like, oh, like, like I guess then guts come in, like you said, why no, go over no, and get beat, beat and get beat up a little bit, like you just said. In the media, you get and yeah. also I think as a big part of it is the people who are in these riders' ears. The people who are in these riders' ears are people who have been around the sport for so long as well. I think they're tired of all this travel. You know, Danny Bentley's been around forever. Uh, McCarty, Roger, Sternstrom, I mean, Bruce, Bruce, Sturm, yeah. Bruce has been around. I mean, so I can relate to the fact that, you know, I think it costs these teams not, 30 grand. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of young fire breathing people that want, that want passion to go. It's either a burden and they all, they've been put on the road. They've been doing this on the road for every weekend for 30 years. These, these mechanic team. Managers. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work to go. I mean, back <clears> in my day when I was involved in it and stuff, um, I never went, but I saw what Kawasaki yeah. go through mm-hmm. to get ready to go, yeah. uh, and, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. You, you know, you you want to win, yeah. and and it's just it's not just going and racing. There's so much more to it that that's involved in it mm-hmm. than than you know. 
average Joe Blow guy even. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll touch on this a little later. Sure. We'll, we'll get back into this a little bit later. I do want to talk to Danny Stevenson and, and Jeff Matasevich more about this. Uh, phone call from Corey. Corey, what's up? You have a chicken story? Uh-oh. I do have a chicken story. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. When I was probably seven years old, my parents took me to Millville, ended up staying at a hotel where there were a bunch of riders and box fans at, and my parents put me to bed, and they kind of cruised down, unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. the bar to hang out with the some riders and about 11 o'clock maybe 12 o'clock at night my mom grabs my leg and says hey chickens in the hotel room and i said what i wasn't with your mom chickens was I? in the hotel <laughs> <laughs> come on anyways he, he did not pick up your mom up. he did not pick up your mom he did not pick up my mom okay. my mom and dad were with him but he signed my gear bag it was super cool. It's a memory <laughs> right what, year would, what year would that And now been? knowing Chicken's reputation, I cherish it even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad I did that. I think I remember him doing that. Really? Or like Fro, maybe. Somebody went, did that, like random people. It was like, what year would that have been? Oh, gosh. It had to be like 91, 92-ish. Where was this? Millville. He broke, Millville. His, femur, he broke Millville. his femur at Millville in 92, I believe. 91. 91? Okay. 91. Okay. Okay, it was. It had to be right around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, one of those years. So your mom and dad made friends with chicken, and he signed stuff for you in a hotel room. That's nice, right? Try to get that. Try to get that. Try to get these guys nowadays to do that. I I keep telling everybody I'm a nice guy. Nobody wants to believe me. Or to or to be in the bar the night before the national. I think is the other. Right. Right. What's what's wrong with that? I don't have no idea. Nothing. So, I'm so, I'm so waiting to hear the problem. So yeah. what's, what's going on? Yeah, there's no problem. This is just a chicken story. Yeah. yeah. I was in a bar one night with uh, Roy Turner, my boss, and someone came up to me, and he was, he was like, I don't know, we're in Dallas. And it was like 1.30 in the morning, Friday night. night before the race? Friday night? night? Yeah, Friday night before the race. And some somebody came and started yelling at me that I should be in bed, and I wasn't serious, and... Mind you, I got my boss sitting right next to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, this is my boss. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to say? Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Corey, man. Good story. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good hearing from you, Corey. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's that's funny. Good times. Um, Let's get to uh, Raining Yellow. What's up, Raining Yellow? Was that not borderline a terrorist attack on Saturday? I mean, the, fly, the Flying Dutchman showed everybody what was up. Yeah. I mean. It's ugly. Look, uh, yeah, what are you going mean, to, you can't give him anything but props, man. I mean, look. No, but. Eli is riding for a title. Eli's riding for a title. He was going after him in the first moto until he crashed. Which I like to see. I did. I did. He, he wasn't going to let him go. No, no. He, I like that. I didn't like he crashed. That was but, <laughs> yeah, that part. That no. was like, well, because we're watching at home, we're on our group text going, is he really going to throw this away right now? But, but still, I'm really surprised that Hurlings went 1-1. I really am. If you told me he had won a moto or he was going to get on the podium, not surprised at all. Adam second. Adam but must other than it. Marvin, though, because you don't have a healthy Blake Baggett, really. And, the you know, what was his competition? Well, yeah, I mean, that's Baggett's thumb is hurt. Eli's riding for a title. and Anderson's out. Anderson's out, and Marv, and, and, and Marv is the one going for it. I think he showed he has the speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who's who's come from last to win a moto this year? Nobody. I I don't know why this gets people upset, though. Like, Rainy Yellow, you're not really seriously being upset, right? No, 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 no. I thought it was cool to see. I I do, too. I think it was so cool. But there are people that are like, these riders should be embarrassed, the American. First of all. A little bit of that, yeah. I mean, Marv's French. Marv's French. So, you know. 
It's it's another thing that goes back, you know, when those guys were going and, and that some of the top guys didn't go. We had a pretty deep enough American field of of guys that could cover their asses. Our uh, those days are over. Our man. depth of American talent is is hey, good, but they're all in the fucking two fifty class. God forbid they move them up. The three it's best riders, like baggage hairline. The three best riders. <laughs> the three best riders in America are Muskan, Roxon, and Tomac. And there are two of them are not American. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You know, Roxon's been adopted like he's American. Yeah, he has been. Yeah. He has been. And talks better English than most <laughs> most Americans. Yes, that too. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you know what? Props to Hurlings, man. Uh, took Craig Kennard's bike on a different frame than what he's used to. Had one day on it. Put some Pirellis on it that weren't probably weren't his works, props. his works Pirellis. And, and yeah, he, kicked he, ass. He, he showed everybody up. That's for sure. He laid the I wood. Think, uh, I think the Americans should be a little pissed about it. I would be personally if I was out there. Um, it was you don't want no, you don't want no foreigner coming and whooping your ass on your home turf. Never. <laughs> I mean, that was. Uh, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I mean, Jean Michel Bell. Jean Michel Bell took a lot of beating because he wasn't supposed to be here. He I, still I, I won. think there's just a he lack still won, of, but... of, of country pride, personal pride. You know, it's like, man, it's the last race. Fuck, I've been racing 29 rounds. Because let's be honest, the media's giving me a pass. My team's giving me a pass. Everybody's like, man, it's been a long season. Well, it, the I'm last go out yeah. there. I mean, it was a, a perfect storm for Hurlings to win. Yeah. It really was. He, well, a perfect storm of him falling the first turn and coming from last to first means, I mean, that's the perfect storm of him whooping somebody's yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah but, but Eli, Eli's going to, he's there to win this championship. Eli it's did the, the best he could. He did everything he needed to do. That, his, he's almost like, and he, he's the best guy we had. Yeah. So he does have a little asterisk his name because, like, man, this title is more important to me to be an Airlings or Jeffrey, whatever the hell I'd say it. But. It was a beatdown. It was impressive to see, and uh, it was cool. Yeah, um, mad props for him for coming the, over. He had the everything fact th- that he fell and came back and won speaks volumes in that 450 class. But real quick, Steve, yep. do you have a show next week? Um, yes. Yep. I, I'm going to have a, one last open letter plea to Stu, and then, that, and then we'll leave it at that. So next week might be your final time calling in. No, 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 not Oh, me, sorry. That's I mean, not good. After, Don't do us no favors. <laughs> after 2017 is officially done, I mean. Okay. Well, we can't. I mean, we, Marks, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for Randy Yellow's open letter to James Stewart. <laughs> I really can't Get ready wait. for it, guys. Yeah. All right. Really thank you, wait. buddy. Thank you. See you guys. See you. Um, I really don't care. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but really, you talk about the 250 class, uh, Denny. Um, and outside of Zach. I, like I, who? Who's who's coming? Because Webb was supposed to be the man. That's the exact conversation I, I had. Yeah, I could not think. I could not uh, think any highly higher of Cooper Webb coming into this year. I'm like, this dude's got Bradshaw's attitude. Sorry, sorry, chicken. Yeah, I know you're sorry. a fan. I've seen pictures everywhere. Oh, Bradshaw. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I can't. I can't deny. Uh, it was, yeah. Last what time I do this goddamn show. Oh fuck. <laughs> we knew that already. Oh god, chicken's out. Chicken's <laughs> fuck up. you and your show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much. I mean, I agree. I was just had in our group. Nothing text like with my walking buddies. into the door looking at a big old Damon Bradshaw yeah, poster. It was of you flipping you off. Fuck! I should have took it down. I knew it. And but like, who's got next? You know, I mean, well, I mean, is, is Eli our great white hope right now? I, mean, I would have put a lot of money on 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 Webb. He hasn't had the he's he hasn't it hasn't been a disaster year for him, but it hasn't been it's been okay. It's been horrible. It's been okay. a disaster. Okay. But it's been a disaster. <laughs> I mean, the, the emphasis in what he showed last year, the differences between the two airlines and him were the same guy last year. Mm-hmm. They're the. T- 250 champs, 250 dominate and kicking everybody's well, ass. Last year, her, Webb and, caught and passed Hurlings and Charlotte. And and he had him covered at uh, 
that didn't he have a cover that last moto at the Nations when he tipped over? Um, was he winning that moto or was no, he up to third? No, no, no. Uh, Hurlings, Hurlings was coming up. That's right. Yeah. So either way, they're the same. They're the same person basically. There was the European version, our American version, and the European version has gone on to win <clears throat> multiple 4 D races uh, these last few months. Yeah, in the GPS and and Coop's gone. You know, he's running eighth and ninth, battling with... He don't even look like the same rider. His style different. Chicken, you ride, you ride a lot. You, you're a Kawasaki guy. That's where you rode for. But you ride yeah. a lot of bikes. Have you ridden that new Yamaha 450? Not the new one. Okay. The, old, the well, last year model. 17? Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. What do it you think of that bike? It doesn't feel that bad to me. I mean, it's got good power. It's got good... It's fast, I right? Mean, yeah. You know, bottom line is the factory bikes are good. Yeah. I don't care what, right. what manufacturer you're on. They're all pretty close. Um, they can make so any kind of changes you need. Anything yep. you need, they'll fix it. So, and I know the guys at Yamaha, and uh, you know, he's got what he wants. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're gonna. I mean, yeah. he's the guy. So, yep. I, I don't know what his deal is, but uh, he needs to get his head on straight. and, yep. and get back to who he was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, I like Coop. I worked with him at Smith when he was on mini bikes and great family, and I was. Digging his, his Bradshaw fire. Oh, sorry. God. And Stop it, dude. I just can't help it. And yeah, uh, and and I again, is he going to get the fire back? I mean, I, I think yeah. it's capable, but he's you know he kind of he commented on himself those first few rounds of Supercross. He gets in his own head, yeah. and we talked about it. You call him what a dainty little flower. Well, not Cooper, not, not yeah, Cooper, but factory riders, and I, I can't. riders, not single anybody out. Yeah. It is such a mental game, and we've seen it so many times with so many riders. And we've experienced it, Jeff and I. It's a mental game, you, that's for you, sure. Yeah, you can run tenth, and, and you do. You just like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be on the track. Yeah, you know. A few a few uh, months of getting beat down and not getting your results. All of a sudden, you're like, hey, wait a minute, nothing's Man. right. Yeah. nothing goes yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, the bike is right. never going to be right. And you got everybody telling you it's something else. You know, you got all their man yeah. friends. It's something yeah, else. Yeah, it's no, not no. you, buddy. Yeah. Not you. You're riding great. Yeah. Well, you're great. You're great. You're, you're fantastic. fantastic. That, that so. is a that is absolutely an issue. I think with some of these elite guys, too many people in their heads telling them they're great. It's something else, man. It's not. You're not to blame. So you just keep doing whatever you're doing because it's working mickey diamond mickey diamond jeff ward win current on the show tonight jeff Ch- jeff chicken Matasevich and denny stevenson btosports.com and fly racing so that was not a bash on cooper so i just want that to be you know, we're kind of giving eli shit so i'm not here to bash anyone and okay, we talk well, about eli this guy on one wants to give you props so martin what's up hey i wanted to say congratulations to the chicken and my question is to denny stevenson is he going to make the colorado trip this weekend this is my buddy Martin. Okay. He's bred with Cody Gilmore. Uh-huh. Real good friends. Great guy. He's part of our little group text and our little fantasy series we got going on. Okay. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I didn't. I talked to Cody this weekend. They planned a trip to Colorado. Um, he kind of tentatively said that a couple guys were thinking about going to camp out, maybe riding the trails up there because Cody had not ridden yet since his uh, breaking his neck in St. Louis uh, earlier this season, Supercross. So, Martin, I don't have an answer for that yet. Uh, I hadn't even well, got confirmation from that you guys were going to go yet. We're going to go. We're just waiting on the Cody Gilmore experience is what we're waiting on, but we need Denny to join. Well, I did get a call from Cody last night at 3.30, 1.30 our time here, yeah. and he was at the strip yeah. club. Okay. So the Cody the Gilmore's experience, straight out of the 90s. So right. I, I can appreciate it, although he's about 20 years younger than right. I am. Um, thanks, Martin. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. You bet. Now, we don't have enough time to get into what Chicken got into last night. But we'll, we can we'll touch to base. It. It's though. always an experience. I, I mean, that's good stuff. Let's save that Never for dull. a little bit. Never dull. Let's save that for a little bit. Uh, we got Zach on three. He's got a very important question for both Denny and, and uh, Chicken. Uh, Zach, what's your question for these guys? 
And, man, I want to know uh, which off-season races had the best parties. Feel free to describe them. Best parties in off-season. Off-season? There was no off-season party. It was all year long. <laughs> we could tell you the Supercross ones that had the best parties. Uh, I did the first. I did in Paris. We went to, uh, uh, there was a little area called Pigalle, and it's basically the French red light district. And uh, about a dozen of us all went down there to check it out. And we saw, I've never seen this, obviously, at the time. I think it was 1920, a live sex show that they had up on stage. And you just went there and sat like it was like a, like a theater. Yeah. And they're having sex up on stage, which was odd. Yeah. And then we all jumped back in the trains. And we got about halfway back to Paris where we were staying at the hotel. And the, tra- the train shut off at a certain time. And we couldn't get any cabs to take us back. There's like now eight of us, I think. Yep. And we found one cab. And we all dogpiled in that thing. No, no, we can't take you. We can't take you. <laughs> we all got in that cab. Uh, was there, okay, never mind the app, the parties. Which off-season race did you look forward to for, for parties, for track, for money you made, uh, that kind of stuff? Was there a favorite one, Chicken, that you loved going off-season, to? Off-season, um, you know, during our time, Europe, we'd go on a lot to do Europe yep. supercrosses. And God, you guys used to race so many. Well, they paid us so much yep. money. And Stanton said he went over for like six weeks at a time. <clears throat> He'd just be gone for six weeks. Well, I would go. I like imagine how big his schedule was. I like being. <laughs> I like being home. So Betty went I to would, the nations. I would go fly back. I mean, I'd come home for a night. Really? This is the guy who raced. Yeah. This is the guy who raced two back. years in Japan and never lived there. Yeah, you went to every Japan race back and forth, huh? But I would be there for three days and I'd come home. Crazy. And um, then be off for a month or two. So, but so um, anyway, so what race what, was any any kind of mine? I mean, it was just the money was good in Europe because I mean you come home with. $80,000 cash yep. for a couple of races yep. and then uh you know and it was cash so where would you would you would you give it to people to, to take across like so? tape it to your legs i mean whatever yeah your mechanic would take some okay. my parents went so they'd yep. take some they'd you take try some. and divide right. it up what what race Danny did you like the most uh the very first time i went overseas was australia <clears throat> when i was like 17 18 i went with Doug Dubach and we went over there for 10 days so we raced a weekend there all week and another and that's basically how i learned to party is <laughs> dog piled du- Dubok? 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 well not necessarily doug but the australians okay i mean the racers towns and all those guys you party with all the racers yep. and we would end up at a bar and every night we ended up at a bar would end up in a dog pile in the middle of the bar everyone's shirts would be ripped off yeah i did that i did the australian with fenton, deal. fenton down yep, there yep, yep. and uh, what was it Zach or Dak? Dak? Craig Dak. Craig Dak. Craig Dak. Yep. All those guys afterwards partying. Yep. Raising. I mean, that, and that's how I learned, man. You're gonna just, if you're going to go anywhere, leave the place in ruins on the way out. And not <laughs> yeah. the Australian style. That's there you it. go. There you go, Zach. Thanks for the question, man. All right. Hey, chicken. Bradshaw yo, yo. sucked, man. I was on your side. <laughs> for what? Bradshaw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really sick. Here. I rooted for you, man. I thought he was a punk. <laughs> he was. He was. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, Zach. Thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah, it. I didn't realize, Danny, that there's a giant Bradshaw photo downstairs. There's Bradshaw pants up here. Yeah, well, maybe... Uh, I really should have thought this out. Especially when you said that you... How much you pay for the Bradshaw pants on eBay? I, yeah. I didn't see any chicken pants you bought on eBay. You know, I'm going to be surprised if there's not one above your bed in your bedroom. <laughs> If you donate some chicken stuff, I will put it up here. I promise. I I'll promise. give you some. I'll give you uh, some. You got it. Do you have anything? We'll, we'll dress this place up with some. Do you class. have any old stuff left? Like, I imagine you don't. I'll get him new shit. I don't know. Because I imagine you, yeah, burned everything. Um, 
All right, everybody. Let's listen. To, uh, let's. Uh, thanks for listening for the show. Uh, Danny Stevenson brought to you by Pivot Works. If it works, it pivots. If it pivots, it works. Works. Uh, the guys that works Pivot Works are great. Thirty uh, percent off if you contact James at PivotWorks.com. Uh, if you ride your drip bike at all, you're going to wear these parts out, chicken. Get some Pivot Works uh, swing arm, steering stem. All in one easy package, chicken for 40, 50 percent off. I'm on it. I'm on it. I mean, I know you get free calorie parts, all the, all that you want, but, but you know, you need the pivot. Pivot works. Thank you. And they bring you Danny Stevenson on the on the uh, on the show tonight. All right, let's get into um, our first guest of the night. This man is uh, a legend. Also, like these two in studio, <coughs> two-time 125 national champion. He has written a real cool book uh, that I've just gotten into, The Legends of the Road, about uh, so a couple of uh, rides that he went on that really test you mentally and physically as well and always love having this guy on the show he is mickey diamond what's up mickey how are you uh, i'm good how are you guys doing we're good thank you for coming on the show appreciate it chicken what's and up, danny Mick? are here chicken yeah <laughs> what's up bud hi guys how you doing hey good. mickey good to hear you man um it's 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 really nice <laughs> to have you on i guess first off let's start with this mickey What's your memories of Chicken? Did you guys have any? Uh, you're a little bit before him. You know, he's a 125 guy in the late 80s, but uh, surely you and Chicken have crossed passes, paths at some point. Yeah, you know, um, when I was kind of coming down from my career, uh, Chicken was on his way up in his and um, had this great style and he had all the Fox cool gear and um, he had some talent. And um, you know, started, we, we grew up, we're, we live by each other. We're, you know. You lived in Placentia <laughs> there. We we hung out a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Kinda, Mickey, Mickey you know, was a rock star of the motorcross. He world. was. He, he was. was the original. He one was of a cool one guy. Of Hey, everybody that I talked to, like Bailey, they're like, Mickey was so cool. Yeah. So cool. We went, Chicken and I went to a Molly Crew show that, he, that Mickey got his tickets to because he was buddies with yeah. Tom, Tommy yeah. Lee yeah. at the time. Right. And oh, shoot. I think we, we all went to uh, we San went moto. Diego. Well, we San went, Diego we went. Me, you, and Tommy <laughs> went motoing out uh in Corona there that one day with Clyde? Or, yeah. Uh, Clyde, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Clyde was his drum tech and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and friend and we did some moto, moto guys, We so. took Tommy out motoing that How day. was his skills, Chicken? It was like first gear wide open <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with, with no silencer on it, so as loud as yeah. possible yeah. Through, through a mud puddle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um well, that, that's really that's really awesome. Yeah, especially like when you think about that era, uh, Chicken. You and, and Diamond stand out stand out for Fox Gear, Answer Gear. Always looking good, like always stylish. You it's know? about like, the style. Gotta gotta have some style, right? Mickey <laughs> had the hair out, the helmet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Mickey, so Mickey, good. how much? How many cans of Aquanet did you have to use uh, to run that? Man, uh... <laughs> 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 I didn't much at the races, but I, I, I did have a couple in the in the cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us, Mickey. Uh, really appreciate it. First up, I guess, uh, what's new with you? You got this book out, Legends of the Road, available on Amazon, on a Kindle, uh, anywhere where you can uh, find a book. You can actually order the uh, physical book if you're if you're into that as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about what it's about, because uh, you and I spoke about it uh, when you rode my project bike a little while ago, and I'm glad to see it's finally done. But for our listeners, like talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, in 2014, 2013-14, I got involved with the people from RAM, the Race Across America. Um, I got to be a part of a four-man team with Ben Bostrom, another motorcycle racer, Dave Mira, and Dave Zabriskie, um, a cyclist. And um, it was just such a, an amazing um, adventure to live with these 
four guys, and you know after we lost Mira, um, it just uh, it 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 was really felt I felt really compelled to write the story, um, and it just kept coming coming out coming out coming out, and um, it's a very big book. It's it's like over 450 pages. Um, it covers mostly the race across America, but mm-hmm. I also did Pike's Peak the very next week. In fact. I did a banquet after the finish in Maryland, and I flew directly to Pikes Peak. And um, the two of those events together, um, being that um, that exhausted, are an extremely bad idea. But <laughs> I, I did them, and and I survived both of them. Um, but the um, the amazing, and um, I don't know, it's it's kind of the things that in the moment maybe you don't recognize how important it is that you save that. And um, I was really uh, lucky to be a part of this thing. Um, I was never a heavy uh, trainer when I was racing motorcycles. In mm-hmm. fact, I, I wanted to find the smoothest line and right. work. And, right. These two, and, these two um, know a little bit that. about that also. We're right there with you, man. <laughs> yeah. Worked my ass off. Yeah, I, I, yeah shit. <laughs> We we all did at certain times in our certain ways, but right. um, and there's nobody that has accomplished anything in motocross that hasn't worked hard and hasn't put an effort in. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, yep. Uh, but this 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 thing is a little bit different, and um, this is a whole really, other whole another level here where you you know. Yeah. Um, it's 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 not being able to put in a hour moto. It's it it doesn't end for days and your efforts aren't um, able, you can't back off. And in this particular race that we did in 2014, it was um, one of the hardest things I've ever done physically and mentally and all that. And I shared it with these four awesome guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the story that I, I tell is, is not just about me. It's, it's about those guys and, and mm-hmm. what we did together. And, um, and the experience that I had with, uh, not only Dave Mira, but Ben Bostrom and Dave Zabriskie, um, and then also the the racers and the team that was uh, sure. um, that we were competing with, um, and then it also folds over to like sort of it's sort of like two books. Um, Pikes Peak is is a bit different, and even though it's a motorcycle event, it's something that I'm not. It's not a motocross no. race. It's I'm riding a big Ducati on the on the on the road and. Um, and it's uh it it is a place that's also super magical and super exciting and super dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, a rider was killed at the top before my run, and I had to like deal with that before I even started so oh, um, it was uh it's a it's an amazing and beautiful event, but it is something that is like a um it's a mount uh everest it's something like that you know like yeah just to do it and and, and, um, and you talk anyway, about the, and talk about yeah. the, and talk about the difference between the two events. One is a uh, you know a, a week long race across America, long grueling hours. Pikes Peak, it's an all out blitz. You know, as fast as you can go, as much on the edge as you can be in a short amount of time. Like two totally different events. Yeah, um, one is takes multiple days. The other one is just a race against the clock. You know, it's over in under ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And. Um, they couldn't be more different than each other, but they do share a, the common, um, the goal is to be above, your, you know, be at your very best or mm-hmm. 
push beyond and achieve the, the win. Um, and it, it is a, you know, I, I'm kind of biased because I wrote the thing and it's, it's been eating at me for three years now mm-hmm. until I could finally um, publish it, which by the way, um, I didn't get a publisher. I mean, I had one for a couple minutes, yep. and um, uh, for some reason, uh, the universe, my, my, uh, <laughs> just my path was meant to be that I had to do this myself, and um, I'm still learning. You know, mm-hmm. the first batch of uh, printed books, the cover came out wrong, and uh, and it's <laughs> some, you know, the wording wasn't like lethal or anything. Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> we had to make some changes. So the the newest and the correct version on print will be out. And I hope tomorrow by noon, you can get that one. Um, oh, okay. All uh, right. A few, a few issues went out. So people got a couple special covers and um, some inserts inside that, that I had to remove, but um, uh, it's, it's sort of just, I don't know, a big big piece of the last few years of my life, and I'm glad that I could share it with people that um, people that know me and know racing are going to get it uh, yeah. for motocross. Um, the cycling world um, is a little bit different and a little foreign to me, but they'll get it because that's how I wrote it. And um, the, uh, the next one will be a little bit different, but I'm going to try to make it a little bit more um, a visit to, you know, my, my, my roots in mm-hmm. motorcycle racing. Okay. Um, maybe the, um, the actual center moment is doing the race across America solo. Cause that's the big one. Yeah. If I can do that, then maybe I can, uh, maybe I'll be uh, satisfied and then I won't have to ride a bike all the time. Why, why, but, do, uh, why, why do you want to do that race? I mean, I know in motocross we trained and we pushed ourselves because, but we, at the end of the day, we were getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I mean, it sort of makes sense to me to do that. Now, at my age or your age, to do the Across America race makes no sense at all to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Call me lazy, but never, it makes no sense. Never. So, what, what, I, I what, motivates, you, what made, motivates you to push your body at your age, our age or whatever? To the point where um, you are. Why? What's what's a payoff? I, you know what? I think you're totally right. It, it, it isn't about like trying to achieve something and be like being that racer. It's um, it's something different. And I think mine's more of a, a mental and spiritual thing. You know, like, yeah. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to find answers or anything. But I'm just um, I like the way that I feel when I'm um, really. Uh, changing on you know through suffering or whatever yeah because it is not um, a pleasurable it is you're uh, punishing yourself uh you I know mean, the the race across america when you get wordy on he'll probably he'll probably get this mm-hmm. it's it's you do you you do run the event and we did it in seven days with david and doug and that's mm-hmm. that's a miracle in itself that those guys finished and then and mm-hmm they'll take it to their grave and they'll have what that feeling is that I have, um, inside. But those seven days, the emotions that you 
you run through during those seven days, it's like that's like the equivalent of physical and mental stress that you would achieve in seven years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I talked to Wardy. I talked to Wardy and David, and they said, you know, at the beginning of the race, that you didn't think you didn't know if you were even gonna be able to do the race because you're already already su- suffering some right, issues right. <laughs> from being on the bicycle, you know. <laughs> And, and, and yeah. everybody said that you were like the hero that, I mean, everybody's hats oh, off that, that you, you did what you did. I mean, it's hard enough as it is. And, and you, I had, and did I it. had a really, I had a really bad day with, with, uh, with this year. I, um, my second day, I, I mean, I had, uh, either food, like either I got a, you know, something bad in my bottle and I got sick mm-hmm. or I had like heat stroke. Um, but I had, um, and I had diarrhea. I was crapping on the side of the road. I was suffering. Um, it was a hundred degrees out and I was shivering and cold and, Jeez. um, and that was like maybe my fourth shift. So that was like day two, <laughs> yeah. oh, David. And, and those guys are looking at me like, Oh my God, you know, this guy's, <laughs> he's supposed to be our, he's the one who did it before. Done this before. <laughs> yeah. He's the experienced guy, right? but that's the the magic of this race i mean it, it's so long and it's so grueling that you kind of live and die a couple different times you know through it and then i think you know david will tell you that our next shift might have been my best one so you 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 do recover but you always touch this place that is like i want to quit yeah and when you don't quit it gets better and the more times that you get there, I mean, it's like, for me, I, um, I really find something special in that. Not that I want to suffer. And, and some of it is really awesome. I mean, you're, you're getting to see the country in a, in a way that you, you never, yeah. you never would. Um, and through the fatigue and the, and the stress and, and your men, you know, cause you start to hallucinate a little bit. You, you start to get to a place where things, that may not mean shit any other day are suddenly like bright in color and yeah, yeah. light. And you're like, wow, I, I never thought of it that way. And, um, uh, so I mean, and I, there's a lot of things that are unknowns and the big one for me, I know, like I knew I could finish this last one. And the first one I was, I was terrified because the guys I was riding with were all way better athletes than me. And, um, and you're like you can read through the book, like where I'm just sweating, just yeah. trying to trying to 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 survive, so I can contribute mm-hmm. and I can I can be a part of it. And uh, um, I think the solo is it's just a it's it's amazing just to know that you could ride a bike for 300 plus miles on a daily yeah. and not not rest the next day, but try to go for more. I- um, and uh, I just want to, I just want to do it. I just want to do it once. And uh, that's, that's my goal for, for next year. And then I can write and, and then I can write about some flashes of the past that are more, uh, 
more angry and mm-hmm. sexual and fun, you know, like that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I want to hear guys. Can, yeah. I want to hear some. I want to hear some Motley Crue stories. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, yeah. Mick, Mick, I think if you like drop acid, you get the same effect, and, yeah. <laughs> and it won't hurt nearly as bad. And, and you, won't you, won't, get, you won't get monkey you ass. You won't even have to get off your couch. <laughs> yeah, I've tried some of that in the past. Too, and I, you know, it's just, it just wasn't the same. Uh, Chicken's, chicken's gonna enter, chicken's uh, gonna open up a training facility, Mickey, and that's gonna be sort yeah. of ways to get around actual training. Just drop you know? acid, baby. <laughs> I mean, Matt, props to Nick for you know. Yeah, Mickey's be, a badass. Be for able sure. to push yourself like that, Matt. Props, but uh, uh, seven. Well, you no, know, you guys too. You guys are hanging in there and still part of things. And I, I do like to uh, read all of uh, Denny's posts. Um, uh, I think maybe Chicken should. Throw in, uh, you know, get online a little bit. Uh, I'm underground. He, he, I just went underground. He did. He, had, he, he just dele- he just deleted his account, Mickey. He had one. It was really good. Uh, yep. Um, he he, he, uh, he posts one picture every three or four months. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was too much. Uh, no, it, I think it's cool. Like, there's a whole, you know, uh, uh, Tony Blazer who works for for me here at Pumple Mex. He has a very uh, in, uh, Instagram account where he posts a lot of old photos, a lot of old races. That guy, um, that guy is Instagram. And then, and then, you know, Chicken and Denny and Osho and Wardy and you, Mickey, all come and jump in and talk about it. RJ, or what? like, I think that's awesome. It's great. A, it's a great generation, and it's cool that you know Mickey was a hero of mine growing up, and uh, you know to call Mickey a friend today that, that we've hung out and on uh, various ways and stuff. I think it's uh, it's cool. I mean, it's such a great sport, and uh, I'm proud of you, Mick. I followed you guys. I, I Instagram with Wardy a little bit before you guys took off on your trip, and he gave me guys his link, uh, you know, so we could follow you on uh, you know your day to day and stuff. And it's awesome. Very cool. Congratulations. Yeah, you know, thank you. Um, I expect that there'll be a lot more to be um, to be discovered about like what we did and um, you know riding with Doug and David and Wardy. Um, you know I was the same. I those guys were definitely people that I looked up to, especially like David. You know, and David got hurt when I was into my you know just kind of coming into my um, prime at Honda and. Um, and I didn't, you know, I, I really didn't know how to to uh, um, to continue a relationship there. And, and he had his uh, hands full, and, and his life is changing. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, the other thing that we just did with uh, this race was um, raise a bunch of awareness and some money and potentially put together a future for Legends of the Road and Road to Recovery. So yeah. I... And I, I really enjoyed that part of this one, but um, really, just to ride with David, uh, Doug, and Wardy was awesome. And um, I've gotten to race a lot more in sort of our second career um, in Supermoto with Wardy and and Doug, and travel with Wardy, and uh, and I've gotten to know him pretty good, and and. Um, you know, so I, I feel lucky that those things have come around, and and hey, you never know. Like you know, down the road, whatever might come together for guys that are mm-hmm. like you know into their second part of their careers or of their lives. You know, um, we we think that motocross and and things are so much of our lives because they are, and but but there's so many other things in life that that kind of circle around because of motorcycle racing and yeah. um, 
and the people that are really genuine good people are you know they're they're still there you know uh jeff denny um wordy doug bailey yeah. there's and johnny and there's just so many people that are still the same. Yeah. You know? like, yeah I think it's, I think it's great. When, it's great when you see Osho and Wardy uh, racing mountain bikes against each other at 50 years old. In 1983, they're banging bars. You know what I mean? I think I read somewhere. One of the guys I said. Think, I think that's so awesome. The, the, the relationships you develop in this sport. I mean, you yeah. from heroes to <laughs> guys you grew up with. It's like you, you have a family. You have, it's like what we've all been through one way or another. Yeah. Success and, and injury and disaster and positive. Right. It's something we all like. You see each other, you're like you just sit and bullshit yeah. about the old times and stuff. It's it's unlike yeah. any other thing. And uh, and Mickey, it's funny. You said you train more now, you know now than when you did when you raced, and uh, and that's funny because Chicken rides more now than he rode when he was a factory rider. Chicken is now putting <laughs> in motos. He actually rode a lot. But, but you know, as long as I can have sex for a good solid thirty minutes, uh huh. I'm in shape, and that's all I care about. <laughs> I don't need to ride a bike across America. <laughs> there we go, Mickey. That's chickens again. It's more training, training secrets. Mickey, Mickey's an overachiever, I tell you. <laughs> I, I think it's just getting used to something. Because I'd be walking, when I go and ride a motorcycle, I mean, I get all nervous, and you know, my arms pump up, and I, I get tired quick. You know, it's not... Maybe my lungs don't get tired, but my, my my arms and my body does. And then it takes like two or three days to feel better mm-hmm. afterwards. So, um, man, you know, all the more power to you is to go how, ride. How many days does it take your balls to feel better after they've been sitting on a seat for <laughs> riding across America? Uh, <laughs> the chafing's got to be horrific. Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, the saddle stores are pretty, they were pretty brutal. This time. I heard they were pretty uh, brutal, yeah. Damn. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like it's. It was like I spilled a, a pizza in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you still? It, it felt like it, and it looked like it. <laughs> Some big old blisters. Mickey, are you still doing the all-access staging stuff? Is that still what you're working on? Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm in um, I'm in Jersey right now. I do this uh, uh, thing called the the Made in America Festival. Um, right, well, John and uh, in Philly, okay. Um, but I'm in Jersey today, tomorrow, and then I take the stuff down there, um, and I build a VIP uh, structure for Jay Z and Beyonce to sit in for two days. Oh, fantastic! And so I still, yeah, I'm still, you know, I'm still trying to make a living. Uh huh. Um, and I, you know, like to all those guys that are racing right now, I, I think some of them make it work and make it last forever, but the rest of us. Yeah, we we got to keep working. It's, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it don't last forever, you know. Oh, absolutely. No, you're and right. What, about... We should ask Mickey about the motocross nations. That you know, what, Eli Tomac not going this year. Mickey had a chance to go when he went a couple times, and they yanked it out from him and took put hand in the spot. Oh God, I, you know, I I I wanted to go so bad um, in '86. Uh, at the end of the series, um, there was they were picking and um, they hadn't picked and finalized the picks yet. And if I were to go to, to Brazil and race the last 125 Grand Prix, which is the week after Washougal, I went over there and, um, and if I could show that I was going to beat those guys, then I would be a solid bet for the team. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, 
and I went over there and I just buried myself and I worked my ass off. I won both motos, but I, I think I did over by over 60 seconds. I won both of them. Yeah. And, um, and I had just, it was like me, Roger and Chris Haynes went and we sent our bike. And, um, so I was pretty, I mean, I was, I was just really crossed my fingers, but it didn't happen. And Johnny went and, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't see that it was like a, you know, there's not like, man, I got robbed because they picked Johnny. Johnny was, Johnny was Johnny. So, um, uh, I didn't feel, and I don't feel bad that I did, didn't, uh, get kicked over Johnny. I just felt bad because they kind of, they put a carrot out there and I, and I thought, okay, well, if I go and do this, um, you know, and I was willing that if that's all it took is me to go race and I got to do another race, you know, I got to race the, the, the Grand Prix in, in Brazil. Uh-huh. Um, the, I think a lot of the guys just don't understand the life experience that they're not going to get it forever. And, um, to be, uh, to be able to have the privilege to do it mm-hmm. is, um, is a rare and, and maybe, Maybe over. I, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I'm not them, so I'm not in their shoes. I can't say. Yeah. But I know that if I had a chance to go, I would, um, I would go all the way to Brazil to prove that I could be worthy. Um, sure. Outstanding. Yeah, yes. It's exactly so, what I thought. Um, I agree with. He went to an extra race so he could go race. <laughs> he, he added one yeah. more race to his schedule. Yeah. These guys today are not going to an extra race. No, no, you're talking about a guy that rode a bike across uh, America. He don't care. Yeah. yeah. So tell me again how your schedule is too long. Yeah, not uh, you, but uh, someone else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Legends of the I can't, oh. I can't. I can't speak for everybody. But you can't. No, I understand um, for thoroughly. But you, I, I was glad to hear your experience. I didn't realize you went to Brazil, yeah. and then they had a pick in Johnny. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's even. Yeah, that, that even adds to my point even more. The year after that, the race was in uh, in the U.S. at, at uh, Unadilla, and I thought, okay, for sure I'm in. And um, Bob Hanna wanted to ride, and you know, Bob Hanna was, uh, <clears throat> I, you know, like he was the solid, he was Mr. Unadilla, so he was gonna. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you could could have picked a loser team. It like, yeah, Bob Hanna was gonna be on the winning team, or I was gonna be on the winning team, but Bob got the the, the vote then too, so. I missed out on those two, and I never had another chance because I never really had a solid year after that. You know, I um, I kind of lost my, uh, I don't know, if, I guess I had distracted interests, and I didn't have, um, <laughs> you know, so you, you, you learn as you get older. So, you yeah. know, I don't know, um, but, yeah, um, Steve, thanks for having me, and, and yeah. please, uh, I think... I think anybody that goes and buys this book, um, whether you're an old soul, you're a young person, you're a teenager or whatever, there's a few F words in there, but that's about it. There's nothing too, uh, there's nothing absurd. It's, it's pretty straight up. Um, I'm going to buy great it. Great account of, uh, yeah. So Chicken's going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. We'll get it. Yeah, I'll, um, for sure. I'll, <laughs> when I see you next time, I'll, I'll bring you one. No, no, I'm going to uh, buy it. 
Um, yeah, well, that would help. That yeah. would help my cause. Yeah, my, that's, my, I'm my all about Nicodemus' cause. <laughs> Amazon.com, Legends of the Road. Go there. You can get it on Kindle. You can get the actual physical book. Uh, you can get it a number of ways. And uh, and thank you, Mickey, for coming on and talking about it. Congratulations for both races across America and uh, and everything else, man. Truly, uh, truly a real, real test of, of one's physical and, and mental self, for sure. I, I can only imagine. Um, I got a deal with Chicken and Danny tonight, so that's, that's one test I'm going through. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far, it's going yeah. well. Um, <laughs> Great, guys. Well, thank I you. wish you guys all the best. Good hearing from you, Mick. Thanks, Mickey. Congratulations, yeah. brother. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right. Mickey Diamond, everybody, on the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Pretty gnarly. He's um, a man. He's a man. Yeah. Mickey, I always got the inclination when I met Mickey uh, over the years, um, and we got that in this way he spoke. He's, he's a soulful person. Yeah. He looks at life in a, an artist way, like an artist does. Um, Definitely not like a motocross guy. No, he's he, not. He is not. You're yeah, right. yeah. And and, he, I, and I was going to kind of comment on that, and then he, the way he just laid it out, the way he spoke and everything. He's definitely got a different mentality, and we've all grown up with those uh, um, type of uh, artists, people with full hearts and the way they look at the life and in full color. And that's that's been Mickey ever since I yeah. met the guy. And for boy, sure. And boy, did he look like a bad dude on a bike with that gear. And, uh, did he ride Mako? Yeah. Husky. Yeah, yeah. Hus- Mako. Mako too? Mako, I Mako 500. I was going to ask him that. I forgot. I think before he – wasn't there a picture of him going over the bars, I think, on MXA or something? Then he wrote – so all of a sudden he got a Honda 125. He rode the 500 class in, 18, in 1985 for Husky. I think he did And then he got a 125 ride for Honda. I think he did ride a Maybe before the Husky. Yep, I think he was maybe a Mako, yeah. Before the Husky, he was trying to. I was trying to think in my head the ear is – you know, to me, Mickey's still relevant in my eyes. So to put him on a Husky, a Mako seems so long ago. Yeah. But – all right, everybody. I mean, look at that picture of him right there on your wall, right there, number six, with yeah. his, even the badass numbers and his pink. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it's oh, right yeah, there, there, right, right there. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, hey, if you are in the Southie, Charlotte, Atlanta, Asheville, Columbia, Bristol area, our buddy Eddie Ray, uh, him and Jessica Patterson, they bought a racetrack. Travelers Rest Motorsports Park is uh, this weekend. Practice on Friday, September first. The racing Saturday, uh, September second, and practice starts at nine on Saturday. Uh, they bought a racetrack. Eddie and Jessica are. My, Eddie Ray's been in here a whole bunch. Um, just missed out on the Pulpy Award last year, and we uh, were friends of them. And so, please, Southeast. If you're in the Southeast, Travelers Rest, South Carolina, please check it out. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to take this commercial break here. Chicken and Denny will be back, right back for, for more. Jason Thomas will join us. Jeff Ward is still coming up. we got to figure out our cold call person. Lots to talk about. Stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial break. It's Chad Reed. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close 
to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, 
Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp and Mech Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. 
Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica JPS Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear.
Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support.
everybody. Paul Mitchell presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Michelin Starcross 5 tire. Randy Richardson was in just last week. He mounted up some Michelin Starcross 5s on David Pingree's motorcycle. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Please check them out. Michelin Starcross 5 offering excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. Please check them out. Hard, medium, soft sand tires. Love Michelin Starcross 5. Danny Stevenson and Jeff Potasevich in studio. Mickey Diamond was on. Legends of the Road, everybody. Pick it up. Now, what were you two jerkies arguing about during the commercial break or discussing? Hey, what's that? Is this face-to-face right here, right? Yeah. They were just in Omaha, and I missed the damn show. But my buddy, my buddy Nick DeLoger, who's listening to the show, he went and saw him. Okay, so, so what were you guys... Oh, so we were talking about Danny here. and his weight program. He asked if I. Well, we, we're, his still, racing crew. we're still arguing. Well, not, yeah, we're arguing about whether or not today's guys trained harder than the guys of Stanton, Bomber, Johnny, uh-huh. Wardy did. Uh-huh. And so he asked if I ever lifted weights. You know, because I did. I, I mean, really, I, asked, I asked Denny that question. He asked yeah. me if I lifted weights, and I. There was one winter when I was living at Jeff's house, Anaheim Hills. He had a full gym on one of his on a second floor, and Jeff Spencer would come over like once three times a week or something mm-hmm. to work out. And they just let me piggyback with them, obviously. And so I we and did weights, did everything he did, I did. Denny, Denny said that year I, I was big. I was like, big. <laughs> what, well, for me, it's you big. Gotta, what year was that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I went over, showed up like the first round, and I hadn't seen my dad in, in a while. And he's like, man, it's the first time I've ever seen you with a, a neck. Wow. Like I yeah. had some muscle Chicken tone. training program. And so I said, you know, hey, you know, it's, we do catch a lot of shit, you know, that we didn't work. But like Nikki said, I think everybody worked to get to some level. So I said yeah. I used to ride a lot. Nick mixed, or Chicken just said, no, man, you didn't ride. He didn't. And so I remember one time, Dogger wrote, in one of his interviews, he said that he either went riding or running or something, and he dumped the gas out of his bike yeah. and rode, and then yeah. came back. And so I remember we, my dad and I were down in Florida, and we rode down the Croom, which is basically just a big sandy place. Like you park in a Hollywood, a Holiday Inn parking lot, you ride your bike, and, and you ride in this track yeah. by oh, yourself. Oh, I rode there. I rode there. Yeah, yeah. So I've been there as well. Yeah. Yep. And so I did. I rode there one time, and it was like 100 freaking degrees, and I think I dumped some gas on my bike <laughs> and sat under a tree for about 20 minutes and rode back to the truck, and he asked how the moto went, and I said, yeah, I crushed it. <laughs> not even hot, not even sweating. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's how it happens. Um, all right, everybody, so we're going to talk some motocross nations. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about uh, the USGP and also this season and Eli Tomac's um, win. Uh, doing some research on this, Eli Tomac won the title with 470 points. Right? Is that the least ever? It's the least ever in the modern era since since the 500s went away. So then they remember they used to do six and six rounds. Same amount of races. Yeah, twelve rounds. The least amount of points. That shows you how inconsistent the class was. How many problems everybody had. How many ups and downs for everybody. Eli's total in the second place points last year would have won the title handily this year. I believe it ten tenfold. Yep. I mean, yep. we were in our group text. It seems Gilmore like said that Dungey would have had this title wrapped up three rounds to go. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I agree. It's been, it was that kind of year uh, in the 450 motocross. It's but been he, like that though, hasn't it? No. Well, well, I mean, take away Dungey and yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it was a weird year. It seems like everybody's up and down. It was almost like nobody wanted to win it. Yeah, at times, man, for sure. For for us in the media, we'd come here every Monday night and trying to talk about what happened, and we're just like, like we're like. What, why isn't Eli just grabbing this thing, you know, and doing it? And then he would. And then you're like, okay, it's over. He's got it. And then something would happen. And then you're like, Blake Baggett. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, look, look at Baggett. Look at Baggett. And then he hears his thought. Yeah, he came out of nowhere on fire. Yeah. I, I want to know what's going on at Suzuki when he was with James. 
And for him now to jump on KTM and getting out of beat Blake, I think what people thought we would get out of Blake. So what was going on at Suzuki that he sucked so bad on that on that bike and that team? It was he the team actually sucked though. He, he didn't he did suck. Okay. I was, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not bagging on Blake. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what's going on at the team. Right, I, right. Was it all James? Were they ignoring Blake? Was Blake not liking the bike? Gelling? Something was mm-hmm. going on there. And for him to get on that uh, well, KTM, even, and, even with and Blake, it. he said, I mean, he was pretty much sucking. Then they went out and did some testing, got the bike a little better, and yeah. then he, on fire again. It just shows, you know, it, a little change can make a big difference in a rider. You know, if you get them comfortable on the yeah. bike, yeah. liking the bike, they take that to the race, and all of a sudden they start doing good. I, like we've said, I think, I don't know, um, bikes, they can get anything you want out of a bike, mechanics yeah. can. If you feel comfortable, you can get the most out of it, I guess. And those 450s are gnarly today, I can imagine. Yeah. Trying to go as fast as they go and feeling comfortable on that beast was has got to be gnarly. Let's uh, let's knock out some phone calls here. Trevor, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling. What's happening? Um, I was wondering what the difference was in the European frames and the U.S. frames on the KTMs. Uh, well, I don't really know the difference, but in <clears throat> Europe, they can run any frame they want. They can run longer frames for sand tracks. They can tighten them, the, the frames up for the tighter tracks. Uh, they can do anything. There's no production rule in um, in the in the MXGP series. And in America, you have to use a production frame, a production swing arm, and production crankcases. So um, there could be a wide range of differences over there for those bikes, Trevor. Which makes a huge difference. Yes, absolutely. So, Okay. All right. Well, uh, Thanks, man. What I was wondering. Thank yep, you. Thank you. I'm not exactly sure like how Hurling's like this KTM frame, but, yeah, they can do anything over there. Uh, let's get to Graham. Graham, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on? What's up? Hey, so I noticed this year that, like, the headline, like the main sponsor for all the nationals is like, it used to be like always used to be Red Bull. And now it's like, even like Iron Man, it was the car dealership or something. And Red Bull didn't really have one. Yeah. They, like the 2017. they haven't had an energy drink title sponsor for nationals for, I think two or three years now. They had Rockstar. No, I mean for like oh. the individual nationals, um, like the Red Bull, Red Bull national. Was it ever it was the, 20- the Red Bull? Red Bull National? Yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. was last year. Okay. Two All years right. ago. Yeah, I just, uh, who knows, you know. Red Bud was at Indiana with a hospitality tent. I think they've been at a lot of nationals this year, if not most of them, with a the, with the hospitality tent and some, some you know, some presence at the nationals. But uh, for as far as the title stuff goes, yeah, who knows, maybe budget reasons or, or whatever. Okay. You know? But, um, so, yeah, and as far as the title sponsor, they haven't had an energy drink for, for a while. So, um, right. Awesome. Thanks, man. I don't know. I just didn't know yeah. if there was no money left or what. No, no, yeah. There's Red, always money left. Red Bull's rich. They got tons of money. Energy drinks aren't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank no, you. No different than a Starbucks break going uh, broke. Kyle, what's up, man? What's your question? Yeah, I had a question concerning um, the talent depth between the GPs and the U.S. Nationals. You know, historically, you know, your, or motocross was a European sport, and then as it progressed, Americans got better and better and then started dominating it. And then in the last decade, it seems like maybe, you know, we haven't won designations as much. Uh, Americans have gone over and not had the success overseas like Villapoto. And then now, you know, we have Hurlings come over here and do good. Do you think that maybe, you know, the talent pool is kind of shifting their training programs have developed more, their riding styles have developed to catch up to the Americans? Well, and now maybe the GPs have the talent? Well, remember this, Roxon and Muskan came from the GPs over here. You know, right um, now they're dominating yep. American, you know, American. Um, yeah, I mean, run for the hills, Kyle. American Moto's under attack. I mean, I just think it goes to t- show you Supercross. These guys do Supercross for seven months of the year, basically mm-hmm. from September to May. 
they're doing Supercross, and then they, they, they test for two weeks and jump on and do the Nationals, you know? So, right, and I'm only talking. I'm only talking motocross. I'm not talking about supercross. No, I know, but that's 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 why. But that's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. That the Americans are doing right. supercross more than they're practicing motocross, and the Europeans are just practicing motocross and raising their game over and over. I, I've said this a few times. I went to the German GP in 2009. Kenny was Kenny was just 15 years old. I think it was his second GP ever. I go to Germany to watch, and I watch the MX1 class with Coppins and Leoc and Caroli, and it's like, whatever, no big deal. And then these MX2 guys, Muscan, Kenny, uh, Frassard, um, a couple other guys that names escape me, and they are scrubbing like crazy. And I'm like, oh, shit. These guys have been watching American racers. YouTube they've, been watching, they've been watching the American scene. <clears throat> and then so you added all that in, and, and, and you know, the, eventually that happens. And, yeah, maybe they have. Maybe they have uh, uh, surpassed Americans in motocross, you know? Um, but they're also kicking her ass in Supercross at the moment. Ro- I mean, not at the well, moment. Roxon's the next guy. Was going to be the next guy. Muskin's going to be the next guy. Like I said, and Tomac. There's two and, of them are Eli. Europeans. Yeah. yeah. They're good over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Right. I'm just, so, I don't know why. Surprised by, I know why, but. <laughs> I'm just always surprised by how, you know, most of my friends have no clue how, you know, a lot of people I know, they have no clue how good the Europeans are. And I watch a lot of European motocross and yep. things, and okay. I know these guys are fast. Now, having said that, you're, I'm not denying, uh, Kyle, what you're talking about. I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. But having said right. that, Eli Tomac just swept four motos last year, the USGPs. Having right. said that, that. DeSalle and Stribos came over, and they got fifths and sixes two years ago. Having mm-hmm. said that... Uh, Mitchell Harrison got on the podium at Glen Helen USGP. He wasn't even a top five guy last summer. So I'm not denying, Kyle, but there's a flip side to this that makes you go, wow, okay, Americans are still really, really good. You know, it, I think as far know. as the designation, though, we really haven't been sending the best of our guys either. We haven't. Because so, they, they won't go. Yeah, because they won't go. So <clears throat> I, feel, I feel like if they did like the old Interam series – yeah, and they took the top twenty Americans versus the top twenty GP riders. The the results would just be completely all against the board. You know, their tenth guy would be battling our tenth guy. AMA versus and, uh, FIM, basically. Right. I basically. think if you took top and, uh, top ten or twenty, we would win. Top twenty. Yeah. Their, their GPs are deep. I mean, at least in the four fifty class, I don't think their two fifty yeah, two fifty class is nearly as deep. Yeah, I, I agree. Because. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they just move them up a little bit, but right, I, I think that they're. Like I think that. the European with the EMX and the 125 stuff they got going on over there. I think they're they're figuring out how to feed a little bit better than they're doing here. I mean, everything mm-hmm. here revolves around one race, Loretta's, and, right, and a handful that. of other yeah, ones. I guess. I think in the U.S., Supercross is the. It's the biggest thing. The it's sixty percent. Like Steve said, they're spending sixty percent on that now here, I mean, if not 70%. And then Moto's like, let's go, let's go race a Moto title. For me personally, outdoors mm-hmm. never really mattered. Supercross is what mattered. Yep. You, won, you actually won more outdoors, that's though. that's how it is now. You know. Right. You know. But it, it, there's something, I think, that's wrong with that, because look at how bad our sales are. Look at, I mean, are we crafting a Supercross series that's because it it's put, puts them in the stadiums and it's it's bigger money for the manufacturers to pay riders and whatnot, but yet bike sales are less than they've been in forever. Bikes mm-hmm. costs are going up astronomically, but let's keep diminishing the importance of motocross, which is what everyone does that buys a motorcycle. So let's just take away more of that shit and let's just put it more in this big upper concrete building where, you know, that the motocross, most motocross people will never experience. Great to be mm-hmm. a fan of it, but 
outdoor racing. So let's diminish it as on a pro level, and then in the process, we're losing local tracks. Yeah, we're getting more expensive motocross bikes. We're eating ourselves, but trying to make it bigger. Yeah, but have you seen the, the, the GP starting gate? There's like. 12 people in the start. 20. Yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. for it's sure. A, it's a joke. It's and, like, and, and you just, but it costs them so much to and race lo- it. And but. look, there's, I go to the Nationals on the weekends. There's 75 guys trying to make 40 spots. And mm. in the GPs, Whoa. there's 22 in some of those flyaway races. You know, and you have to gate empty. And then you can't just sign up at a GP. You have to pay, pay. and be on a team and yep. everything else. So, mm. Kyle, it's I, I know what you're saying. And, I, and with Muskan and Roxon being two of the best riders we have, and they're from the GPs, I get what you're saying. Mm. But then I see another side where I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? I don't know. So yeah. um, it's a good question. It's makes for good uh, – Bench racing, especially after hurlings, just you know, showed everybody what, what was up this weekend. So, mm-hmm. um, thanks, man. Can I ask? Oh, uh, can I ask one more question? Sure. Okay, uh, who do you think has a better domestic series, Canada or the British Championship? I don't follow the British Championships enough to be honest, but I would say Canada because we, they have Gurky and Purcell and these these other riders from other countries going right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just didn't, yeah. yeah. Don't the GP guys, most a lot of GP guys race the British Championships? No, That's what I'm going to say, because like... Um, Searle and those, I mean, the British, fast Brits guys. Yeah, yeah. Searle won it last year. Yeah. Isn't there a Belgium and, uh, series? Too? But he's from, he's, he is English, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good question, though. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. All right. Thank All right, you. Have a good night. Um, talking about Dogger. Let's try to cold call Dogger. Let's call Dogger. I don't think he answers. I really I don't. need some contact cleaner. <laughs> Uh, the Gear Alloy cold call. We love the folks at Gear Alloy. Pulp MX 17 at SoCal Super Trucks. Gear Alloy wheels, uh, chicken. What kind of wheels you got in your truck? Some Gear Alloys. I don't know. Stock? No. Oh, okay. Gear my Alloy. Bu- my buddy bought them and did it. Uh, <laughs> Rocky Mountain ATV MC team with uh, Millsaps, Baggin, and Bloss. They're a big part of the, the Gear Alloy brand. They got a display. Is Millsaps going to Yamaha? He is, I believe, yes. Um, I mean, what? NFAB, Ampro, I mean, Yamaha, GNCC team. I'm reading a read. I got a read going. I'm sorry. I think Millsap, he's on fire. I like Davey. Uh, Davey's got town, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Read the sponsorships. Go ahead. ahead. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, there's a a wheel style for you to choose from. Pulpamex17, the code at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. I think I've seen Steve actually throw a temper tantrum right there, but don't fuck with the money. Yeah, someone stole my fucking truck. Man, is that another story? It's gone. Right now? Like today. Three days ago, filed, filed police report and everything. Fuckers uh, gone. You don't have to give an excuse. You're here. The truck's gone. Oh. We're calling Ron Machine, everybody, the dogger. If dogger answers, is anything like me, he won't answer. He's not going to answer. <laughs> Does he have your number? Would it say Steve? It, no, it'll say 702. So He won't answer. I told you guys, trying to get him after five. Is, well, if he sees a 702, it might be some chicken. Trouble. Dogger! dogger. Dogger! What up? Oh my Dogger, goodness chicken, gracious. What up? It's chicken. It's the chicken in the freaking Stevenson, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Dogger? What's happening, boys? I can't believe you picked up. Thank you for picking up, Dogger. Appreciate it. Well, if you wouldn't have sent me that Lion King thing, you know, I might might not have. The Lion King thing, huh? What? Yeah, your little text thing the other day with the little baby lion, like, Come oh, on. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that, hey, that was just to get you on as a scheduled guest, though, and then you never replied. So I'm like, oh, God, he's not coming on. Yeah, no way. I'm leaving you hanging, dude. Oh, thank you. Thanks for coming on. The Gear Ally Cold Call with Ron Machine. Uh, appreciate it. I'm trying to, to 
talk to Danny and, and Chicken about their, their, their careers and everything, but it all keeps coming down to the after parties, Dogger, and what happened and which races were great and, you know, and this and that. So I'm really having a hard time getting them to talk about their careers. I don't remember shit, man. Anything out of me? It's all a blur. What do you remember about a young? What do you remember about a young Jeff Matasevich, dogger? Oh man, I really remember his mom and dad because I had a lot of fun with them. <laughs> At Punka City, we couldn't get Ron out of the motorhome. <laughs> you know, my dad was all fuck. That guy drinks a lot. Day. I was having too much. Too much fun with his mom and dad. That was, that's what I remember. You're like, your kid's got a bright future. All right, let's go. Let's get the after party. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, we had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, he was really good, man. Super fast. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bummed I missed that, uh, mm-hmm. that year in 90 when he stepped up to 250. But after watching him battle with, with uh, Bradshaw, I was kind of glad I wasn't in there. Yeah, really. I got a bunch of Bradshaw stuff in the studio here, Dogger, and Chicken's not happy with me. It's not going yeah. well. <laughs> He's probably going to tear it down. Yeah, when I, when I joined Kawasaki, it was Ronnie and Wardy. So, yep. you know, we did test a lot. We tested like three times a week. So I got to learn a lot from Ronnie and Wardy. Mm-hmm. You know, Ronnie's style was, you know, flawless. flawless. Still, it still it holds up today. It you, was watch, you watch yeah. old dogger videos today. Yeah. It's how it holds totally. up. He, he Stand definitely, up, feet on, up. On a bike, looks the best. but uh, And effortless. But uh, And then Wardy was more of a hard charging bulldog yeah muscle through it and uh so i got to take a little from ronnie a little from wardy and sort of develop my style so and and denny you got a little bit of team kawasaki testing days with ronnie and chicken yeah i mean when i was 19 you know i was uh in 89 i was kind of a a factory support deal through cowie and uh was obviously close friends with chicken and so i would go to the cowie tracks or be around wardy and and dogger and chicken and have wardy and dogger were my heroes those guys are my walls and then it just be you know be friends with them kind of taking under their wing just watching and listening and uh it was badass you know so i you know i'm learning from all those guys it was a it was a badass generation to be around weren't you there the day that ronnie's bolt was done he didn't want to test I was there. We were there. Okay. Oh, you were there, too? I was there. That yeah. was a good one. When, when Ronnie, Ronnie and I couldn't find it, he, did, he came up with the test and he had no boots. <laughs> Dogger, that's a great yeah, story. Yeah, I was going to say, my buddy, I was talking to my buddy today at work, and he's like, one of the stories, and I'm thinking, oh, that one when I didn't have my boots, and then he like, that was hey, pee in one. the cup, and I'm like, no, nah, that ain't going to happen. And then, no, and then, then <laughs> Go you... try to find some boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then you run a lap, and you spun out in the in a flat turn. And then you're like, I can't ride. I'm I think hurt. that was another time, Chicken. That was then, a different one. I got like, because the one I talk about, he still hurts from that one. Then no, then you just spun out. You like, I gotta go. And that was another time. Turner, Turner's like, you can't leave. And Ronnie's like, jumps in his truck, grabs a gear, and just roots Turner. <laughs> Goes out, goes out of the track all sideways, bah, and takes off. And then like an hour and a half later, because the track's right by the yeah. 15, comes. Right. By going like ten miles an hour, honking his horn, brah, 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 and he's yelling out the window, "Check out my boat, dude!" <laughs> <laughs> and Turner's just losing it. I don't think we it. found any boots, Chicken. You remember we went and looked, and I think they had my size, but I said, "Hey, <laughs> we ain't buying no boots." Yeah, Let's no back no size. Yeah, there's no I'm boots here. <laughs> Check out my boat. And Turner was just pissed. God damn, Ronnie! <laughs> oh man! Uh, hey, Dogger, yeah, are you all time. are you all healed up? Because you you took a spill, man. 
I am not, man. I'm still super, super sore, and um, did you see, I broke did you see this? my no, fibula on my it. left leg. And oh, I didn't know yeah, that. I'm uh, oh, jeez, what happened? You broke your fib? I didn't know that. You broke your fib? When did you crash? Yeah, I didn't even know for two weeks. I mean, I was on the couch for a week, and I was trying to let all the swelling go down of my hematoma and my ass and my back and all that. And uh, you know, after about two weeks, I started kind of feeling my leg and i thought wow that feels weird and went and got uh some x-rays and yeah i broke my broke my fib on my right below the knee on my left leg and uh yeah it was Damn. really bad really bad i think that was probably the worst crash of my life really huh wow what it just hurts because we're so damn old man i mean yeah I that too i mean it, it doesn't help but i crashed two months ago and just whiskey through some whoops and off the back and dug my feet in and just came down face first shoulder and I just got up my knees, and man, what the frick am I doing, man? This is ridiculous. That hurt like hell. I'm 47. It really hurts like hell. <laughs> I got to go work construction tomorrow. You know, it, it's it just does not. It doesn't. You, we hit the ground like a bag of shit now instead of like a rubber ball. That's at least my yeah. end. Yeah. Chicken, do you have any? Crashes? Yeah, I hear you. Oh. When I saw this kid, you know, he heard me coming, and yep. he was in the middle of the track when I saw him. And when I hit the jump, because I like to hit it on the left and kind of whip it, and he was just right there, man. And I'm like. Oh, you're gonna get it, and I tried to give it to him, but it's, I hit him too high, and I just oh. ate monster. Was he shit. still? What happened? He was on the track. Somebody hit somebody or something. I didn't even know how he was crashed. Was he down? Or he no, crash? he was. I was just coming up on some kid. And oh. he, just, he heard me coming and did the cardinal sin and tried to get out of my get way. Side of the track. Oh man! Yeah. And he he just turned right underneath me on like a triple step over out at Cheney Ranch. Oh, oh damn! Um, chicken, you ride a ton. All right. are, you, are you careful of this? Do you think about this stuff in your brain? Where you're I, like, don't, hey. I don't think about it, but I, I'll only <clears throat> push it and, and ride above my comfort pay, level pay grade. if some young little dickhead wants to come <laughs> roost me in the turn and fuck with me. And then yeah. it's like, dude, okay, I got to show you what's up. And you still get then, smoked. Then, well, I usually knock the kid down the next turn. So, <laughs> and then, then they think I'm an asshole. And it's like, dude, I'm minding my own business. I'm just happy know? to be here. Right. And, and you want to come. You know, bang me in the turn, dude. I'm old school. It don't work that way. Could be but, a dick. Uh, no, that's what I like, man. Them little guys do that, and then it's on. Then that's it's on. My whole, that's how I rode all the time. Yeah. I didn't even get revved up until somebody ran into me or yeah. right. threw some roost on me, and then I'm like, oh, now it's on. Now it's you on, know? yeah. Hey, I was just reading in the last Racer X uh, online when you won Unadilla when you were 17 on a Honda. How, how was that day? Do you remember that? It was tough, man. There was a lot of fast guys there that, that weekend. It didn't you know? look like I it. I wouldn't say I lucked into that, but I think somebody fell down, Barney, or somebody fell down, and 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 uh, I just happened to be there to capitalize on it. But that was a big win for me. And, you know, the trophy presentation, you know, the I don't remember her name, but, you know, get up on the podium and just throw the tongue in like some 25-year-old hot chick. I think I was 17, and it's like, that, that's what winning meant back in the day, you know? Yeah, because I think another story I just read in Racer X is you won, you'd won one of the Supercrosses, and you're like, yeah, man, I took the chick home from the race, uh, L.A. Coliseum. Chicken probably knows that one. That was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And they, they messed it up. EJ messed it up. It was Oklahoma. Was it Oklahoma? Yeah, then you went that to, chick? Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Oh, yeah. She ended up at your house. Remember? She had the yeah. top button undone on her jeans. Yeah, yeah. Some Coors sizzling six pack. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then yeah, you, right. you, you, you flew her home. You flew her home and you're like, dude, I don't know what my girlfriend's what you coming over. Her? I'm trying to hide her. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> 
You flew her back to Cali to, to San Diego, daughter? She was hot. Dude. I was like, and everybody was drooling over her. I carried her out of the party that night on my shoulders. I was like, yep. This is great motocross. Dude, so good. I got another one. Uh, well, you married the trophy girl. I did, and then divorced her. Yeah, you got a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was, they're always a good time. But, uh, Dogger, I remember, I think we were in, uh, was it Geneva? I think in like 89, 90, 91. <laughs> Chicken a jogger shows up, misses his flight, whatever right. shows up. We've yep. had we've told this story. Yep. And yeah, I mean you could tell it, dog. You show up, you got no gear. <laughs> you borrow gear. He had he missed practice. He rides a heat race and uh yeah. You spent I the whole time Jeff trying won the first No, night, you right? won. You showed up and won the first night. You, I won the second night. You spent the whole main event trying to touch the champagne bottle, the blow up champagne bottle in the jump, your seat bounces. Yeah, it was like a thousand bucks if you touched the, the stuffed animals that were hanging over the, the finish line <laughs> jump or something. <laughs> and you won one of those like life life size bottles of champagne. I think my dad got in on that too. Um, yeah, I'm still trying to unwrinkle that shirt. The chicken rolled up on me. I don't remember where we were that night, Danny. I was trying to save him. Over in Europe, but oh yeah, that was another one. Yeah, we talked what? about that one when Chick. Oh. Yeah, we talked about that last night yeah. a little bit. That was like my favorite shirt, man. We'll, like we'll, leave, we'll leave that. We'll, we'll leave that one in the past. Pie. We'll leave that in the past. We're leaving that one. We're leaving that out of the radio show, dogger. <laughs> um, hey, by the way, dogger, a big night for for Chicken last night. He got married again, again, again. In Vegas, right here, last night. I, I, I was a witness. I had to sign paperwork for Danny him. Danny was there, so I had to go do it. For you know? him and Ruby. Yep. Nice. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Never Thanks. a dull moment, brother. Never a dull moment. <laughs> wow. I need, I need my own little trooper, TV show. Trooper call. That's cool, man. That's yeah. super yeah, cool. Yeah, you divorce them, they take half, so you got to get them back to get your half back. <laughs> that seems... <laughs> no comment. I, I, I'm not stupid, dude. I get that half back. It <laughs> <laughs> seems a really backwards way of doing it, but okay. All right. I don't know. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad to see you still with Ruby and, yeah. and the kids and yeah. all that stuff, dude. That's, That's cool. good. Uh, Ron Machine from Maxima Oils on the uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Well, Dogger, thank you for picking up. I appreciate it. By the way, that, that, that Instagram account, Dogger, that I sent you that photo from, there is a very rare shot of Ronnie on a 90 Cowie. You remember you got hurt, didn't really race? There's a shot yep, of you. Yep. There was sh- you went to Europe a lot, though, and it's a very rare photo. I like to see that. Dogger on the 90. Cool. I was yeah, there that awesome. day in 89 at Steel City when he had gotten hurt. I yep. knocked myself out either in practice or the first moto. So I had not gotten concussion pretty one, and it got worse throughout the day. And so they eventually sent me to the hospital, an emergency room. And lo and behold, there was a dogger like a bed over up behind the curtain yeah. away from me with his femur and stuff. And I remember him just going, yo, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, I knocked myself wow. out. He's like, I broke my leg. <laughs> Damn. Oh man, I don't remember that, but yeah, I don't. I don't remember a lot from that day. That yeah. Oh, day. I forgot the one I wanted to bring up. Southwick, you uh, you were, you had to take. Uh, oh, dude, there's a good one. That's dude. The, How about who's got that picture of the or the copy of the, the sp- betting the list? Bready, dude, the betting spreadsheet one. when he he didn't ride practice. Yep. He flew in the day of the race because he took his chick to prom. A, <laughs> How did Turner allow that? How did Roy Turner allow that? Ronnie made his own rules. He, no, he had no choice. <laughs> it was happening. I mean, seriously, Dogger, you're like the number one, one of the number one riders in the world, and you're like, hey, I'm going to prom. On I can't make the race. So he, he's not he, Saturday night prom. Right. He had it planned out. We had, you know, we, well, this is our story with the race, being there. We filled out a spreadsheet of when he was going to make it. What 
time. Everybody you knows like a like a bar pool. Yeah. Yeah, it was like twenty bucks to get in. All the time started like ten. I just left at the gate. I was there early, man. I beat all the. I beat everybody that that bet on the deal. Man, I was like, I should get the pool because I'm here at like eight, ready for first practice. <laughs> and then you won the. Was that the year you won the moto? Then drank too much water. I don't know yeah, if it's I think water. So. I went like 133 or something. Right. He Dog smoked water. the first moto. I remember like, holy shit, this yeah. guy is ridiculous. <laughs> this guy, everybody just shaking their heads at Ronnie once again. Um, thank you. Thank you, Ronnie, for picking up. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for your time tonight. Good to catch up with you. And uh, Maxima Oils, everybody, MaximaUSA.com. Please check them out. Uh, awesome. Um, thank you. Thanks, Dogger. No good problem, talking to you, Ronnie. Good to chat with you guys, Chicken. And Take care, man. And then uh, – Love you, Steve-O, man. Thanks, thanks Ronnie. Talk to you, man. Take See care you. of that leg. All right. See you. Ron Oshin, everybody, on the uh, Gear Ally cold call. Actually picking up. He, I told dogger. you, he, he saw, I posted that picture last night of, of him and I, that, you know, we were here in town, we finally made it, and Dogger, uh, dogger I, gave it a like. So I like asked him knew. to come on three days ago, and then I said, please, in that Lion King thing. <laughs> and yeah. then he, With the sad eyes. Yeah, and he never replied back. <laughs> nah. And he, I'm like, oh. Okay. He knew what was going down. Uh, Ron Oshin, everybody, on the Gear Ally cold call. Uh, chicken uh, appearance in the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Vortex Racing. Vortex Racing, the official bars and sprockets of the Babbitts uh, Arena Cross team, Denny? You know a little bit about those guys, Babbitts. Yes, they were. They came in after the fact uh, but, when I left. But yep. yeah, they, Danny Bart's uh, running the team and, and uh, uh, crushing it. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb use their sprockets. Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com for a killer deal. They bring you Jeff Chicken Matasevich on the show tonight. We thank those guys as well. It's uh, it's nice to have them on board with us. And uh, whether it's uh, bars, uh, sprockets, uh, chains, anything else, the folks from EK Chains also on board with us. The Vortex guys can hook you up with a hell of a deal. Uh, thanks uh, thanks to those guys. Awesome. Uh, for being on. All right, let's get to our next guest from Fly. You did a great job. Thank you. Good job lining up these guy, these artists. Um, <laughs> artist? Yeah, writer, same thing. We're, we're feeling it for Mickey. Oh, we're getting deep. Let's get to Hey, Hal, you there? Hey, guys. Sorry, Hal. Me, I, I, uh, we hung up on Dogger. We had to go. But what's your story? Hey, no, no sweat, man. Hey, uh, uh, this is like a, a walk down memory lane, man, for, from my days in the 80s of watching these guys and cheering them on and uh, kind of a cool story from the 86 uh, Dallas Supercross. Um, my, my, my wife, uh, now, uh, back in the day, you know, we were dating and, and, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on a sec, Hal. So we've had a mom story for chicken. Now we won't got one <laughs> yeah. that starts out with my chick that I'm dating. And now my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, Al. Yeah. All right. So, so in in uh, 1986, uh, we go to Dallas Supercross, and we're just kids, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, in, in high school, and and I, you know, I've, I I wanted to look like Mickey Diamond, but I really look like Jeff Ward, so I had the Mickey Diamond <laughs> long hair, but I looked like Jeff Ward okay. with funky glasses, so it was a fucking disaster. But I thought I was ripping right. Well, so we go to Dallas Supercross, and I'm I, I'm just drooling over these riders, you know, uh, Lachine and and Mickey and everybody, and well. At the end of the night, Julie, my wife, is like, at the time, my girlfriend, she's kind of, you know, shy, not talking much. And uh-huh. she goes, Ron Lachine asked me for my phone number. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it crushed me. So I hope I hope he doesn't have any more to this story. If he does, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's, yeah, well, she wasn't the trophy girl, was but she? But you know what? Hey, that's stuff. Like today, like I talked to Chad and you talked to these different guys. Like in the autograph lines, like chicks are still pretty bold, you know. Like they'll be like, "Hey, 
here, here, you know, what social media too. like today? I mean, in could you imagine social media in the eighties and nineties? Yeah. yeah, these guys Jesus get Christ. these guys get DMs, you know, direct messages on Instagram, and these chicks are not scared, man. And this is twenty seventeen; it's still yeah. going on. It's you know, like, always so, will go on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's star and, fuckers and, and, in every well, level. <laughs> yeah. One, one more, one more little add-on. Um, you guys were talking about, uh, you know, the Europeans and whatnot. Well, you know, back in the eighties and uh, late seventies, early eighties. You know, uh, me and my buddies would, would ride in, in Lake Whitney. I grew up in Texas, uh, mm-hmm. live in Houston now, and grew up in Texas. And we'd ride Whitney. Uh, we'd, we'd ride Ponca City. We'd ride, you know, Idaloo in Lubbock, Texas. And it seemed like back then, um, you know, the, 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 the talent, it was so much easier to ride as a young kid. I mean, you'd throw your KX80 or your 125 in the back of the truck. you go do your thing. Well, you know, now I ride the 50 class. And... Oh my God! It is an inc- at my slow, fat age. It is extremely expensive and just uh, mm-hmm. unbelievably. Uh, it's hard. Yeah. I, and when I watch these little mini kids and their dads and the and the full on setup that they have, I mean, I, I think we're holding ourselves back, but we're trying to be too high speed and not grassroots. Um, just my take. Yeah. Just my old old guy take on it. No worries. Thanks, Hal. Appreciate it. How's the get stuff working out for you? Oh man, it, it's going great. I I I haven't been able to ride. Uh, Harvey screwed up my uh, race this weekend, and now I'm stranded on the side of the road, can't get home. But oh yeah, how is uh, it? really? Are you are you flooded? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the house is good. The house is dry, but between where I am right now and the house is completely flooded. So I'm on the side of the road with a bag of Fritos and pulpit mac. You should sell that motorcycle and get yourself a jet ski. <laughs> uh, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hold on a second. Let's no, not get crazy. Wait, Let's sir. not get crazy. Well, good luck, uh, Hal. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it, man. Stay dry, buddy. Hey, guys. Yep, thank you. Safe down there. Uh, all right, let's get to our next guest. He is a freaking co-host on the show, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? What's happening? How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Sounds like you guys are doing pretty well. There's, uh, every, everybody's still alive. Yeah, so everybody made it. That, Chicken got married. JT! Yep. Chicken got married. What's happening? Um, How are you? Dogger answered his call, and Mickey Diamond promoted a book, and Chicken and Danny are here. It's going crazy. I, I, sounds like there's been uh, several women from the past call in. Yes, uh, <laughs> or stories of the past, anyways. <laughs> Mom's new, new parents in the house. Yeah. Um, JT, so what about my mom giving BJ's? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I really said that, Mark. Why would you say that? That was you. Oh, no. It wasn't my mom. It was about another mom. I know what you said. Oh, yeah, I did think, say you it. You think I just, like... I don't know what you do over there. I don't know. Stay stay out of there. Hey, the proof There's is there. serious shit going on with those guys. That's Tony Alessi, and he knows it. Um, I was in a gangbang. Uh, all right. Hey, so... <laughs> JT, the Truck Hero question of the day. Truck-Hero.com, a parent company, the folks at NFAB, proud sponsor of the JGR Suzuki team, and please Jeep, truck, and SUV stuff, whatever whatever you want, from bedliners to uh, the parts that NFAB have, truck-hero.com. Uh, get your trucking gear with those guys also, as well as the gear alloy guys. So here's the Truck Hero question of the day, JT. The USGP this weekend. Does Hurlings win again? Does he stick it up uh, America's ass again? <laughs> Sounds gay. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I don't think it's just going to be Hurlings, though. I, I think uh, I think there's a lot of guys that can win. Um, Is Tomac I mean, going? What I saw, Tomac's going, yes. He'll, he'll handle him. Eli. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but I, I think we'll see a different Eli. Whether he's good enough to beat Jeffrey, I, I don't know. But uh, I think the Eli that's running around in fifth place and can't move forward, um, I don't think we'll see that guy show up this weekend. Chicken, you think 
Tomac is like all the pressure's gone. Like yeah, now it's I, on. I think Eli just the pressure. He's blew a couple championships that he should have won. Mm-hmm. So I think he was more in championship mode than actual race mode. I think the first moto he he was gonna go after him, but he you know made the mistake. And I think this weekend uh, is it this weekend? Yep. I think Eli will handle him. But but Jeff is a hell of a sand rider. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not pure sand, but yeah. What's oh, wrong, Danny? You I keep, don't know. You keep doing this. Shut up. Oh, no, I just it's it's. Yeah, no, I'm good. I just, I, I don't want to dogpile on. Are you going to jump on Eli again? He's going to. I, I, I just wonder. Why are you a hater? I'm not a hater, man. I just paid attention to the sport pretty intensely, and I don't remember. I don't know. Spit it makes, out. Eli makes some stupid mistakes, man. He'll handle them. If he, if he does, then I'll, yeah, then awesome. If he doesn't, then I'm just going to kind of go, phew. When it's like I'll make it I've back. never seen someone so high and so rock star of, of Eli fast speed, yet make some of the uh, br- biggest well, brain fart no, mistakes Danny, he makes as well. That's okay, Danny, to say that. That's not piling on. That's what JT and I have been talking about all year long. Oh, He's a little up. And I don't down. listen, so I'm sorry. Yeah, but. no, I'm just saying, like JT, right? I mean, that is what we uh, sit here and we go, "What's happening?" Yeah, I mean, I I think he has the ability. I mean, he he crushed these guys last year at at you know, at USGP and we've seen him, I've seen him go faster than I would say anybody ever. Yeah. Um, some of his rides over the last two years. For sure. But at the same time, I've seen him ride and I don't want to say this because he's better than I, you know, his mediocre day is better than my best day, but he was mediocre on several occasions. And, and yeah, and so. to me and like you probably agree and chicken, when you were that good, I didn't think those average days were still they in didn't your in fluctuate you. as bad. They did. Yeah, I mean, you're good. You're always were good. I mean, yeah. the worst days. Your worst days were. Not I mean, that I can bad. name Bailey, Stanton, uh, Ricky. You know, Reedy. You know, when you're on, you're on. But to see a guy run, win by a minute one moto in one weekend, then fluster run around in eighth and ninth. Yeah. I just and yeah, Eli's they, makes just some like when he went to ride in the two fifties and in the four fifty we got in the Honda. Crushing, like, I think it was one of the U.S. Uh, Monster Energy Cup. He's out front, got a win or something, and he tips over in a corner. I mean, the mistakes he makes are just sometimes so randomly and so unexplainably weird to me. He's got, he's got some definite mental um, hiccups, walks that go on. Yeah, I don't know what happens with him, but it's, he, he forgets what, who he is. He doesn't remember, like, hey, I, you know. I can be. Like, I, I seriously want to, yeah, I want to walk up to him sometimes and say, hey, do you, like, do you understand how good you are? Like, what just happened out there? You just rode around in ninth the whole race for no reason. Like, you should be winning. Like, you're that good. I just think it's got to be mental. It can't be anything but mental. I could not agree with you more. I yeah, agree it's with so, that, but... so strange. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, he should just pick back. Even on his, he should be able to ride 80% and get around those guys and move up and run second, you know, behind Muskie, maybe. But, yeah, to run ninth after just winning by a minute the weekend before, it just mm-hmm. blows my mind that you can fluctuate that much. But Well, this weekend, I get it. Championship mode. You know, he was going yeah. after Hurlings, so... I in know. the first moto, but and like Chicken said, he'd had thrown away some, so it's like, man, let me get this thing done. Well, JT, yeah. little known fact: uh, Chicken's been, took Eli riding a few times in the, in the super secret sand track. Won't even tell us. Won't even tell us where it is. Yeah, but I, I watch Eli <laughs> ride a lot at the track, and the, the guy's strong. He's you know his consistency has been an issue, mm-hmm. but um, you know I think for for this weekend, there's gonna not gonna be any pressure. It's just gonna be yep. go win. And I think you'll see an Eli, not not an Eli riding around in eighth and ninth place. JT, but if oh. you're going to be the best, why can't you do that under pressure? Um, JT, do you think 
I don't agree with this. And uh, these two guys in the studio, Jeff talked about it a little bit earlier, um, not as emphatically as some of the people on social media. But I mean, should these U.S. guys should they be a little embarrassed of the way Hurlings handled them? Uh, I don't know if you should be embarrassed. I mean, I think it was a wake up call more than anything else. You know, um, you. You kind of, I think they've all kind of lulled themselves to sleep to think how fast they're going. But I, you know, I think they all have the ability in them. I mean, we don't, we haven't won races and we won the last few USGPs in a row. Um, so I think they have the ability, but mm-hmm. I, I think it was the wake up call though. Like there's a, there's a different level that can be attained for these guys. So I, that's what I'm most interested in is just Eli, you know, Eli was out there. He watched Jeffrey ride away from him, both motos. Uh, he has a whole week to think about that and remember, you know, like I can go pretty damn fast too. So I'm really interested to see the bounce back from some of these guys uh, in Florida. And then add in Tim Geyser, Antonio Caroli, you know, which, you know, these guys were all, they were all there. You know, I, I don't think it's something where UI can't ride a motorcycle as well as they can. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we've all seen it. Um, going back to motocross of nations, the last couple of years, you know, Eli has been right in the mix, if not the fastest guy. Um, it always, ha- it hasn't worked out, you know, going mm-hmm. back to Estonia, him blowing through or Latvia, excuse me, blowing through the field. I mean, he was passing guys like they were riding the opposite direction yeah. you know, in the motos. Uh, so it's, I don't think it's an ability thing. I just think it's, uh, it's one of those things where he's got to, he's got to turn his brain off and quit thinking so much and go ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, it is interesting. Skippy's been waiting well to talk said. to you, JT. Skippy, what's up? We want to talk to JT. Yeah, uh, I had a question for him about uh, displays. Actually, uh, I work at Cycle Center and BMW of Denton, uh, just north of Dallas, and uh, we got a full lineup of uh, fly racing apparel, accessories, and stuff like that. And uh, Craig Martin, our rep, has been kicking ass, helping us, uh, you know, get everything fully dialed in for our 2018 lineup. But I was wondering, yep. are y'all going to come out with any newer displays uh, anytime soon that could you know, allow for jerseys and pants to be stacked on top of each other or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. We actually have them in production right now. Um, I have a finished prototype sitting in my marketing office right this second. So uh, the short answer is yes. I'm just – if I could go down there and help them build them any quicker, I would. But, um, yes, they are done, and I'm just waiting on them to, to finish production. Cool, cool. That's what I like to hear. Also, guys, I uh, I just picked up my freaking dream bike uh, – First time I saw it, I was eight years old, and I've always wanted one. So uh-huh. I finally picked up a '96 TR250. Nice. And uh, yeah, fifteen hundred bucks is pretty excited. Dream really big. A '96 TR250. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Why? I was Why? The, no, '97 when he went to aluminum frame, and he's, he's, it was quit crushing his dream, you two. <laughs> We're dream killers. <laughs> it's a good buy. No, it is. '96 hey, was awesome. '97. Everybody was has their own dream. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, 97, 97s that were terrible. I yeah, that's the aluminum yeah. frame piece of shit. Exactly. The, uh, do you have any recommendations on some cool stuff to do to it or just, just run? Buy a newer bike. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Skippy. I do got a newer bike. Don't worry about that. No, man. I, I, I got an 07 Yacht YZ250. I love uh, it. So gotta, run it. You got to put a V-Force in those things. Uh, if you're going to ride it a lot, they really work well. They're very good on two strokes. That's Tazanari, yep. right? Yeah, Tazanari. Uh, so put put one of those in, man. That's who did your Cali motor that day, right? What Cali motor? talking downstairs. Did Weidler. Weidler. Oh, the, oh, it was Weidler. 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 We
The dentist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Skippy. Appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Be good. Thank you. Uh, by the way, JT, before we get into the X-Brand goggle tear-offs here, uh, at VIP at the Motocross, at the Monster Energy Cup sounds pretty awesome. And then you head on up to Mount Zion uh, for uh, uh, some mountain biking and some serious dirt bike off-roading, as well as a hotel and uh, meals are there. you got a welcome pack with Fly products. Uh, DirtDreams.net, JT. Uh, this is a cool thing. You did this last year, and uh, it's coming up. So sign up, everybody. Chris Kiefer's going to do it. Uh, talk about it a little bit, JT. Yeah, so my buddy Davey um, started this program, and uh, he's originally from Belgium, and it was just something he wants to do. You know, this isn't his full-time job or anything, but he basically wanted to offer an experience. It's targeted to guys from Europe, part, but he uh, we've had guys from all over. But he, wa- he wants to offer an experience where they come over from Monster Energy Cup, I take care of them that day, and then they basically go mountain biking and off-road riding all week. And he provides everything. He provides equipment. He provides the bikes, mountain bikes, all that stuff, hotels. So it's basically kind of a one-stop shop. You fly in, and uh, he takes care of the rest. So I did it last year. Um, I just can't. I just don't have the time to do it this year. And uh, I figured Kiefer would really enjoy it. So we worked it out with Kiefer to be the uh, the guest kind of co-rider that people would be able to associate with. So. You get uh, trying to help him, yeah. Just trying to help him spread the word. It's it's such a cool program, and I, I had a blast last year. Um, I mean, we like I said, you go some of the coolest mountain biking on earth, and then off road riding. I mean, if anybody's ever been to Utah, you already know what I'm talking about. Uh, but to add Monster Energy Cup and and then a whole week of uh, basically hiking, mountain biking, and off road riding in Utah, it's yeah. a pretty tough deal to beat. DirtDreams.net, you get mountain bikes, motorcycles, gas entries, permits, you get breakfast, refreshments, and snacks, you get the Monster Energy VIP package to and uh, for transport to and from the race, and you get accommodations that whole time. So d- DirtDreams.net, everybody, please check it out. JT did it. Chris Keeper is going right. to do it this week. And uh, let's, let's move right into the X-Brand goggle tear-offs. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. What, what kind of goggles do you wear, chicken? Oakley. You should wear X-Brand. They're great. They're I'll fantastic. check into that. You should. I'll check into that. You like Rich Taylor, don't you? Yeah, I like Rich. He, he owns X-Brand. Really? Yeah. You pay for Oakley's? No. I think I don't pay for nothing. Chicken don't pay for anything. He's chicken. Chicken. How many Supercross titles you got, right? You know who I am? Chicken. Right. X-Brand goggles. Choice champions everywhere. Uh, use Pop MX-17 when you're checking out. Save money at X-Brand. Stop. All right. Ah. Yeah, X-Brand goggles. Hey, you want to hear a cool chicken story I got? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, 1994, Loretta's. I wasn't You just stopped. Let him tell the story. Oh, sorry. Wait for it. Wait for it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, uh, I crashed. I'm hoping to get, like, top 10. I I probably wouldn't have got better than that. Um, But I crashed the first turn, break my arm, in the hospital all week. Like, pretty bad deal. Shitty. Like, bummed out. So, we're driving home, my my parents' motorhome, and, uh, like, obviously super bummed. We go into a gas station, and there it is. The Mataz Attack video. You and Jerry Campbell. Awesome. I'm in that too, bro. And that made your day, huh? You felt better? It did. It was the only thing that made me smile. I'm glad to bring the world a little love. Did you go faster after you watched it? Did you make money from that? I felt like my starts got better. I felt like my starts got better. See? Yes. I feel like chicken, everybody bought that video. Everybody did. And so how did you not make make money? They never gave me money. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, hey, man, you want to be in this video? Fuck, that sounds badass. They, they came to me and they say, hey, we want to make a video with you. And I was like, cool. 
That was it. They never paid you. Never, not a dollar. Oh, geez, chicken. You got to get better. You, you know, though, I'm, I'm, the only I'm, I took from that. I get my shit out for free, Steve. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> I watched Chicken. Chicken did his start technique video part of it. Yep. On the hardest, driest dirt. I've, I, I'm like, I've never ride on anything at hard pack in my life. I'm like, I don't know if I can use any of this. Probably because not. it was it was roached out California test track. That's California, start, man. Like, it's Palm Avenue. Yep. No, it's, uh, it's Cali, Cali Test Track. Cali yeah, it's there today. Test track. You might as well yeah. just do it in your driveway. I think your driveway had better traction. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It was good for concrete start. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I remember from the Taz Attack videos is Jerry's jeans couldn't have been any tighter. Oh. Jerry's <laughs> jeans were tight. He was like in skinny jeans before they were in. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, He's, we're still waiting for his balls to drop. <laughs> so, well, it's nothing but nothing like a well, camel toe with your, you know, blue shirt. Jerry camel toe. I'll tell you toe. what, Jerry. Somebody, or J- Jer- Jimmy. I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Jason. J- Jeff Chikimitazovich. <laughs> somebody made a lot of money from that video. It, 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 it sold a lot. It did. It really did. And I heard, too, you could get that video and, like, a monster truck video, two-for-one prize for a while at a truck stop. Mm. A lot of people bought them there. All right. It's um, a cult classic. <laughs> uh, X-Brown Goggles. So these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. He's a friend of the show. Chicken? Yeah. You might remember him. Who? From Seattle. I don't remember him. How you do I know? Seems a, Denny doesn't remember me either. Kind of blurred out that whole weekend. <laughs> oh, he was there at Denny's weekend? Yeah. He's that, was Denny's me up. that was part of the group that that brought me up that there. That rented oh. a Denny. It rented Denny. So, rented so Denny. I Rent-a-Demo. probably was in the hotel with He's you. the one that was in the orange Andrew Short pajamas. Oh, that guy? Yeah. That was my hero. I remember you, dude. That's Moser. <laughs> that's Moser. Oh, dude. He's not on the radio right now. But oh. No, that's JT. Why are you bringing JT. him up then? Oh, because he made these questions. It's his questions we're answering right now. I, I like that guy, though. He's good. Okay. He's awesome. All right. Yeah. This guy, this guy went to the race yep. dressed in these in, oh, pajamas, pajamas or something? There were three sizes too small. They were way too. Talk they're, about Campbell's pants. This guy. <laughs> they were child's pajamas is what like, they were from btosports.com. Like, I really don't care about what people think. But I wouldn't have went out in that outfit. Yeah, that's Moser. Yeah. He so so he, he, he gave us these questions. Well, yeah. that guy's cool. Okay, yeah. here we go. He's passionate. And you have 30 seconds to answer. Chicken. I get to answer him? Uh, all of us oh, have okay. questions for 30 seconds. All right. Uh, Marks, let's do this. All right, Steve. We all know Weege was the most impressed with Hurling's ride. Oh, God, was he ever. But who wasn't impressed and tried to discredit how fast he was? Um... Uh, nobody really. Uh, no, I don't think you could. Could you? No, nobody that I, was, I know. I was pretty angry. I was pretty angry about it mid moto. Yeah, JT was pretty angry, but he came around on it. I mean, what, was, what did he say? What did JT say? I was just pissed off that we were getting beat down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was kind of just chuckling. Like, is this really happening? Yeah. All right. JT, does hurling's kick? Does hurling's kicking everyone's ass help guarantee any more interest for American riders to race GPS or MXDN? It's too race season too uh, long, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, no, but I do think it'll motivate Eli for this weekend. I don't think. I think most Americans are like, I don't want anything to do with that guy. <laughs> well, most <laughs> Americans, I think, it, to go race in Europe, it, it's it's nothing like America. Mm-hmm. The travel sucks. The food sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I think it's brought to you by the European Tourism yeah. Community. So, <laughs> so, so why go? So why go? I think when you lose like that, it's either fight or flight. You're either like f that, like let's I'm ready for some, like let's get it on, or you're just like f that. I don't want any part of that guy. But I I, I think that's just a that's a human nature. You're either you that either fires you up to go get some, and you want another piece of that guy, mm-hmm. or you're just like nah, that guy's probably going to beat me no, down. Eli's at home. He's shooting animals with his gun, like. Pretending him 
the, 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 the bow and arrow. He's a bow and arrow bow, guy. He's killing yeah. things, yeah. thinking it's hurling, and just waiting for this weekend. Yep. Okay, next question. Chicken, what is an exotic animal you don't have that you do want? Um, Snow leopard. I think we have one at the I haven't got one zoo. Yet. We, can anybody out there get a leopard seal? <laughs> get chicken at the snow leopard? Maybe try the code. What about a leopard seal? Yeah. No, I, it has to be snow leopard. What about, if anybody can hook me up, yeah. please call. Please contact Pulp and yeah. let him know. Okay. BTOsports.com. Use your code PulpMX. Get a leopard seal. I mean, a, 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 a seal leopard. A, a, snow leopard. A snow leopard. A snow leopard. <laughs> I don't want a fucking penguin. I don't want a penguin. You don't want a penguin. I want a snow leopard. Okay. All right. There's no snow in SoCal. And there's no leopards. My house is cold. Okay, all right, fantastic. Next question. Debo, is there any rider that's pulled more chicks than chicken? Um, yeah, I think, you know, it wasn't that he pulled a lot. It was just when it was time to, it just happened. You know, I think... Uh, Do- I mean, dogger sounds. Dogger seems like, yeah, I mean, just... And factory. Oh, factory. Uh, yeah, I mean, dogger... Did it just because it's just cool? You know? Phil, there, you... there was a, a contest going on the, yeah, during did, Suzuki we, year. It was when, a year we had a contest we, yeah, and, between and some riders. And, I did uh, not participate in that. I didn't want to know part. It was did, like you were in on it. No, I wasn't. Yeah. It was. <laughs> don't lie. It was. You had to pay. It was like two hundred dollars to get in. Uh huh. And it was a contest, and I still don't understand it. But you got points by how ugly the chick was. How fat she was. I think he's, he's ad libbed at this point, but it makes for a better story. No, this was... 93? When you No, this it? is like 92. I was on Cali. Oh, you're on Cali. Yeah. Okay, it was Suzuki guys. And right. they okay. asked me to, if so I wanted to... You? They, what? This was you? No. You were in on okay. it. No, it's ridiculous. That's not true. <laughs> this story is, is going oh, sideways. You don't want to admit it now. He's why are you turning no, you red. Got, you got points you're turning for, red. Uh, you're turning red. It's the sun. <laughs> Look at that. It's the sun. Smoker cross. <laughs> Smoker cross. Yeah. Yeah, you did. It was might have been, but it's it's so, it's so wrong today. <laughs> it's so. so it's in the past. It's it was wrong. So the whole thing was incorrect. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not participate. But yeah, you like that? You raped her. The, that story. <laughs> well, I don't know. We could tell the story now. We can. We chicken eye. Okay. Because it was years ago. Um. We've told, I think I've told on air, we might have told it before, uh, the Mark oh, and Brian show, we thought, you know, when we, we were supposed to go, we had to go and get the Porsche clean wash at the car wash and, and Mark and you're dating show. Tiffany at the time. Yeah. And we went to, got the Porsche wash and we met a couple girls oh. at the car wash Yeah. and went out with yeah. them and brought them home. And that next morning he was supposed to go to Mark and Brian show, which was on, you know, the SoCal I show. I missed okay. it. You missed Mark missed and Brian. It. I missed it. And... That's uh, that night. Um, well, yeah, I was in a gangbang. Some debauchery was going down, uh-huh. and that morning, uh, his girlfriend at the time, Tiffany, yep. uh, comes. I hear yelling and screaming. He, she'd come in the door. The girls. I have a girl in my bed. Chicken has uh-huh. still has a girl in his bed. And all I hear is, Jeff, who are these whores? <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, shit. So the girl that's in chicken's bed runs into mine, jumps in our bed. And I'm, they're like, what is going on? I'm like, that's his girlfriend. <laughs> that's his girlfriend. Oh, boy. Yeah. My, I'm in the Can shower. I'm, hole? Yeah. I'm in the shower because I'm We're supposed late. to go this morning. Yeah, yeah. We're supposed to jump in the car and head to. You just skipped the biggest morning show in L.A. And but, L.A., you, yeah. Yeah, in L.A. You missed the so biggest I'm morning in the sh- show. And I'm washing my hair. I remember washing my hair with shampoo. And I hear, Jeff. Jeff and I'm like, fuck me, sorry. You can swear. Uh, you know that's Tiffany. So I'm so what am I? And my shower was all glass, and uh huh. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And so finally she opened the door and she like hits me on the head and I'm like, oh hey babe. 
what are you doing here? And she was just there to make sure I was up in the morning yeah. because yeah, the, I have a problem with getting up in the morning yep. sometimes. So she just wanted to make sure I was up and yep. where I was supposed to be. Yeah. And then she came across that. So I get out of the shower and she swings at me and I catch her wrist and I was like, yep. I'm thinking I'm Bruce Lee. Like, right, right, right. like I'm bad. And then she swings with the other one and I catch that one. I'm like, whoa. And then she kicks me in the nuts. Yeah. Movie style. <laughs> Straight up. Now I'm on the floor holding my junk saying, that's not cool at all. You know, yeah. I'll never have kids. And then she leaves and. Then she leaves. My, my, and so my co-pilot here I, decides to. Film the evening. That evening, we yeah, I had a camera out. That's kind of why when oh. cameras were a big so thing. So she, on her way out. Which goes, we didn't know at the time. Yeah. No. So she, she on her way out, the video camera's she, out. So she goes, I'll just take that with me because that's weird. Why would she take that? Because it was out. I mean, something obviously. The reason it was out. Sitting oh, like yeah. on the counter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. so then we're at Anaheim for the press day. We missed the morning Mark and yeah. Brian thing. And I get a call from my brother. And he's like, hey, there's a... Um, what are you guys doing? How are you doing? What's going on? I heard you. Uh, there's, heard a movie, there's a movie going on over at Tiffany's house. Mm. His wife, Mary, was over there. Okay. Uh, mom was watching it. Everybody uh. had a little get together. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and he's like, hey, you know, the movie you and Denny made last night was pretty good. Everybody's, yeah. uh, you know, it's on Very the big screen. Yeah. Everybody's watching it. Very going, thrilling. Lots of ins and outs. And I'm going, what are you talking about? Movie, dude. We don't know yeah. movie. I forgot about it. And he goes, yeah, apparently last night you guys made the movie. And I'm like, speaking, like, what it what? Yeah, what? And then he told me, and I went, oh. Danny. So then I run over to Danny, and I'm like, dude, the video camera. And I told him, and he was like, oh, it's not good. Not good. I was, was hurt at the time, good. so I was not, I don't think I was rising, but <laughs> it was, yeah. It was not good. They're, the chicks were hot, and they were pretty crazy. Because and, how do you talk your way out of there's yeah. that video evidence, yeah. And mom was watching it? Mom, Her mom, mom. Mom didn't like me after that. <laughs> and I was never invited anywhere. Oh, uh, here we go. All yeah. right, next question. <laughs> we can skip the questions just keep going with these stories. I know, right? <clears throat> um, Steve. Yep. Who's more to blame for RCH closing up shop? Debo for yelling at Watson about not hiring Hill or Moser for offering fellatio in front of a... Uh. A Moser, somebody ex- a dodge, dodge. He was in. The, he went to Holler and said it. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Watson, Kenny Watson was meeting with a, a very high up at Dodge. A Mark female. Johnson was in there as well. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. and Mark as well, and as a, as a female representative for Dodge, and uh, our buddy Moser, the the pajama guy, the guy I like, yeah, poked his head in and said, "Hey, Kenny, how much for a BJ or something like that?" What's wrong with that? Well, the lady was like, "What kind of team are you running here?" <laughs> but then you know, Danny also accosted Kenny Watson at at. <laughs> At outside of Seattle Supercross in front of numerous witnesses. Who, and he has it on video as well. Oh, apparently. he does? Yeah. yeah. Remember, well, we, I, caught, I, I caught the tail end of that or something because I, I was with you at Seattle, and that's when something break loose. I don't really remember the point. And Kenny where, was like, hey, like, I don't Denny know. Denny didn't even make it to the race. No. No, he didn't. I found him in the middle of the street. The I rent woke, a Denny program was a, I woke up in the hotel at 9 o'clock, and I watched the main events on the t- hotel TV. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That was a good time, but sometimes the wheels come off. Next question. <laughs> Next question. JT, what's your most memorable chicken story or experience? Well, we just sort of uh, said it. but You just told that one. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Moe's. Mataz attack. Chicken, if you see Damon Bradshaw on the side of the road with a flat tire, you... Run him over. <laughs> no Payback's a bitch. Dude, we, I drank with those two at, at Laguna Seca one year. They, they're at the bar. The three of us are standing there, and I'm just... In, 
my mouth's open. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to hang out and drink, the three of us. Yeah, and, JT, my giant photo of Bradshaw downstairs and my Bradshaw pants hanging in the studio have not gone over well. No. It will be burned but they by the time I leave. <laughs> yeah. This is not good. It will no longer be on I the wall. I think they may have hugged it out. I might I have it. I should have sweat, did a sweep. Before matter of fact, came. you should go see if that picture's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Debo, would racing four strokes during your career have made any difference? Um, I don't, you know, it's, it's so, so, I don't know, man. I, I'm still trying to figure out why I never rode a 250 national in my life. I don't, I don't know how I missed, never did. Always rode 125 nationals. And a 250, isn't a 254 stroke now? It's what the equivalent of a 252 stroke in the back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that the four stroke, I, I hated revving the piss out of that thing around a track. So you could, act, but I guess they're revving the piss out of these two the four strokes now. Yeah, they are. I have no idea. I think when they first come out and you could just lazy ride one, that was kind of the whole theory. You could lazy ride a 450. I probably would have liked that. And when everybody else would have been on a 250, I probably would have done well. So my answer is, if they, if I would have got on the 450 Yamaha like you Doug Henry the only, style, only one out there. Only one out there. I think I really would have benefited. From it. You would have won. Exactly. I, hey, Doug look, Henry style. Looking back on it, I don't think we realized how much of an advantage those things were. Maybe not the 426 because they coughed and burped a lot. I hate but, them. But I two, hate them. When 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 Kevin was on that 450 Honda yeah. race and Ricky, yeah. I mean, especially Kevin's style for that oh, bike. Yeah. No. I don't, yeah, it, it, I don't think you even realize that. Not to take anything away from Wyndham, no badass way. dude, but Hell RC no. beats him if they're on equal bikes. That day, yeah. All day long. And I think you wrote you know? something about that, where Ricky, they said Ricky was just riding that bike as wide open as he could possibly go. Yep. Um, all right, next question. Steve, where's Barsha going to ride next year? Dude, I don't know. Chicken, he needs a yeah, ride. Yeah, what's up with He don't have don't a ride? Know. Get him a ride. Babbitt's Arena Cross? Wow. I don't know. Honestly, don't. JT, I mean, seriously, where is he going to go? He'll find something. It won't be for a lot of money, but he'll find something. Somebody's going to need a spot. He'll he'll get something. Somebody will start a team or whatever. You know what happened to that guy? I mean, he injuries. Injuries. You know, uh, yeah. Confidence. We talked about. Yeah, confidence. He started getting hurt, man. Yep. You know, he, yeah, he beats got, you down. He hasn't had a chance to really build, build momentum. It's always been just kind of one. I mean, that, thing. that's in this sport. It's tough because sometimes you get hurt and you just never get time to yep. heal. And you're constantly racing injury, yep. injured, and you know everybody. What, what's happening? What's going on? What's going on? And it's not very fun. No, no. And absolutely. you make, and if you make a lot of money now, it seems like it can take the edge off a little bit of your. You know, all of a sudden you're like, man, I got a pretty big paycheck in yep. my account. What am I? I think am that's I, hurting the sport on the lower level. They're paying these amateur kids too much. I don't think you can make too much money as a pro motocrosser. You but can't. I think you, no. You need a the level of dedication and death to find shit they do you can never be paid too much well, but i think it i well, think it's kind of taking edge off some guys. what was the most you made chicken in a year over a million yeah yeah like early 90s like 1991 yeah, whatever a couple of years but yep. i mean you can spend it real quick oh yeah it's not taxes and everything too much yeah. money right right you know it was when you're you know 26 27 and you're you retire you're done i mean you got a lot yep. of years to live to oh for sure you know, like Mickey goes, was saying that. Like, do, by, do you still have some money? Like, in, yeah, when you're racing, yeah, yeah but you I were mean, smart with it. Yeah, I mean, my parents were had, smart with it. Had most of my, well, <laughs> had all of my. They hit it. You know, video cameras and stuff. Money. Yeah, <laughs> that porn video really went big. <laughs> Didn't quite work out like Kim Kardashian, but still big. <laughs> but uh, you know, they they yeah they, they had a lot. They, they helped and, you. And then you know there was three years where or well I took over all my money and. And there was like three years where, you know, I, me and my wife went through quite a bit. Okay. And uh, three lost years. Of where... Did you make more money in Japan? No, but I made a lot. 
And yeah. just I, made, I mean, I raced 12 times a year and made a shitload. Right. Yeah. So Two titles. That was great. But, you know, we were, I think she said my wife came in one day. She's like, hey, 1.3 million is gone. Like, I don't know where it went. It's not for bills. It's, you know, it's uh -huh. gone. We spent it. But, you know, we used to come here. <laughs> Every other weekend with twenty grand cash to go gamble and really play fun. Yeah, we had a rock star life for a while. Jeez, because um, the years before were not enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, we, so we did that on a dime store budget. Fuck, I got twenty. I'm a millionaire now. I can go even well, crazier. No, but you just you get into a, a lifestyle, and yeah. then it, you know, it's hard to stop. Yeah. When you stop racing, you think, okay, now I'll live like everybody else, and it's hard to just start living like everybody else. Right. You know? So. I mean, we blew some money, but I, I did pretty good. Yeah, good, good. Uh, all right, next question. JT, list the current USA riders you think could fly to Europe and race a random, random GP and go 1-1. One, one. Oh, boy. Uh, USA riders or people from USA? Because I, I think uh, I think Roxon could have done it made before he got hurt. I don't know. It doesn't. It just says USA Moser doesn't specify. Yeah. The only, the only, Roxon, if Tomac's on, if he's firing on all cylinders and, and, you know, the conversation we had a few minutes ago, he could, he could do it, um, at a, at a he wouldn't do it at Lomo, but a, he could do it at, you know, at the right track. Uh, but I think Roxon, when he was last, last summer, Roxon could have gone to Europe and went one, one, no problem. Oh yeah. I agree he was that. crushing it last yeah, year. Absolutely. All right. Next question. Chicken. What was your weirdest or craziest fan experience? Oh, it'd be Houston for sure. Uh, uh, my wife saw, hey, some guy wants to talk to you. And he's up at the fence, yep. you know, and uh, she's like, you, you really need Cowie to go. days? Cowie days? No, Yamaha. Oh, day. Yamaha. Oh, yeah, you really, you yeah. really need to go say hi to that guy. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so I walked. The fence was a ways away. So yep. I, I walked over there and he was like, hey, chicken, you know, great fan. You know, I want to eat the corn out of your shit. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> What? Yeah. So I look at my wife. I'm like, thanks, dude. What are you trying to do? She's all, he really likes you. I'm like, and then he sent me up because my wife, you know, she gives, gives, gives the address. Gives the address. Oh, yeah. What so, year was this? Yamaha NTY, 94. So then, oh. then we get a letter from the guy of him sitting in like a little love chairs, you know, single yeah. chair Easy with lounger. this yeah. little doggy on his lap and a real creepy, creepy looking smile like, like, <laughs> And uh, want me to come hang out with him. It was pretty creepy. <laughs> was it Moser? No, it <laughs> no, wasn't. Okay. But no, it was sort of guy like him. But, um, yeah, so he wanted me to come to his trailer Peter Sundell? somewhere and, and uh, really? hang out with him. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, yeah. it was scary. With the lotion on the skin? Yeah. <laughs> Denny, did you video this or what? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever anything like that, Denny? That, uh, that's, that's, a whole different, that's a fetish series of Chicken's Life. <laughs> <laughs> That's not available on Do you Amazon. you have anything like that, Denny, or no? No, I don't know. I mean, the oddest one I remember was also at Houston. was with GW. <laughs> it, was, it was Great Western Bank year, and we had given away everything we had in the truck, and a girl had come in a trailer and says, hey, will you, will you sign my ass? And I'm like, uh, what? She goes, I have your name on my ass. Will you sign it? And I'm like, why do you have my name on your ass? Is that a like, guy or a girl? A girl. Oh. And she, I'm like, well, yeah, let me give me a minute here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, let's go out here by the tra outside the trailer on the other side, you know, where the yeah. trailers are parked together. And I'm like, okay. And she pulls her ass pants down, and she has your name tattooed on her ass. <laughs> and I signed yeah, you like that? my name. But, yeah, I'm yeah. like, 
Boy, uh, you. How long has this act been going on? How many <laughs> events have you been to and pulled this one off? Yeah, really, right? All right, next question. Debo, what should the age rule be for 250SX and MX? You know, I don't believe it. I don't think the age rule is necessarily the thing because, you know, with with Zach and stuff, I think that would have screwed someone like Zach, you know, to come over here, put in three, four years in Europe, and then come back here and put in a successful career. I just think that they should, and I and I understand that there's not necessarily room in the 450 class for them to move up sometimes. But I think it's stagnating our sport by them being stuck in the TD class, and they have to figure out a way to trans get them moved up, stop paying them so much god dang money in that class, and get them in the 450 class. Because I think it's we just talked about it. Where's who's the next guy that's going to take over the U.S. motocross? I mean, Coop, you know, Webb possibly on the cusp if he figures out where he was going last year. Eli's obviously the guy. Jace Anderson's right there if he just stays healthy. But I mean, Cole. Is good, Seeley. I think he's kind of where he's at. Um, it's maybe who knows? Is Savachi a 450 guy? I don't know. We'll ne- we may never see when he's gonna ride a 450. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at what they did with Davalos. He's now running third about, at nationals. He, about, who know? We would never see him because he's never got the opportunity. What about AC? Next one. Now that he's staying healthy, he figuring made, it out. He's got at least he grew. He's and, taller. Yeah. 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 Plessinger. We'll never know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Chicken was on 125 for what two years, three years. Went on 450 or 250. Bradshaw, Bradshaw's on one year. Larocca was on one year. Kudrowski one year, and they went out and had huge 250 careers and were our American heroes who went one shit. I wrote all about this, Danny, and got shouted down by guys like JT that there's too much money and too much prestige staying. Like, who wants? I agree. I liked what you wrote. I was 100 percent for it, and I read what other people said. And you know, everybody's got an opinion, but I think, I think until they realized. The third place, first place in a 2D Supercross should not have more value than fifth place in a But it does. Yes. Oh, no, it does. Yes. Completely does. I know. And, it should. and it's because they treat it the exact same. If you're a fan and you watch TV and you're like, and you're Monster, you're any sponsor, they're getting the exact same coverage. Yeah. So Which is it, what I wrote about. Exa- you wrote yeah. identical. What I, to me, to for me, much of you and I disagree, yes. I agreed on to that To me, 100%. for a rider, I won two 125 Supercross championships, and they really mean nothing to me. I would they elect- mean nothing to me. Yeah. I mean, Agreed. I got him, yeah. right. and in my head, it was, I'm glad I got that. I got it out of the way so I could get to where I wanted, which the 250 class, because yeah. that's what that was it. That, that was, was pinnacle. what I cared about. Not the now. 125 was even the 125 class. Yeah. The 125 class, I won, and it was like I wasn't happy about it. Yep. It was like I'm glad I can finally get to that where I want to be. Yep. Yeah. So uh, who wants to spend their life in a lower class Go ahead, as Jay. a writer? I, I, Go ahead, I think Jay. most people would agree. It's just that half a mil. That that's the problem, you know. Half a mil to win is is what is causing all of this. Yeah, for sure. It, that's where it, it move on, or the, the, the manufacturers they need to get together. No different than we talked about earlier off 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 the radio show about what these people are paying these amateur kids. It's just it's obnox, obnoxious to pay these people this amount of money. But again, when you're getting the same TV coverage as the 450 class. Why not keep a guy in there and keep your guy representing your brand? Because if you're a viewer, you're not seeing the difference necessarily. You know, I don't know how you fix it. You know, like Steve had suggested, maybe cutting the, the air time to duty class gets and stuff like that. And, and, and to make it even worse, Danny, they passed the rules where they give these guys national points. 
Four, yeah. 250 Supercross. So even yeah. they even get the benefit of having a mo- lower number. A lower that's number. Wrong. Yeah, so they're trying to make it equal without without making them race a full series. Yeah, and right. I don't want them to, to get rid of the East-West because then I think feel then I feel as though then they're, you're going to cut the rides in half, you're going to cut the jobs in half, it's and I don't want to lose that either. But Bogle and Mookie will tell you that winning those series was maybe the worst thing they did for their careers. Yeah, it was. And you I know? feel terrible for those guys because they're great riders. And look at Bogle killing it now. Mookie's kind of chosen his path by his chosen races he wants to race so i mean you kind of blame him at first but then you yeah. know you step in shit and you smell it on your shoe it's who's stepped in the shit but <laughs> wow jeez but um, yeah. i like mookie too but i'm just saying this yeah. is stuff that I, no, right. I, I think that just there's there's some things wrong with our sport right now and if it continues down the path i don't think it's going to get better i think it's going to get worse you know we're going to get our asses kicked by the euros more often mm-hmm. um they're going to sell less motorcycles and there's going to be less success because it's they're just we're not getting the upper guys up there fast right. enough. Uh, all right, uh, JT, we're we're gonna get you back on later on if you can. Uh, Jeff Ward's uh, on the line, so um, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, boys. All right, yeah. Thanks. That's FlyRacing.com's Jason Thomas, Fly Racing. Best gear out there, bro. Uh, Fly gear, best out there, bro. Uh, do you have a few more X brands? We'll try to get to them later if we can. No, that was it. Oh, that was it. Okay, yeah. X brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Chicken. Should be wearing X-Brand goggles and probably pick up one to two seconds a lap. I'll call Rich. I'll call there, Rich. No problem. And uh, Danny Stevenson should also be wearing uh, X-Brand goggles when he rides. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. And uh, let's get right into our next guest. This is a multi-time uh, Supercross and Motocross champion. 7-0 at the Motocross and Nations. Teammates to Danny Stevenson and Jeff Matasevich at one point or another. Jeff Ward. What's up, Wardy? How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? We're good. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate what's up, it. What's Wardy? Wardy. Hey, man. Hey, you guys made it. You guys made it. You're in Vegas, and you made it there. Hey, we actually made it to the show too. It's phenomenal, Wardy. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I, we we I figured one of them would not show. Yeah, that's that's a that was that's good odds there for betting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have bet against Chicken. I would. I had a better chance of betting McGregor. I think than we had this one. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Um, thank you for coming on. Last time we had you on, Wardy, was right before that race across America. And earlier tonight, we spoke to Mickey Diamond about his book and that experience a little bit. But let me. Let me ask you, how was it, man? Uh, talk about that situation, uh, the ups and the downs, and what did you think? And, and was it the hardest thing you've ever done, or, or what? Um, yeah, I don't know if it was the hardest. I mean, it was the longest. I mean, it was seven days of just constant, every four or five. Well, we started off doing longer shifts, which really hurt us because it was 118 degrees out there. Out there for, I was out there for like 10 hours one day, so I was just fried. Jeez. At that point... Yeah, you were just thinking, because I'd never done it, so I was just, if it's going to be like this every day, then, you know, now I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to die somewhere. So it was, like, a little scary at the beginning, but then once we got through the nights and a couple, and then to Colorado, it started uh, cooling off, and then it became pretty fun just besides the, you know, the sleep deprivation that you weren't getting and kind of traveling to your different shifts and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was, it was I wasn't prepared for it. You know, I mean, I trained hard for it, but. Really, I didn't know what I was getting into. So it was, um, it, it, the cycling I've been doing prepared me for it, but just maybe the pace that we wanted to set and I thought I could set didn't quite happen, but um, it was still pretty good. Um, yeah, I can imagine, man. It, it, it was there a favorite part of it as far as scenery wise? Favorite uh, part of the of the of the bike? Yeah, there was a couple of them. Colorado was super cool. I mean, we were up, well, we went right by the front of uh, Tomac's house. I mean, the little road he has, uh-huh. which is about. 12, 13 miles from the city in Cortez. And, you know, of course, we got hold of Kathy and John, and she came out with a giant ice chest of food and and cookies and, and 
brownies and stuff that we that we you know because we were trying to live off this uh the beginning with uh you know all the hydration drinks and the smooth you know and after day two that got thrown out the window it was like time to eat uh-huh. normal food again <laughs> so but yeah colorado like getting up a couple mornings where it was you know five and it was really cold because it went from you know 118 or 15 through the days and then all of a sudden you get up in colorado and take off in the morning and it's 42, you know, mm-hmm. 41 and yeah. you're throwing on everything you have and you're still kind of cold from the, you haven't really slept and, but this, the sun coming up and some of the scenery and the rides and seeing animals yeah. everywhere. And it was pretty cold. It was, it was hard to take in sometimes cause you were kind of just, you know, kind of focused and out of it a little bit. And, uh, yep. but there was times it was really good. It was great with the guys with, with David and, and mm-hmm. Doug and Mickey and, that was the best part of it. It was just us trying to, you know, motivate each other and act like we really weren't as bad as we were. And yep. hey, it was great out there. And it's pouring rain. Fun. Oh, <laughs> dude. Have a have a good time, guys. We, you know, then we go to bed for four hours or drive <laughs> to the next place and go back out again. Oh man, I can't even imagine. It must be just gnarly. Um, Wardy, uh, you saw what happened on the weekend. Jeffrey Herlings comes over, falls in the second in the or first lap, comes from dead last to yeah. first, wins the first moto. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, man? That's a, that's a, that's huge news in our sport right now. Um, no surprise. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the guy, those guys over there, and there's five guys like that over there, five or six. Mm-hmm. He doesn't win it. He doesn't dominate every weekend. No. I mean, Caroli. There's, uh, you know, the other guy. Gasser, uh, Geyser, Caroli. Caroli, awesome. Yeah. Carole, huh. I mean, uh, what's the name? Paulin. DeSalt, I think. DeSalt and the Suzuki, I think it is. Or Cowie. Cowie. Yep. Um, now. Yep. Um, yeah, so it was the same as, you know, when we did the motocross donations, you'd go over there and they ride that stuff every day, you know, the tracks, the outdoor stuff, and, and they just, they're on it. So for him to come over here, you know, and I just think, uh, you know, I'm sure he had more motivation than, you know, a few of the guys out there at the mm-hmm. last race. And, you know, you know, Tomac was kind of on this, this kind of riding pace for the last three races, really trying to, except for, you know, the one moto or two that, yep. Um, so he was in survival when this championship, your first one is hard you know, you don't want to blow it and you want it so bad. So, um, you know, they almost suckered him, him into it a little bit this weekend with, yeah. the, you know, him, him wanting to, you know, their plan almost worked cause he was there and he was like, I'm staying with this guy. And yeah. you know, he didn't need to, um, and he was probably in the back of his mind too, riding a little cautious and just not quite, you know, the Tomac of, you know, if you hadn't, uh, you know, so hopefully this weekend, you know, he's got nothing to lose, so he can just ride the you way know, Tomac rides. Yep. So, you're, um, so you weren't. When you ride, when, so you weren't surprised, though. You weren't really surprised with, with no, like, like it no, was. Yeah. No, and I think the track wasn't. Uh, I mean, I, I think the tracks suited their his style. I mean, he's they're so good in ruts, and then those KTM's too mm-hmm. just seem to get the power to the ground and corner speed, and uh, those guys can ride those type of tracks. So, no, no surprise, and. Uh, you know those guys are those guys are fast, but you know the whole season over here is different, and from start to finish, and when you have a lot more at uh, at stake, it's a little you ride a little different. I think I think too, Wardy. You know, at the the last race of the year, everybody's pretty much done. You know, I mean, yeah, they're yeah, done. Like I said, they're, yeah, done, they're so. all done, and he's got he has a whole new motivation. You yeah. know, he's coming there. It's like if you know you went over there, and their series is the last race, and. The, the championship you know, is still up for grabs, but um, there's stress on the line. So they don't ride. Some guys don't ride quite as good. And, and then you come in like, 
you know, I want to win. It's like a whole new, you're rejuvenated to show what you got. Mm-hmm. These guys have done it all year, so they're not really mm-hmm. in that mood of like, you know, they're just settling in and finishing the year out. But yeah. um, not, not to say that he couldn't do it. You know, he would be up there week in and week out yeah. from start to finish, um, just like you know a lot of guys, other guys in Europe are would be when they come over and they've come over and they've run up front. You know, so um, it's even more impressive that he only rode a day or so, and and uh, it's hard when you you know leave your you know country and fly mm-hmm. in the time zone. Oh yeah, yeah. We have we have that difficulty when we go over to the nations. You're only there a week. You get to ride one day or so. And, they just come off their championship and they're, you know, they're ready to go. And we've been off a month. And so it's, uh, it goes both ways, but yeah, he did, um, did an excellent job. Well, lots of talk about motocross the nations tonight on the show. Uh, and I don't want to talk more about the Tomac things. We've kind of beaten that to death, Rory, but I do want to get your opinion on this. Uh, you've, you've been there, you've 7-0 with Motocross the Nations, uh, which is a phenomenal record. And you, you went, uh, and repped USA tons of times. Now, Ryan Dungey, Ryan Villapoto, uh, Eli Tomac have all bowed out of this thing. Cooper Webb came on an interview in Racer X and said, I don't feel like going. And, and I get all that, and th- that's not really what I want to talk about. More the fact that that what's going on with this race, Wardy, where we're not sending the best team anymore, and the calendar, it's going later in the year than it used to be, you know, before it was mid-September uh, for the most part. Now it's it's next, next year it'll be the first week in October. This week it's the last year in September. Uh Regarding the the riders' decisions or not, what's fact is that these guys are not are not going. Do do you think Wardy, as someone that you know went seven times, should we? And I've been harping on this. Should Ustream look into moving this date to help out America a little bit in scheduling? Because I get these guys not going. Um, what do you think about all that? Yeah, it's difficult when you're done five six weeks before that race and you want time off and. You know, then uh, it's hard to get back into the mood of for a one one race deal. But um, I think I don't know if if uh, Giuseppe those guys did it that way to make it better for them. I mean, I know when we raced over there that everything seemed to be getting they changed from four guys throwing out one moto to uh-huh. all three classes riding to you know now we all run the same the same time with sixty four guys. Uh, they just kept throwing stuff at us, like how can we turn up the American domination, you know, to make it harder for them or better for us? And you know, we go to tracks where the tracks on Saturday were perfect, yeah. You know, and then you, you wake up uh, Sunday morning and you would have thought it rained ten inches. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're in a yeah. mud race, <laughs> crazy, um, crazy. So it's like there's another reason. You know, they ride the mud every week. We don't. So who knows? Maybe they did this to do their schedule. So they knew that we'd be done early and it made it harder on us. I have no idea, but, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's just changed a little bit. I mean, back when we first started, we'd never want it. And then it started going and it became a, you know, a streak going. And then it was just like, it was almost, it had a big following, you know, cause it was so new and then it kind of, we lost and then it kind of won a couple then lost. And then it just became, you know, it wasn't that big a deal Mm -hmm. anymore, I think. And, uh, or I don't know if it's to the fans or to, you know, maybe because it wasn't televised back then or something. And yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's just, when I, just a different era. You know, when I know I was racing, when you, you got caught, when I first got called up, it was, you know, it was crazy. I was excited. And, mm-hmm. and then it, it was probably the most stressful racing that I've ever done, you know, before, yep. even for championships, because even though if you lost, it's kind of yourself and the team. But then when you're over there, you got the other riders and you just, 
you know, the pressure's on not to make the mistake or be the guy that yeah. throws it away and, you know, stuff happens and you're just, you know, it's just panic mode. And so it was really cool to work with the riders and stuff like that. And then nowadays, I don't know, I think it's maybe, uh, everybody's so individual now and, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, that it's just, uh, they just don't really don't care. I don't know. Yeah. Of the 71, which one was, uh, which one was the gnarliest hardest that you remember that like you went in going like the last moto you had that you're like, Oh shit, man, I got to lay it down. Like what's, which, which um, one would that have been? I don't know. I mean, we had trouble in Finland when I got knocked out on Saturday for two or three minutes and wow, on the fight. And I was uh, throwing up all night and I was in Ricky's room and, you know, we didn't have, you know, we would have been done if I didn't ride cause we had no, we didn't have anybody to fill my spot that was there. Um, so I rode that day. I got second, the first moto. And then, um, the second moto, I said to the guy, you know, like, Hey, I'm throwing up like during the moto, after the moto, <laughs> can't hold anything down. I, I can't focus. I'm just, had, I had a major concussion and I'm like, you know, I'm done guys. I'm going to take off the gate, but you know, I'm just yeah. there for support. Well, like this is just our throwaway moto, hopefully or not. Yeah, yeah. This is hopefully my throwaway moto. Well, I went in the first turn and went down and, and I was just like, oh, shit, you know, I wasn't too worried. But then I got up, and David was down, and Johnson was down. <laughs> so so then, I, you know, right then, you just went into, holy crap. And then I just jumped up and started going, and David go, and then Ricky came by me, and his bike seized. So I'm like, you know, now I'm getting on the chalkboard. that I, Like, I'm the guy that needs to not, you know, You're, you're now the guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the last guy. Osho's out front or second or third. David, you know, he's going to blistering more pace than I am, and when Ricky passed me, I'm like, okay, go, buddy, go. Yeah. I'm like, you got this. I'm just going to hang here. And then all of a sudden, he's on the side of the track. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that was, you know, I think we won by a point. I don't know. Somebody's forks broke on another team, and, you know, somebody was able to get him. I don't know if it was me or Bailey or something on the last lap or two. And, you know, because the whole time I'm out there, they keep telling me I need to pass somebody. So you know you're not winning. Yeah, you know, when some when when they right. give you the okay, then yeah. you don't pass anybody. You just stay where you're at. Settle yeah. in. Were you, you on one twenty? You were on one twenty five that year, I think, right? No, I was on five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, this was eighty four. So they rode two fifties one week and five hundreds the next week. Oh, this is yeah. the yeah. trophy in yeah. motocross. Then. Yeah. yeah, trophy in motocross. Yeah, well, I, yeah, we had. I did that. Well, so then I went like nine times because the other two years. We were yeah, there, if you we count those, sure. Yep. 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 Yeah. So we went back over. Then the next week I rode in Sweden and I smoked both motos and lapped almost everybody the next week. Yeah. So on fire. a concussion must have uh, knocked something <laughs> loose for a weekend. Because <laughs> I could never ride like that again. So it must have. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, that was a that was a close one. Stanton had one where he pat he took somebody into the trees back and right. I remember that. That was yeah. a sand one. I Dirk think. Dirk Gerken, yeah. Dirk Gerkins yep. from Belgium just knocked him down in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my shock. My shock blew that that the second or third lap. So I was just pug was sticking around and trying to go, and they were telling him, you know you got to get this guy, this guy, you know, and next thing you know, he just took him off into the trees and came around and we won. So it was never easy. You know, it's not, it was never, it was a few times that, you know, we dominated, but shoot, those guys, they don't know how to, you know, they don't know how to moto over there. Oh yeah. They're for real. Always were. Uh, Wardy, we, we called Dogger earlier. He actually picked up. We couldn't believe it, but, um, (laughs) um, and now chickens here in studio. Uh, so Wardy, you're a factory Kawasaki. First, you got to watch after Dogger and try to keep him straight and narrow. Dogger departs the scene, and now Chicken comes in. Well, Wardy took me under his wing, so. I was a chaperone. I was a chaperone. Yeah. I should have paid, 
Roy Turner's like dollars like, an hour for babysitting. At the hotel. Roy Turner's like, please, Wardy, get chicken or dogger. In a 15-year span, yeah. you had to get chicken and dogger to the races. Get him to get him to the Greek. Nah, the chicken's defense. Chicken was good. Chicken compared to dogger. Okay, dogger. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's like I don't know if chicken we were on the same, but the one time like at uh, Pontiac, uh, so funny that. You know, Dogger wins the first night. You know, I don't know, I got second, third, whatever I got. We go back to the hotel. So, Dogger, you know, the next day, yeah. Sunday, we had a two day event. Yep. So, I'm going to bed, and then all of a sudden my door starts pounding, and I'm, and I'm like, what's that? You know, it's like three in the morning, and I open up, and it's Dogger, and he's all, dude, I, I ran out of because that's when they used to have all the, the, the stuff in the uh, fridges. Yeah. All the whiskey and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. My fridge is so he came in and just like put his arm in there and just scooped everything out into like a into like a pillow a, pill, a suitcase like a pillow case yeah and then just left you know and like oh my god you know and we get up in the morning and I'm just pounding on the door you know to get him out and so we get there we're late and and then uh, the guy goes out and wins the next night you know so and, and, and how did that make you feel because you knew how hard you yeah, worked it, was, it had to be just yeah. a kick in the balls man. Yeah, it's just like, what am I doing wrong here? I mean, I should hang with Ronnie. Well, <laughs> like, during during yeah. testing at the super, like, Supercross track, I was on 125, Wardy and Ronnie on the 250, and Wardy and Turner did lap time after lap time after lap time. And Dogger would be like four or five seconds off the Wardy's time. And then the last time Ronnie would go out, Ronnie would be like, okay, I'll go try and lay down a, <laughs> a, a lap, like a lap a second faster than Wardy. And Wardy would just be like, Ugh, like yeah. damn it! You're like, you know, yeah. damn but, then, but then I'd be like, let's okay, let's just do twenty then in a row. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Could do twenty. Yeah, um, he'd be all like, screw you, I'm out of here. He'd be like blazing. Wardy, I cleaned up my mini bar. Give me yours. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I love dog. Dogger was great. Oh. I mean, it was like there was just a time and era just where things were just I don't know, just different. And, and, uh, you know, everybody was serious, and the serious guys, you know, won more, and, yep. and you know, and maybe stayed healthier, and but there was nobody like Dogger that could he just, got away uh, with murder. Yeah, got away with murder, and just threw in races that you just couldn't believe that he could survive or do, and did it. <laughs> I don't know what it was going through his brain or how what worked or and, what uh, he was on, but it yeah. worked. So chicken, by comparison, chicken was pretty good then. Chicken kept his yeah. kept, kept it straight. Yeah. And, straight I, was, I was pretty serious. Um, yeah, he was. Chicken was serious. I mean, he had, but he had a good time, you know. But he put his riding in, and I tried to do both. Yeah, he tried to do both. Yeah, Wardy got. I mean, Wardy got chicken in the, with Spencer training with Spencer, yeah. pretty hard uh-huh. stuff, and he wouldn't put up with any shit. I mean, yeah. I know no, he'd show up at the house, and, and, and I trained a lot with Wardy, you know. Yep, and and that was always the, the base work was laid. I think that that, that was always tough because Wardy. I mean, even even now, yeah. I mean, you look on Instagram. Warder's post, or yeah, oh, Warder's yeah. posting all these things. Yeah. Like, I just wrote, I, I wrote miles up this hill for this many for this long, and I'm going, dude, stop! Why? Why? <laughs> but chicken motors yeah, motors down now a lot. Warder, chickens at the track a lot. I see Warder at the track. Yeah, yeah, I'm, but I'm just watching now. I don't ride anymore. I took I took Warder. <laughs> talk about getting old. At, at my private little sand track, I took Eli too. Yeah, yep. well, I took Warder and Troy Lee's kid. And, yeah, and we all went out there. So I'm with all the kids. Yeah, know? and uh, just, I had a great time with them. And I, but it's like, damn, I'm getting old. Like now, yeah. <laughs> now I'm riding with these guys' kids. Yeah. And right. but we had a good time. We motoed and um. And Danny, good. tell your your first win story. 
Yeah, I mean, that's always probably one of my fondest memories of racing. Uh, you know, in 88, 89, I was riding Cowies, and, you know, I uh, instead with Dogger, you know, I became friends with uh, Ronnie and, and Wardy, two of my idols as a kid, had them on my walls, and friends with Chicken. And, uh, and then in 90, I signed with Suzuki. And I win my first race at uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. and Wardy wins with one of the probably oh, the, the, that, that was the a fist big, bump, yeah, the fist bump, probably yeah. one of the best Suzuki races yeah. in history. Yep, yep. And the Suzuki guys are like, "All right, well, good job. We'll see you next week." Mm-hmm. Cowie guys, Turner, uh, Wardy, and Chicken are like, "Fuck that, dude. My We're parents, going out. We're taking you out. We're going to fucking <laughs> celebrate. You need to get yourself an ID." Because I'm 19. <laughs> I get Did we uh, like sheet of threes or yeah. something. I got Steve Tazenary's ID because he looked. He's 26. We baby. We almost looked the same. The idea yeah. was shocking. We got an ID. We went to, uh, I don't know, a gold club in Atlanta. No, no, he said, Wardy said the name. What was it, Wardy? It was Cheetah. 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 Three or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. One of them. We, the three of us, or four of us went. Me, Chicken, Wardy, Turner. Turner, all the mechanics, my parents. A bunch of people yeah. were there, man. And I'm like, with Cowie. You know I mean, like, Suzuki's yeah. like, good job. The Cowie guys, dude, you're coming with us. You used to be one of us. You're still one of us. Yeah, yeah. And it was awesome. I mean, uh, the guys, the strippers are up there on Cowie jackets and stuff. And uh, and that's back when you had big old lanyard, like, passes, credentials. Well, and, Turner's yeah. like, everybody strip no Kawasaki stuff. Everybody take Kawasaki stuff off. And then, you know, we had a big group of like 15 or something. Yeah. We all go in there. And then all of a sudden there's a girl up there dancing in a, in a cowie jacket. And we're like all looking at each other like, what the Uh-oh. hell? Because we got instructions yeah. not to do it. Right. And we're like, who gave her? Turner gave her. The, the one that told yeah, us the, no. The, the boss. The boss. Now he's giving, he's, he's giving jackets away. We're like, oh, God. Yeah. Well, he wanted favoritism on that night, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then also too, I bet you the uh, the Kawasaki Race of Champions. You guys had a good time with that too. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that. That no, that was not fun. Be another one, another race you had to do. That was, that was the Race of Champions. That was Wardy's worst. He drew. We put a big bullseye got, on his back. I don't think I. I don't think I ever finished the race. No, you couldn't get through the first turn. You really put a big bullseye on your back. Yeah, got KO'd in the first turn every time. Yep. Someone take him out in the first turn. I think I figured out. I think I just took off last. And then I just went to the front, like instead of like going to the first. <laughs> that, that shut up. Nobody shut up. That was a race, also where Denny made crash and got a, cover. Got yeah. something up yeah. his ass and flew by me in some whoops. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and there's that famous shot of him laid out face plant. Face plant. Face plant. That was that race. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Wardy, thank you for your time tonight. I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, and great uh, job no worries, on that bicycle man. race, yeah. man. Yeah, Wardy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Always appreciate keep, the time. Keep, keep training. You motivate me. You should, you should come next time. I, I'll, I'll drive the car or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is. We do need drivers. I'll be one. We all fall asleep. He'll keep, your, he'll keep your butt from being chafed. By the way, Wardy, uh, chicken, chicken got married last night. So oh, yeah. You want to write? Yeah, congrats. Again. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I had to sign the paperwork and everything, man. Sometimes. I, I, I did my best uh, to, to yeah. not. Sometimes you got to keep doing it to get it right. Yeah, yeah, you know, live and learn, right? You don't get it the first through fifth time. <laughs> but, yeah, I think this, cool. the sixth time is going to work. It's going to make it happen. Are you being serious with that? I'm the good luck charm, brother. Yeah, six times, six times. Really? You're being yeah. serious? For what? I said wow. it's not. The, that's the, I've heard. It, they've repeatedly said this. Yeah, they she, both. She keeps thinking I'm going to change this guy, and then. Okay. No. I think it's. I think it's a both. I think it goes both ways in that yeah. one. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, huh. I might be going on a limb on that one, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I can figure. I've got her figured out now. I've got him figured out now. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on the sixth time, chicken. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a quitter. I'm what, not a quitter. I thought. What's the sixth time? Is that is that is that poop or is that is that gold? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, 
Thanks, Morty. Appreciate it, man. And, right, uh, and we'll see you down the road. Morty, talk to you. Thanks. Later. All right, man. Have fun, guys. Oh, right. Thanks. Jeff Ward, everybody, the great Jeff Ward. Uh, He's a cool dude. Maybe awesome not guy. a gnarlier guy on the planet than Jeff no. Ward. Indy car awesome. racing, awesome. race across America, his mountain bike racing, all his motocross titles. I mean, seriously. Clutch. Clutch. Right? He's clutch. Yeah. It's, it means it's, when it needed to be pulled out, Wardy did it almost yeah, always. Yeah, no. <clears throat> it's unbelievable. All right, we're going to take a commercial break. If you stay on hold, we'll get to you when we come back. Second commercial break of the night here. Danny Stevenson, Chicken Matasevich in studio, and uh, plenty more uh, content coming up. We're going to run through some stories. Got a few more segments. Win Kern is coming up, the promoter of the uh, upcoming USGP. And, uh, and again, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. We'll be right back after this commercial message. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and fly racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Flyracing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. 
Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say... I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate... Blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting is always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows, they might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Sword of the day is Dogger. Dogger. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right 
steering for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 racing chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, 
Hubs, wheel building services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. Pivotworks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, Pivotworks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years in business, Pivotworks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And Pivotworks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to Pivotworks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride Pivotworks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, 
disabling or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica JPS Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mark Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, coming at you. 
Chicken Matasevich is in studio. Newly married. I'm changing my ways. <laughs> this this <laughs> time, I'll be this time it will I go stick. change. Couple things. First, people, uh, if you are in the northeast, uh, north southeast region, I should say, north southeast, Charlotte, Atlanta, Asheville, Columbia, Bridgestone area, come on out. Travelers Rest, South Carolina. Eddie Ray and Jessica Patterson uh, running the track. First race, Travelers Rest Motorsports Park this weekend. Practice this Friday, racing on Saturday. So, friend of the show, Eddie Ray, has got a track going on. Uh, thanks to BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, the Michelin Starcross 5 Guys, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels. Use W Wheels? Does John Anderson? Chicken? I figured that would be. I use whatever's free. Okay, then you don't use W for your wheels needs. You just have you just run stock wheels. If he sent me some, I would. Yeah. I would too. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> w USA. I would too. EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering on board with us, and Grandstone Boots all helping us out tonight, as well as the Honda World Downey guys. Fantastic uh, dealership in LA. Chicken, if you need a Honda, five freeway and six hundred five freeway mean over a thousand new Hondas in stock. Only thirty minutes from anywhere in LA. Go down there, see Steve. Mention Pulp MX Show to get a hell of a deal on a Honda. I'll be down there, Steve. Check them out, please. <laughs> also, too, Chicken, we are doing this promotion on the Pulp Show. The opener of Enduro Cross was last weekend, okay? Okay. In, in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so, August 19th, Vegas, come and gone. Reno, Denver, Everett, Washington, Phoenix, Boise, Ontario, California. We're going to give away some tickets uh, if we can uh, as well. And uh, more than $253,000 in pro and amateur. Continuously up for grabs. The 14th year of Enduro Cross, EnduroCross.com. So, Colton Haker, Cody Webb. 14th year? Yeah, 17th. Yeah, 14th year. Of Enduro Cross. So, chicken, here's the thing. I could be ready. What? <laughs> we, if you, if any motocrosser makes the main uh, at Enduro Cross in the pro class, they yeah. get they get a huge cash bonus. I'm good at taking people out. You well, need to get into the main, though. No, but you it's, you take everybody. It's roller derby there. I've, it's gnarly. I, I, I don't knock think everybody. I don't think you do. Do you have any interest in doing Enduro Is that Cross a challenge? for Pulp MX? It's a challenge. Okay, where's the next race? Uh, Reno. Reno. You did. Anyone closer to where I live? Ontario. Ontario. I'll be there. November 18th. What, is, what, what arena is that? Uh, there's a, where the hockey team plays. Ontario that Rain. One. Somewhere in Ontario. Not, there's uh, a hockey team? Yeah. yeah. You haven't heard of the Ontario hockey team? Uh, I may have missed that Rain, one. Wow. The, uh, so please check them out. Endurocross.com for tickets. Go there. It's real exciting. Real cool thing. And we're going to get chicken to race for Pulp MX. We already got Alex Ray in last week at the Endurocross in Vegas. Uh, Supercrosser Alex Did he Ray. race it? He did. He got in the main? He made the night show. Oh, uh, he could not make. Oh, the you gotta main make event. the main. You gotta make the main. I, I considered it when it first came out. When I was kind of still riding a little bit in uh-huh. two thousand, whatever it was, seven or whatever uh-huh. they started. I mean, fourteen okay. years been going. And then the more I started watching it, and good, like Rhino got in there, some pretty good moto guys. Oh, it's and, tough. And it's they tough. were not doing well. And then all of a sudden, the guy was killing on the tar- trials bike, and they're pretty. It's, it's pretty gnarly. I like watching it. It's pretty entertaining. It's good racing. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Too. So I like tight, the tight racing confines. Are you gonna race it for Pulp Max Chicken? We can get you a bike. We can probably get you set up. I got a bike. What kind of bikes are they racing? Just normal motocross a bikes? Of, yeah, a lot of guys run 250Fs. A 250F? A lot of guys do, yeah, because it's really tight. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll do it. I don't care. I'll do it. You going to be my mechanic? I can make it happen. If we do that, I think I have a chance. I think so. We've had great success together. If we, I'll do it. If Danny, if Danny, yep. Yep, I did. I, I put pit board you to victory in Mammoth that year. Did you win? Yep. You're damn right. 
I had my what year was that? In ninety, my navicular was broke right after that. It was mammoth, uh-huh. and uh, so I went up there with my wrists wrapped up, and uh, we played beach volleyball. We rode the mountain bikes, which I still don't know how I did that because yeah. I probably would have hurt. But and I and we won, in. and we won. Yeah, yep. Kick and I've been up there like four years prior on work spikes. See, I am a good luck charm. Obviously. I never did anything and got my ass handed to right. me. Right, we went up in a pickup. We went up with a pickup, a practice bike that was beat to all hell. We dropped it off bikes. at the Team Green van and said, we'll be back tomorrow. Debo wrenching. I held a pit board. Right. held a pit board. Yeah. Uh, cheered him to victory. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Race Tech suspension. You ever use Race Tech? Paul Feet. Yeah. Love that guy. You ever use Race Tech, though? No, but I like that guy. Okay, fantastic. Cody guy. Gilmore uses Race Tech. Yes, Cody Gilmore does. uses it and works there. And, uh, the, he works there? He, he does. He, 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 he works there when he's out in California, and uh, he's learned how to do the suspension. He is an expert. Uh, Race Tech has been an innovator. Cody Gilmore is. Yes. You'd never know. It an innovator in motorcycle suspension technology since 1984. They break through the limitations of OEM designs. Racetech's got the gold valves as well. World famous. Uh, discover why more top privateers trust Racetech and mention Pulpamex to get a listener discount on uh, folks at Racetech. Uh, and also to Technical Edge Suspension Seminars, October 21st to 27th. In Corona, California, if you're looking to learn about tuning suspension to add a new service to your motorcycle business, better tune your own bike. Go see Paul. Or launch a career in the motorcycle industry. No one has educated more top-level suspension tuners than Paul Feed. Go see Paul. Go see Paul. Be like chicken. Go see Paul. All right, here's the emails of the week. Uh, John sent this in, although I bet you his name could have been Denny. Are you ready for this? Denny? That's you. Okay, Biff. John said, Webb used to not give a shit. He would win with a broken wrist. He would get on a 450 and beat the best in the world at the MXDN. He won in Japan. He wouldn't make excuses. He just won. Fast forward now after the Supercross season, being teammates with Reed, learning how to blame the bike, make excuses, blame this, blame that, have a shitty attitude. His attitude has changed. I blame Chad Reed. Can't blame Chad Reed. I am a manager in my profession, and I have guys occasionally who are like this. I've seen it happen. One bad attitude contaminates the good guys. It's a bummer because the old web would have done anything possible to run with hurlings or crash trying. Sad day for America, our guys watching that guy ride from last to first. From John. Nice email, John. I, I like Danny, I like Danny, a hater. I'm not a hater, blah, man. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I think, yeah. Well, I don't know how to get to play about Chad Reed, but. All right. Um, question for the show from Ken. If Eli doesn't come out at the WW Ranch and lay down a good old American butt whooping, can we officially say the MXGP series is now the pinnacle of the sport in motocross? Given the evidence at hand, like RV, the GPs, the recent MXDN results are now hurlings. It's very hard to defend Moto as a premier series. Thanks, and keep up the good work. I think they're putting too much, right? Giving too much credit. I just said What's too much credit. A hurling, hurlings, hurlings. Um, I mean, I mean, you got to give them credit. Yeah, but, but a lot to the level where everybody thinks on oh, an off weekend nah. he comes to here and chills, like and decides, oh, you know what? I'm going to race the national. Like it's, you know, I remember we all would go, oh man, we're in town. Uh, let's go race this local race, and you know. Risk getting beat by a local kid or something, but normally, Erling's going to race a national on a bike that he's rode twice. But again, I go back day. to the USGP results last year where Tomac just went one 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 one. You know, a year ago, you're only as good as your last race. Okay. It's motocross. Tomac's going to use him like toilet paper, dude, to wipe his ass. Oh boy, bold. Ooh, that is bold. bold. Well, bold he did ride bold. with Jeff, so let's just you know get that out. That could I'll be just, the difference. I'll just put it out there. That's the truth. I I, I have no idea what's going to happen. I would Eli, love to, I would love to see Eli, Eli, and Eli's fully capable. As we spoke with Jason. JT, that you know he could lay down the fast lap and win a moto and then 
him get 10th in the second with, one. I'm with Chicken. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. Calm down. The GPs like, are Like, Hurling's rode his balls off. Great I, yeah, job. Yeah, you can't take nothing away no, from the guy. Job. Right. But you, you, a little premature. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, next question here is from uh, Curtis. Salutations, Mr. Mathis. I'm an avid reader and listener of your media content. I uh, I appreciate the Pulpomex audio bod- broadcast. Um, recently, on the Pulpomex show, you have been attempting to uh, to convince Supercross and Motocross riders to participate in the lively form of dirt bike racing called Endurocross. Yes, I have. I just did it 30 seconds ago with Chicken. In attempts to persuade riders to participate in Endurocross, I believe you would be more compelling if you partaken at the joys of Endurocross racing yourself. So with that being said, I extend to you, Math, as an invitation to join me in Reno or Boise Endurocross Vet Class. This is an offer from one portly gentleman to another. I will provide dirt bikes for both of you and I to ride. I will bring them in the back of my Honda Ridgeline. I will supply water and sustenance for our joint day of Endurocross riding. I will even procure your coffee for you. I realize that Reno is race less than a month away, but you won four Manitoba titles. I, I won four <laughs> Manitoba titles, chicken. What's that? Where I used to live in Canada. I got four titles. You rode a motorcycle? Yeah. I really don't care. I missed the I fifth. I thought you worked on them. And, the, and then I worked on them. You had to start them. somewhere, buddy. Yep. And he then, was laying down the law in Manitoba. And then I missed the fifth by two points. A fifth title. So it's pretty wow. much five yeah. and seven eights that he won. You're Canadian? Yep. Did, so welcome. He's yeah. on it, eh? Yeah. yeah. On it, eh? That's why he doesn't did understand ever, the motocross the nation, the passion of Americans. Did you ever race in Canada? Was that Irish? Once. I went once. Where'd you go? I don't know. You don't know where you went? I, I don't know. It was like a farm field thing. Oh, you went to Walton. Yeah. yeah. You uh, it was Walton. actually a really good track. Yeah, you went to Walton one year. I remember. Really, did you race really it? Good. I, I, race it. Yeah, I was it. an outdoor weather nationals. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was it. awesome. How did you do? Was, uh, I, won the, yeah. I won the 250s, but the 125, I had a stock 125, and I got like second or third. You I ran just, both I, classes? I didn't in? have no power. That's impressive. But uh, the track was awesome. Yeah. Cowie. So Curtis wants me to go to Enduro Cross. Um, I just want to warn you, I got an email like that one time, and I ended up in Seattle. I can't <laughs> Just saying. Are we ever going to do Rent a Denny again? Uh, you should. I, I'm trying to get one to get a redemption weekend in Seattle. Now it's back on the schedule and can, stuff. Can we rent a chicken? And I think Buell would be down with it. I just uh, I think I don't I've know seen, if you want to be down with Buell anymore, though. He, uh, you know, I, they're crazy. I don't know. I That's, love those guys. All I know is no, Denny. I love Buell, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've, he's now in Utah. I just got a sticker from him. He sent me a sticker. The, I, like, was in Se- I was in Seattle, and I heard Denny was there all weekend, but I never saw him, never saw him. We and, saw you the first night. But after that, I didn't see you, and then, where's oh, yeah. Denny, where's Denny? And then I was walking, like, down a street. Oh, my God, after the, the Supercross, middle, I'm walking out of the hotel In the middle lobby. of, like, a f- six-lane big road. Yeah. Denny's in the middle, screaming at himself, I think. No, I'm yelling at you. You didn't even know I was coming yet. And I'm like, that's Denny up there all by himself, like a crazy homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> And it, 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 yeah, that's I remember that's so random. Yeah, we did. We ran to each other in the street. Wow. The rumors that I was had been in, uh, in jail and everything was pretty funny. Like, did he get arrested? I remember there was a big horse head or something in the room. I was Moser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we rode the rubber hel- uh, yeah, unicorn. Yeah. Unicorn was, helmet. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard my plan, Chicken, to make some money on the side here? No. How is that? Um, this, this guy. Gay kinda, porn? Denny's your man. Jesus. He shot this that? idea down. But, okay. So, there's a lot of. <laughs> you know what? Let's get this guy on. Nash, you there? Gentlemen. Nash is super fan of our show. Okay. okay. So, Nash. Yes. Explain my idea of the 90s moto tour. Oh, yeah. And, and, tell, and tell how you would, whatever you would, you would pay a crazy amount of money. If we could get Denny and Chicken to do this tour, correct? Well, it, it consists of this. Steve would get a limousine bus, and Chicken and Denny, P, 
King and uh, uh, definitely Factory Phil. Definitely Phil. Yeah, yeah. Would tour all the the memory lane areas of 90s motocross where you guys lived, partied, uh, filmed uh, assorted videos. Not what Chicken filmed no, earlier in the No, show. not those videos. <laughs> we could go by that house. Videos. That house is still there, I'm well, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, we, let's go to the house. Well, they did a Purple Rain. They sent the bike yeah, off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we, we're yeah. going to go to Club Rubber, where it used to be. It's a win. It's, it's, it's kind of like one of those New York City tours. You know, yeah. we should get the double-decker bus, uh-huh. really, I think, with that. And, 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 and just, this, this asshole doesn't think it would work. It wasn't me. It was Pingree, I think. Pingree's the one who shot it down. But you also oh, shot Pingree. it. I honestly don't know where most of these things are. <laughs> <laughs> we go to all the filming. We go to the Canyon, Bean Canyon. Big, yeah. We go to Club Rubber. Uh-huh. We go to your old house uh-huh. where the Harley was launched off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe wh- whose house was the backyard XR? Uh, Frozen Riverside. Okay, we go to yeah. Frozen yeah. Place. Uh, Van Buren. And, and what do we do? You were uh, not around. No, what around do we do on the bus, though? Oh, we explained this. What's going on? They're like sightseeing tours. Oh, like, a tour. Like, hey, there we are. Look to the right. There's the Anaheim Hills house. people are going to pay to go on this tour? Yeah, they're like, oh, my God. Sure. Is that the house? And they'll get out. They'll roam around. I, and I we'll show them where the bike went Chicken. off and stuff. I don't know if that'll work. I just said, I pretty much said the same thing. Huh? <laughs> he did. <Wow. laughs> he did. You guys have lived lives that only mere mortals can even dream about. That's the reality of 90s motocross. That's the hook. Been lucky, so yeah. Yeah. But to live, to be able to drive down memory lane and maybe you know have a couple of beers and hear the stories, it's definitely a win. You do it at Anaheim one, you're packing the bus. You film yep. it, you make yep. a Racer X video. Yep, it's there. Yep, and we just do it. We just do a tour, and then like, and maybe there's places where like you know you got in a fist fight with a rider at some bar. We'll go there. I, well, mean, I did see. Of- I did see the mount. I, I stopped after San Diego the year you taken me. It flew me out. Uh, Yep. Last year, I think it was, or whatever. And I drove up to Carlsbad to the little Carlsbad reunion yeah. that they had. It was there all the go. Carlsbad there guys, you. so they talked about it. So I did see the enthusiasm and the crowd uh, enjoyment of that and, event. And we'll go to the Cali so Supercross track. If we took them, uh-huh. that same type of enthusiasm there, there and put them in 90s a, there people. There was a fist fight, but Denny got locked himself yes. in the car. Where? It didn't get to, it didn't get to participate it. in it. <laughs> no, that was Billy Feltz, I think, and Budman and those guys. No, that was... Budman. Bud, Denny, get Budman on the bus. In uh, your Belinda, me chatting you. And you got locked in yourself in the car. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. But you got Chad was gnarly, dude. I'm like, what is going on? This is gnarly. They're gonna fight these guys. It's and Denny, we're like. I didn't go in the Denny, car. I think I, just, I didn't get out of the car. You didn't get out of the car. You guys got out of the problem, car. I think Denny. I was just like going, holy fuck. Um, I'm not so this is what we're going to do, Chicken, and we're going to drive around. We're going to have a little microphone. You guys will be at the front of the bus. Oh, I we have Steve. to host. Well, I'll drive and host, but you, oh. we'll ask you questions, and then we pull up. But it's so spread out over Southern California, it could, yeah. it could take days. We'll go to PC. We'll go to Troy Lee. Don't mm-hmm. Troy Lee when it used to be at the airport hangar. Yep, yep. Yep. Listen, you, you, get, you get Moser in on this, Blazer, myself, I think that, I think Moser's peaked. What do we charge for this blazer? Uh, it's easily a, a five hundred dollar buy-in. I mean, come on. I'm thinking a thousand. It'd have to be that, yeah. A thousand bucks. All right, it's there <laughs> for eight hours or ten hours of driving around LA. <laughs> Ninety percent will be stuck in traffic. It's really not that. Ninety percent will be stuck in traffic. Actually, mileage wise is not that many miles. Right. right. It's just the traffic. Yeah. Yeah. You're literally just, you're doing about a five mile circumference. It'll take about eight but hours. But if you're in a limo bus thing, um, it kind of circles around the worst traffic area. Besides Club Rubber, what was the favorite strip club? We'll go there too. You know, I, I never went to strip club. Um, you know, I went to a couple. Oh my god! The year that uh, hold on, chicken. I didn't go to strip not club. I'm not a big fan. I, I don't. You hear that? I don't believe in paying women. Okay. I lie. Okay. All right. That shit's for free. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. No, we like, didn't really. That's uh, the kind of stuff that we need on this tour. See, uh, that needs to be at his training camps as well. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. But, uh, can we go to the Secret Soundtrack check-in? Not a secret. I, no, because then it won't be a secret, secret anymore. Come can't, on. Go, can't go there. But the people on the bus. Steve, Steve, Steve even asked me where it was. I wouldn't I even tell him the location. He, he wouldn't even tell me. I'm, I'm, Come on. Uh, yeah, that's, no. Steve, that's like asking where the end of the rainbow is. That's Come secret. On. Secret means secret. Yeah, there was a strip club in Southern California. I remember I went to in 92 was when Fro went to race the nations. He, oh won, he had won the title. So I flew to California to celebrate with him. And then he had to leave to go to the nations. And mm. so I and Budman had to go race in like Spain. So I'm like, oh, I'm just mm. out there chilling. Budman gave me his truck. So I went down and hung with Brian Manley oh, yeah. for the weekend. Yep. And he had a bunch of girls that danced at his club down in I think Newport or Huntington maybe. And Brian had, Manley's on Instagram, by the way. I'm following him, I yep. think. Okay. And so and he could he had lost his ID. Mm. And so he used a high flyer card to get in the door. Love it. That was his ID. That's a legend. Move. I mean, do you think I that's made this card? Motor, huh? That's me, and this is my birthday, right on that card. And that's how we got uh, in. Yeah. Chicken uh, Nash is on the phone. He's from Jersey. He's out yeah. east. Loves Factory Phil Lawrence. Yeah. What's your yeah. fit? What's your Give best Factory Phil story? Uh, Thank you, Steve. He's a Thank good you, guy. Steve. Um, you know, I could say my favorite story, but I without Phil's consent. Okay, I, I you have one that would work for family yeah. atmosphere. Look, Little PG. Give me a PG, Phil, story. Uh, <laughs> no, Phil's consent. Good God, where the, could that go? It's not really that many. Oh my not gosh. that really many, unless, yeah. Unless you're, and you guys hung out quite a bit, I think, when he rode for Suzuki that year, we too, did, right? We did. We did yeah. hang out a bit there, yeah. More, um, that's powerhouse Phil stories right there. That's Chicken and Phil. I don't know. He's, I, a good, I, yeah. he's a good, mellow, married man now. Yeah. Yep. He's a good guy. Phil's a good guy. Can't really throw Phil under the bus of, of that yeah. type of ness because he doesn't really – he lives a different lifestyle, and, which is good. So, And Phil has been on his show a bunch of times and yeah. will never elaborate, really. No. Just gives no. a lot of his hearty chuckle and, oh, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so funny, dude. There it is. <laughs> I mean, Denny, he was on – That's all he best says. Team ever. In he, history of motocross. He, yeah, G'd up. And he, uh, he, we were trying to tell stories, and uh, he was just, oh, you guys. Oh, <laughs> you guys. Oh, yeah. That was a, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, last thing, chicken. I was at a zoo uh, on uh, vacation with my family. Yeah. They had a snow leopard, and I saw it, and I said, that's a wonderful animal. Now I understand completely why you want a snow leopard. You want to be out. my buddy? Steal it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you can hook you chicken, up with I'm Phil. I'm six years old. I cannot steal a snow leopard. <laughs> sure you can. <laughs> How bad do you want to go uh, on that tour? <laughs> Uh, you get a, is a snow leopard. You get everyone. a free entrance to the tour if you steal a snow leopard. <laughs> I will make that Denny, shit happen. Oh, man. Denny, I was at Raceway Park this Wednesday riding just for kicks on the practice track, and I literally did think of you in that section where you faced is that section? I literally did. Is that section still there? I mean, yeah, like the, you can see if you index the photo, if you see that infamous that photo. Is that track still there? Yeah. yeah. Still Does it still have the staircase and everything there? Yeah, that real, was that yeah, was a burly, fun but burly track. I'd say, but it's not as it's not as loamy as it used to be, right? Because I don't I don't think they have as much sawdust and everything in the ground now. It's a little bit more uh, hard packed. God, the dirt is really good. It was, it was really good. It was an really awesome big track. I rode there. Uh, they had like a ride day after Southwick one year, and Lou Lo, mm-hmm. Lopez and I went there and rode, and it was it was awesome. It, it's a great facility. It's a great track, man. Yeah, For real, no lie. And yeah, that, that, that section, track. man, I tried. God, I thought I had chicken. Yeah, I thought was, I had him. Danny, passed. Danny, you. I'd up shit. There was like a section that we rode at home all the time, Sandy. I'm like, these whoops, sand whoops, they're sawdust mm-hmm. whoops, then. They're rollers. I'm like, man, I got this section. I'm just, but I can fucking blitz these Danny, things Danny like Danny tracked things. me down. I was out front, oh. and Danny tr- full I'm, on tracked I, me I, down. And I, we discussed earlier, and on this, uh, the, the uh, race cast we did, 
you know, I'd never been able to beat Jeff. Like he's Classic one of my commentary coming up, Nash. Yep. And one of, the, one of the races, you know, one of my longtime friends, I could never beat. Like I, I beaten Fro, I beaten Budman, Chicken. I could never beat him. And this race, I was tracking him down. Like I'm, like I'm bonsai and pass these whoops. I'm gonna blow his mind. Maybe flip him off when I go by. And he was going fast enough to do that too. And, Until his little and I dropped the wheel. And uh, Tom Vitti has a six photo sequence that end up making mm-hmm. psych, uh, the cover of Crash and Burn. And it's like the it's the herpes photo of motocross. It won't go away because everybody posts on Instagram thing and they're so funny. You know, not knowing who. If it, it's me and everybody gets comments and then I get tagged in it later and I'm like, oh, it's back. It's so hey, funny. Look, it's, it's, yeah. Hey, hey, chicken. Yo. Did you guys really how how bad did you guys go out the night before race of champions? There's always this folklore. Steve touched on it earlier. Did they? You mean you guys would go to the village and get tore up? No, am I? They wrong? Go to scores. No, they took us to a. Freaking I thought you went to play. scores one year. No, they took us to a play. I thought you what? went to scores. I'd heard scores. I think. No, after I when they I took went... us to a, some play and they were on roller skates or some shit. Oh come on! Swear to God, you never went to that's scores how after. I've never before. been to scores ever. Danny, uh, did, tell me you did something exciting. I know Chicken did. I didn't at race at, at that race because I was. I got, was off Cowies in 89 when I was like 18, so I wasn't really going. Yeah, well, how we were, we weren't even old enough to get in this. We wouldn't club. have been. Well, you were on Cowies later, longer, though. But so. I only went once that year you Oh, that was the only year you yeah. went? Oh, but Wardy had been there a few I'd times. I only go there it, once. Were you always injured or something? I don't know. Wardy, Wardy, before, they went like every year before me yeah, for yeah. a couple. Dogger then, had gone. Then yeah. that year, and then what happened, I think, because Wardy kept getting run over yeah. the first turn. They were like, screw this. So then Cowie finally said, you know what? We're, 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 we're going to subject our riders Let's stop. And Barry Carson keeps beating the riders. I saw Rhino flip out and grab the microphone and say, you guys are a bunch of faggots. All you want to do is clean us out in the first turn. And then that was it. That sounds like Rhino. That sounds like Rhino. That was Rhino. Um, Yeah, he was pissed. All right, Nash. Hey, did you listen to the Pulp MX Superfan Roundtable show? No, I didn't. I've been neck deep, but I gladly will. Okay, please take a listen. It probably won't surpass the one that me and Blazer did earlier, but it's just me. Probably not. Thanks, Nash. JT's still laughing. JT's still laying in the back of your truck. Yes, he is. Yes, absolutely. Hey, Chicken, I'm pumped you guys made it in. I speak for all the 90s super fans when I say I'm pumped you guys made it in. Pleasure talking to you, bro. I didn't think it was going to happen. Let's hang out. Steal steal that snow leopard. Let's hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Go get it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Nash. Nash. Appreciate it. All right, bud. All right, next up is uh, let's get to our next call here. It is uh, Aaron. What's up, Aaron? What's happening? Uh, just a great show. Um, just want to give a shout out to the chicken. I used to uh, be a privateer that would try to stay up with him uh, back oh. in the day. Aaron Martin, and uh, probably don't remember me, but I just remember a couple times going into corners trying to keep that pace you had, and that scared the shit out of me. So <laughs> I remember looking up, this, you know, great show, the late 80s and 90s. Thanks, you know, man. It was a great time. I could right be on. part of it. Awesome, right on, man. Yeah, no, thanks for listening, man. It's been fun having all these guys in and having, you know, uh, a Dogger call in and Wardy and Diamond. Oh, no. yeah. Shout out to the Dogger. You yeah. know, I mean, the poor guy didn't know he broke his femur. Shoot, man. But, but you know, much love to him right now and Ward and the Diamond. I mean, what a great show tonight. Um, just, like I said, super fan. Just, you know, want to give give thanks for you all guys right, making it in tonight. Thanks for calling in, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. You betcha. Keep, right. it, keep it on two wheels. Thanks. Aaron Martin, everybody. Privateer. Right on. Uh, next up, Darkside. What's up, Darkside? How are you? Doing good, man. So I'm changing the subject a little bit here, I guess. But uh, with the state of the sport right now, and after Watson was in last week, I started wondering what can be done to make to help this sport grow with getting more sponsors. 
but will that ever happen if Feld won't let other sponsors in like Dodge and actually set up and do what they need to do to bring in the money? Uh, no, I don't think they're going to. Yeah, I don't think they're they're really going to, man. I think, they, you I think know? What, to make this sport grow, they have to make the purse bigger. I think that's what's killing the sport because you, you can't advertise, watch someone win $15,000. That doesn't mm-hmm. show much interest when on Channel 2 someone's making, you know, a yeah. half a million a golf, dollar putt, or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that's what's hurting the sport is, is you can't advertise you know, yeah, but you, know, you have a team like RCH that folds because they could get sponsors, but then they come to the race and they can't they can't set up. You know, it seems like Feld ought to say, okay, Toyota is the primary sponsor; they get this, this this area to set up. But Dodge can have this area that's smaller, you know, but still be there. It is that what happened like to, to RCH? They wouldn't let the, Dodge come in, uh, Steve. Is that, uh, yeah. No, the, Dodge was allowed to come in. You're just not allowed to. Toyota is the official truck of of Supercross. Yeah, I, and I they just pay tweeted to be that. There. I just tweeted that out. I said I just tweeted. Anyone got one of these laying around for chicken? And it's a it's a snow leopard photo. There so you go. Should oh. should be one in the I, mail I think, real I soon. Think the drive is very intense now. You should be getting one in the mail anytime. <laughs> I'll, I'll even go pick it up. Yeah, well, a big box comes yeah. in. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, who knows? Yeah, I mean, why why is that, Steve? Uh, they just have these exclusive contracts with the sponsors, and it, it does suck for the teams. You know, a bunch of teams had camera money. They couldn't put them on their helmets because GoPro was the official camera of Supercross and Motocross. Well, so you're, you're, you know, I think it's fine to take money from sponsors because Feld's in to make a profit just sure. like we all are. But to prevent the other teams from bringing in sponsors. You're cutting off the nose by You're face. cutting yeah. off. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a terrible deal for these teams. And I don't know why the teams and owners don't get together and tell Feld, fuck off. We, we are going to collect this money. You're going to help us. We're not exactly thriving over here. Right. But it continues to happen. I like some of the guys that failed. They work hard, but it's a terrible thing to see teams like uh, Ricky Carmichael and Kerry Hart, who cannot feel the team. Jeremy Graff couldn't feel the team. Chad Reed couldn't feel the team. Now, it's not all Feld's fault. Um, you know, in society, we point to – we always want to blame somebody this, now in yeah, 2017. He's got to point a finger somewhere. So it's not all Feld's fault <clears throat> that this thing's happening, but it's, it, they need to loosen up. They need to loosen they up, man. They need to make yeah. every opportunity. And they do. I mean, obviously, the pit parties are fantastic. The the presence, the professionalism is, is great. Uh, as a fan of me going to a race yeah. and witnessing it, the TV package, I think, is better than, obviously, better than it's ever been. But let the teams. But they got to thrive, man. Let the teams yeah. get and collect I, their I, money, man. And I'd heard when Chad was saying, you know, with, uh, I think he had said, commented some stuff when Discount Tire, yep. that they were trying to backdoor it and say, you know, oh, well, I sponsor them. You could get on the whole team or yep. the whole series deal. Ed. Yeah, that seems really. Just, uh, yeah, just uh, doesn't that's seem, wrong. Just, yeah, I mean, doesn't make sense because, like, don't you want to build your series by exactly. making teams? Thrive? A rising tide raises all ships, you yeah. know what I mean? And I don't understand why these guys do this, but you know what? None of the riders and none of the teams get together, so screw them, fuck them. They're gonna get what they deserve. I've been saying it forever on this show. Organize, uh, get into a group, don't. Protest! Don't start a union. Don't you know? Don't yeah, pick it. Get on the same page. Go get on the same page. Go to Feld and say, "Hey, we need some help." The lose Reedy's what he everything he had done was disheartening. You're like, "Wow, that's gnarly." Yeah. It's what money he had put in. The corporate money had come in. Yeah. And then who knows what happened inside and out? But he did everything he could to make it happen. And then to see what Kerry had done from the ground up, man, and with Watson, and then later with Ricky. Yeah, was Felch, awesome. Felch I mean, they, 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 control they, and they could not have a better with. 
Carrie's uh, name and his backing with his wife, obviously, and, and Ricky's name and the stuff that Aspen could do as marketing. I mean, they were bringing shit in and, for, and to have a, go from what they did to Roxton winning, winning races, yeah. and then to have to shut the doors. If they had to shut their doors, that is pretty scary and a little worrisome. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. So that's and, why they had to shut their doors because of that. They, had no, they couldn't get sponsorship because the people that would sponsor them, Jimmy John's was in uh-huh. and Saquon yeah. and Dodge, they didn't see the value in our sport. They didn't see enough activation of what they could do and they for were, their money. And they were killing it, I think. They did a great job. At, they, I think they did everything they could yeah. right within their yeah. powers. You think the yeah. team did? I think they yeah. did. It. You know, yeah. They had two semis, one just for activation that Kenny worked at, yep. Iran. Your buddy? Kenny he is my buddy. I, I like Kenny. I, I like love Kenny. But yeah, I mean, so I think they were doing everything right to up to the limits that they could, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dark side, yeah. do you have fun doing the round table? Man, I loved it. I, I don't know what the response has been, but yeah, we I think it was really good. Well thank you for doing that. Thanks for the time on that. What appreciate was the round table? I, I appreciate you inviting me to pizza. do it. All right. Thanks, man. Round appreciate it. Pizza. I like Thanks. it. Uh let's get to Luke. He talked about the round table. Luke, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, how you going, boys? Good. Thanks for yeah. calling in. What's happening? Yeah, I listened to the rant. I was the best one so far, without a doubt. Well, there you go, Marks. The best one so but, far. But I'll I take wouldn't it. take uh, any gospel from Hobo Nick. I reckon he's trying to set you up. What? What's he, Hobo Nick? Oh, Hobo Nick. Goes, oh, okay. Yeah, he goes. I don't. I don't like Kenny Watson, and he goes. He reckons that he doesn't like Keith. Or Keith gets into too much detail, and uh-huh. doesn't like the dark. I reckon. You're taking too many ratings away from, from his own show, mate. He's full of shit. Oh, okay. So that is, I see, yeah. So I got ulterior motive. Yeah. Marks, what do you think? Yes. Yeah. Marks. There might be something to that. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. We'll have Hobo to. Snick, yeah. Hobo Nick being sneaky. We're going to have. We're, we're yep. gonna text him and find out. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it was good. I, I thank Hobo Nick and Ryan and uh, Darkside and Travis for doing it. I think it's available for download now on our on our feed. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, it was fun to do, and hopefully we'll do some more. Um, I like listening to it for feedback, you know, about the show and how it's going and everything else. So. Yeah, it was interesting. Can I just say one more thing? Uh, sure. I got a well. I got a buddy. Uh, Ezra's his name. He listens to your show every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to a race on Sunday, and he was pretty bold because he had no numbers, and he put the number seven on. And I said, "Dude, the number seven hasn't finished the race in a long time." Yep. And he ends up cartwheeling, breaks his back in five places. Oh, not good. Not good. He put so the seven on, good. and he cartwheeled. <laughs> yep. I'm looking at standing yep. seven right here. Yeah. What's his, yeah, who's this sorry. guy? Where's he from? Australia. Ah, uh, it's that. Yeah. yeah. Ezra Blizzard, his name is. So shout out to Ezra. Kyle. Yeah. yeah, get well soon, Ezra. Dig off that seven, bro. Not didn't work out. Yeah. Nah, seven's got to go on the bin. Uh, also, bin. man, thank you. Appreciate the listens. Thank Th- thanks for the call. Cheers. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for Australia. Down from Australia. Did so. he call from Australia just now? Yeah. yeah. I've raced in Cannes. Uh, in Townsville. Yeah, this is a show, worldwide show, bro. Goes goes everywhere. Wow, I guess it is the World Wide Web. Worldwide. It makes uh, sense. Grandstone boots, a new take on a classic leather shoe. Chicken. Uh, I got well, a pair on. He's still wearing Doc Martens. Fuck yeah. Oh, shiny, bro. Patent leather. Doc Martens. Uh, Grandstone. Check out Grandstone on Instagram, Facebook, or grandstoneboot.com to see the full collection. These are high-end shoes and boots. 
I'm going to check it out. They're really nice, chicken. No, I'm going to uh, check it Whether out. the business casual shoes or work boots, the outsoles can be replaced to prolong the lifespan, offering a real value. Uh, we do a privateer award each week for the folks at Grandstone. They give us a little bit of cash to pass on to a privateer at the, riding the Nationals. And uh, we picked Ben LeMay this week at, the, at Indiana. So Ben, ben. LeMay, uh, he drove out. You know, he had no ride or anything. He got a KTM. He drove out to the last two Nationals. Placed just inside the top 20, I believe. Uh, and uh, we like Ben LeMay. And he's... You know, he's not a star in the sport, but he's an established rider. And so he's like, but he's like, fuck it. Let's go spend some money and go race because he was bored. He said he wanted to Let's race. Help he, out the privateer guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. You I know what I mean? Awesome. I'm all for that. That's great. You should, I donated a couple jerseys and he would just auction them off and that money would go to privateers. You should do the same, Jeff. I did that. Oh, I did that, right? And I gave them to you and you auctioned them off and the money went towards uh, privateers. A How much times. did we get for yours? I think we got, I think, 500 bucks a piece, like, like 500 a thousand bucks. Or something? Yeah. 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 Wow. That was pretty sweet. But Chicken doesn't have any old stuff. I'll give you new stuff. Yeah. I mean, that means nothing, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have any Bradshaw stuff? Let's get serious. Do you have some Bradshaw stuff? I got a poster I'm auctioning off. <laughs> and yeah. a pair of pants. And a pair of pants. <laughs> and a pair of pants. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. So this weekend, uh, the USGP is at the WW Ranch in Jacksonville. And uh, it was supposed to be at Gainesville. <clears> and uh, <throat> it's going to be really exciting. Hurlings versus Geyser versus Caroli versus Barsha versus Webb versus Tomac. I think Tomac wins. I think so. I think he does. He could win or he get eighth. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised by either. Oh man, it's gonna be good. Uh, www.mxgpusa.com. So I called up Win Kern, uh, who is the uh, the promoter of this race, and talked to him about uh, this coming up. This race coming up this weekend, as well as what happened with the move from Gainesville. Did you like Gainesville? It was okay. Yeah, it definitely high? changed over the years. I, I went there on minis when for mini Olympics and stuff uh-huh. in like eighty three, eighty four, and it was a sand track. It wasn't was the it really? funnest track. Uh, it was pretty sandy, and by the time I got done racing there, it was concrete. Hard. Hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty hard. I was shocked that it was still around, but you can keep revitalizing the dirt. But I think. It was pretty much gone. Right. Um, all right. So I talked to Win Kern about the promotion of the USGP and much uh, a few other things. Uh, we talked to him about later on because it was uh, he was out east and couldn't couldn't come on live. So here's a little interview I did with Win Kern. Please take a listen and uh, find out what exactly happened between the Gainesville and the uh, and the uh, uh, USGP. Here we go. Next up on the Pulp MX Show, thanks for listening, everybody, by the way, tonight. Uh, thanks to Chicken and Denny for being in studio. Next up on the Pulp MX Show, presented by Roost MX. The folks at Roost MX have provided you guys with a whole section of Pulp Nation on their website. Use the code uh, uh, PulpMX to save at RoostMX.net. And uh, custom products, custom T-shirts, pit shirts, graphics, anything else, the folks at RoostMX.net can help you. Of course, they're a huge part of the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team uh, with Bradley Taft, who killed it this weekend. So thanks to those guys. And... Uh, uh, they can look after you when it comes to your custom graphic needs. Or, like I said, they have their own designs that you can uh, also pick from for any bike. And the Cobras as well. They're really big with the Cobras. Thanks to RoostMX.net, our next guest on the Pulp Mech Show. Promoter of this weekend's USGP at the WW Ranch. It's a Win Kern. What's up, Win? How are you? Hey, Steve. How's it going, man? Everything's uh, good here. Yeah. How busy are you right now? Uh, pretty busy, man. We've uh, been up here trying to get everything ready. Got all the guys from Ustream here at WW, mm-hmm. and they're uh, they're getting all the track built up the way they need it, and uh, start moving everything in here in the next day or so. That's awesome. And for you, as far as the race is concerned, when the storyline is perfect with Jeffrey Hurlings going one-one at Ironman, he's going to be lining up this weekend against Tomac. Now, Tomac was riding for the title, so it's all set up for a rematch of the two. And so that for, for that part of the storyline, um, that works pretty well. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I'm glad Hurlings won last weekend because I think it's going to just add a lot of fire, you know, this weekend for the for the race coming up. But um, we'll see how we'll see when Tomac. Uh, Looks to throttle up a little bit, how that goes. Yeah, him and Barsha and Webb will all be there. Uh, Adam Cincerillo will be there. Uh, I think Justin Hill will be there. Uh, Chase Sexton, RJ Hampshire as well. So a, a decent turnout for U.S. riders for this race. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's exciting. You know, all the all the monster guys are there, and the Geico. You know, all the Geico guys are going to be there. So, it should be some really good race, and I'm, I'm excited to see this happen. Now, of course, we all know when it was originally announced. Uh, by the way, uh, www.mxgpusa.com for tickets and information. When it was first announced, when you've been a longtime promoter at Gainesville, of course, the the legendary Gainesville track. You've done a great job with the Mini O's over the years. I was stoked to hear that we were going back, um, and uh, I wanted to go there i'd been there since 1999 and of course it's it's a legendary track so kind of as much as you can talk about it or want to talk about it what happened with the gainesville and moving it to ww well you know it's uh it's kind of a long story but there's two different pieces of property there and uh one of the one of the properties was we still had a longer term lease on it and the other one they were staggered staggered leases and the other one was coming due um at the end of june and you know, it, we had been negotiating in good faith for probably six months, and it sounded like everything was going to work out. So I didn't have any any inclination that, that we wouldn't be able to work out a favorable lease. And they got wind that we were running the GP. We were going to bring the GP there. And, and when they did, they thought there was going to be, you know, billions of dollars to be made on it. And uh, they basically wanted to, you know, raise our rent a 1,000% over what we were paying <laughs> in the past. So it was just... You know, and we did try to negotiate it for a long time, and you know, Tim Cotter was down here with us because you know MX Sports is involved mm-hmm. with it, and uh, we were we tried to get this thing worked out, and we never could, never could get them, you know, to where anything was realistic. So we didn't have a much much of a choice to uh, to try to move it as fast as we could, you know. So we were pretty much forced just to to pick up the pick up the pieces and move it real quick. Because uh, people were making plans, you know. Um, look, uh, full props for you for getting on board and promoting the USGP. Uh, uh, there's no doubt. I would tell the leaseholders to uh, call the people at Glen Helen or Charlotte or anything else that were holding a USGP, and, and I think they could understand that this is far from a get-rich proposition win. Yeah, I know. It's. I mean, they. It was. There's, there's four of the people that are involved in that family, and. and you know, three of them are, I think, or at least two of them are good, and mm-hmm. the other, the other one, there's just one guy. He's just really the bad apple in the whole thing, and he doesn't understand motocross. He doesn't understand promoting. He, you know, he just <laughs> thinks there's just a big, huge pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, and yeah. hard, to, hard to get through to him. And the, the West brothers went through the same thing with his dad. Oh, okay, so all right. Twenty years ago, this exact same thing, you know, and, right. and they, uh, they ran that, they ran a race or a couple of races uh, for one year, and and they were called Bill begging him to come back you know later on yep. it's, it's pretty much the same song and dance yeah i mean look it's just race promotion uh isn't easy and uh you know that better than anybody you know the mini o's uh, are great and it's a traditional race and it, i'm sure it does very well for you but there's plenty of races that don't you know and uh and, and that's the way it works yeah, no it's no doubt i mean you gotta you gotta have a big race to make you know, any money at all doing this you know mm-hmm. so if you don't you know if you're, if you're doing weekend races it's just it's not happening these days so the ww ranch um convenience i'm sure it was the main factor uh, because everybody was flying into you know tampa or jacksonville for the race so ww ranch was i i mean i guess it was the the easy choice for you or did you look elsewhere um no it was it was pretty much you know a a plug and play deal Mm -hmm. Um, you know it was uh 
it was available. Uh, it was right down the road. Uh, you know, logistically wise, uh, containers are being shipped into Jacksonville. So everything, you know, was, mm-hmm. was pretty much, you know, an easy way to do that. So um, that was a that was a pretty easy choice to make there. What kind of track are we looking at? I've seen some videos. Uh, it looks that sort of black, sandy dirt that we have seen at PAX track and that kind of stuff. Uh, what uh, kind of track are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's a few different mixtures of soil in there. There is some black dirt. Um, they brought in some clay over the years, and okay. I think they just brought in some more clay. So you'll see some harder faces on the jumps and things like that. But um, it, the, the guys from Youth Stream came in on uh, Friday, last Friday, and mm-hmm. they've been working the track over and giving it a pretty much a, a total facelift. So it'll be a different track than anybody's ever seen before that they've if they've been there to, to the race before. Uh, we got some spectator areas on the inside so we got a couple of tunnels to get in okay you know it's uh it's it's probably not the greatest spectator track before this but it's going to be good now um they got their you know their their big big hill right in the middle of the track which really should be in the back of the track but mm-hmm. um that's what it is right now and it's going to be fine because we can get the spectators to where they need to be and uh a full slate of amateur racing right after the race yeah, we got uh, we got amateur racing on Friday. Okay. Um, so it'll be uh, the first round of the Florida Gold Cup Series on Friday, and uh, you know then we'll do time uh, practice and qualifying on uh, Saturday, and mm-hmm. then MX2 and MX1 on Sunday. So okay, so the mini O's we talked about that great job you've been doing with that over the years, um, and apparently I saw in the press release you've got a new place for that. So starting in t- this, and by the way, Wayne, this sounds like a, a lot of work, but in November you have a new mini O location. Yeah, you know, we we went to work pretty quick, and uh, we we found a location, and um, there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, some zoning and and uh, some stuff that we have to go through, special use permit. But the city of Newberry is great, man. They're they've really been good for us, and and they're gonna they're gonna help us out as much as they can to get this thing done as quick as they can. Um, we we started working on it. We got our parking all okay. and grass and everything, and that's all all being grown up right now. We went out there and. Um, we've got everything cleaned up. Tracks are ready to start going in, so um, it should happen pretty quick. Oh boy, this th- this thing has really thrown you for some serious man hours, Win. It has, man. It's been a <laughs> it's been a long couple of months lately, you know. But uh, you know, it will all be all right in the end. Um, what's the goal for you long term? Obviously, look, the USGP. You know, this thing isn't isn't ideal, but it sounds like it's going to go well at WW Ranch. It's the best out of a, out of a bad situation. Long term goal for you, Win, and you've been doing the promotion for a long time. Um, are you looking to get an AMA National, an uh, MX Sports uh, National, down the road? I don't know. I mean, it, I, I've never really talked to him a whole lot about it. You know, I mean, if it came available and the, you know, if it all worked out the right way, yeah, I would, I'd love to have that. You know, but um, you know, it's as long as as long as it's something that they want to do. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's all their it's all the MX Sports decision on that stuff. But yep. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say no if it if it was popped up. Yeah, well, you got, you got a new track, new facility, and all that coming in. So you know, you kind of got a, a blank slate to be able to create a real cool place. Yeah, yeah, no, we we got plenty of property at the new location, and uh, it's you know it's not going to be a factor as far as having enough property. I mean, we were pretty much outgrown at Gatorback, you know. It, mm-hmm. There wasn't much room left over there to grow anymore either. So, but we got plenty of room to to grow it from from where we're going to be now. MXGPUSA.com for information for the WW Ranch uh, USGP coming up this weekend. Hurlings, Tomac, Webb, Barsha, Caroli, Geyser. Sounds awesome. And uh, and then, of course, the MX2 guys as well. Uh, and these guys are still kind of, they're not in the middle of their season, but they still have a few GPs to go.
show. Um, so it's going to be all out for these guys. You know, sometimes they're just like a Glenn Helen. I felt like some of the GP regulars win were going through the motions because it was their last one, but there's still titles to be had here. Yeah, you know, Carioli still he still got the points, but um, those other guys are. I think they're going to be hounding him. I was talking to a lot of the Ustream guys, you know, mm-hmm. over the last few days, and they think that uh, that Max Anstey and uh, and Geyser is going to you know really really put on a good show for for the people over here because uh, you know, they said this track really suits those guys really good. But they say, yep. as far as uh, endurance, Carioli is really he's the guy there. And, and, and you know, uh, Glen Helen had a little bit of a home track advantage for the Americans. There's no doubt. There's no place like Glen Helen. They ride there all the time. This WW Ranch, I mean, I guess R.J. Hampshire maybe win, has some time on this place, but that's about it. Uh, yeah, you know, R.J.'s probably been out there a handful of times, not mm-hmm. much, but uh, yeah. I would expect R.J. to be the guy there, you know, as good as he is in the sand. I mean, in Southwick, he was riding pretty good there, but he's a Florida guy, and I, yeah. I would expect him to, to be doing really good there this weekend. And other than that, it's a neutral track for everybody, so it's awesome. It's really cool to see. It's a little bit like a mini Disney Nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure uh, Adam Cincerello would do good there, too, so yeah. uh, in the 250 class, but uh, it'll be exciting. It'll um, be exciting. For people who don't know, I first met you years ago, uh, Performance Engineering, a company that uh, you started, I believe, and uh, and ran very well, did v- very well in the mid to late 90s, sponsored Ronnie Tishner on a national, sponsored a ton of riders, Paul Curry and different guys. Um, some memories of PE win? What you think? Well, how'd you, you have fun doing that? Yeah, you know, it was fun. Um, it was at the end of my racing days, you know, and as an amateur racer, you know, and gone vet class, and um, it was time for me to do something else. So got into doing that. Um, I actually started out doing that with Tom Morgan back in 93. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. After All about right. a year or so, Tom Tom moved on, and uh, and I kept it rolling for a while. And, you know, we we ran a lot of good guys through there, a lot of, a lot of guys that uh, ended up turning pro, you know, yeah. James Stewart, Davey Millsaps. You know, when they were on 80s and 60s and things like that. And then, you know, we decided to start trying to do some pro stuff later on. And Jamie Dobb rode with us and Nathan Ramsey and uh-huh. Ronnie Tishner and yeah. uh, quite a few of those guys, Paul Curry. But, I mean, uh, shit. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Shit, the year that Tishner came back from Japan and did Stable 25 Nationals, that was a major PE undertaking, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You know, it was fun that year with Ronnie. And, uh, I mean, you know, he was always right there in the top. And, yeah. And uh, he was he puts out a lot of effort, and he's a great guy. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good, real neat shop, real cool time in Florida MX, you know. Um, so many people coming through there also. Yeah, there were a lot of good riders coming through that time. You know, Timmy Ferry was in there and uh, yep. you know Ricky Ricky was I think that was his uh, rookie year that year. Was was uh, was Ricky ever PE dude? No, Ricky was not. He was always, always. the uh, pro circuit guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just about everybody else. Born though. and bred for pro circuit. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Um what's been what's been the hardest part? Uh, this may be a dumb question for you, Win, but what's been the hardest part for you to getting ready for this USGP? Well, the hardest part was doing everything, right. um, getting ready for Gatorback and then redoing it. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I guess as far as dealing with Ustream guys, I guess, right? Um, Ustream has been good to deal yep. with. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've got a good relationship, and uh, they've all, they're all great to work with. And um, I, you know, I can't thank them enough for you know, the way they've been working with us to get everything ready. And um, Nikos, you know, and his crew, they came in, and, and they're just uh, you know, totally getting the track ready. They're getting all the signage in there and everything inside the fence they're doing for us and everything outside the fence, I'm going to handle all that. Okay, all right, yeah. And it's two days of uh, racing, everybody. There's racing on Saturday. and uh, There is. Uh, yep. There's 
qualifying and and uh, and uh, practice. Um, yeah, qualifying practice and then uh, qualifiers on, on yeah. Saturday, right? And the motos on on Sunday, and uh, I'm I'm coming out and looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a real fun time and uh, a real neutral track. And and Eli Eli told us at the uh, at the end of Ironman that he put the ego in the back pocket. You know, um, so yeah. here we go. It's on now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I, I would love to see Eli come out there and run around that track because I know he's gonna he's gonna put on a show for us. Well, awesome, uh, Win. Thanks for your time for the show uh, tonight. I really appreciate it. Everybody, again, www.mxgpusa.com for your tickets. Jacksonville. It's about twenty minutes outside of Jacksonville. I understand, Win. Not far. Yeah, yeah. It's about twenty minutes from the airport. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a little bit west of west of town. Um, good location to get to. Like, a lot of hotels around there. I think the hotels are probably sold out in that area, but um, you can go just a little bit further into Jacksonville and get some rooms in there. Fantastic. And I'll be there and uh, look forward to seeing everybody there. Uh, last race of the year. Let's do it out with a bang for the USGP. Thanks, Wynn. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Steve. All right, everybody. That's Wynn Kern, uh, performance engineering owner back in the day. And uh, now the promoter of the uh, USGP coming up this weekend. Should be interesting. Should be great to uh, to look at and watch. I'll be there. Uh, so, Also, uh, n-fab.com, official uh, sponsor of the JGR Suzuki team. They have uh, one more race this weekend. Barsha is racing it, and that's about it. And uh, they had Pike and Nicoletti and, uh, and Bam Bam this past weekend, as long as Kyle Cunningham, who kind of turned it around a little bit. But n-fab.com, Jeep, trucker, SUV parts, uh, whatever you've got, they can hook you up, uh, whether you drive a Ford, GMC, Dodge, Toyota, anything like that. Uh, they make steps and light mounting solutions, bumpers, things like that. Proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Who uh, hopefully everybody in Houston, if you're listening to this, hope you're doing well, like Hal, and uh, and uh, and trying to stay dry and uh, hang in there. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. So this is the NFAB JGR check in with Johnny Oler from the suspension guy from JGR Suzuki. JGR check in and fabcom Not making parts for Ridge Lines just yet. Here we are. Hey, uh, last race of the year, suspension guy for the team. Um, this track, usually soft. Today, started soft, and then, man, did it get hard pack and ruddy and crappy for second moto. Did you have to do like, a lot of adjustments? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would say it got hard pack. I mean, there surely is some hard pack underneath it, and you can see some dust every once in a while, but uh, the riders commented to me that the, you know, the ruts were really sticky, the dirt was really sticky, and it pulled the bike down into the ground really heavily, so... Uh, battled, you know, where a harder pack, harder packed uh, track would require a little bit softer settings. This, we had to really beef up the settings, get it to rebound a little faster to hold up in the stroke more. So, yeah, a little challenging. Yeah, I would bet the, we've never really seen this place like this, right? I mean, I haven't. First time for me. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have we been here? Three? Four. This is the fourth, yeah. Okay. Okay, I can't remember. Hey, uh, off topic, I was talking to you about the BFC, BFRC shock on the new 18 RMZ 450. I was asking you what it does, what it's like, and, I mean, we don't know for, for this level of riders, but you, in your opinion, you think it's a really good step forward for a production bike. I've never heard of it. We can't talk about it? Yeah, production. I don't know. I, oh. uh, no, I've, I know a little bit about it, yeah. and uh, I've heard a little, a few of the comments on the stock 18 bike, you know, some of the editors that got to yeah. ride it and some other riders, and everybody's really pleased with it. They, uh, they really like how it just connects to the ground. You know, the bike holds up nice and firm, but it still absorbs bumps and just 
just stays in contact with the earth. So sounds like it's going to be a really awesome unit. Kind of neat to see a direct factory shock maybe, what, two years ago onto a production bike. Yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like the evolution of suspension, it stayed kind of similar for a long time. Shims and oil, as you know, your favorite saying. Uh, But, you know, then they try air forks and try to really go in a new direction. And it's hard. It's hard to make something better than what's so proven and and good. So uh, that new shock, it it worked pretty well in some circumstances on the pro side. And it made its way to production. And uh, looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. When do you start getting into the 18 stuff, diving deep? You have one more race, USGP, with Barsha next week. But when do you guys start getting wide open? Uh, we've already got the bike, and we've been turning it apart, measuring everything, and trying to trying to get prepared. Uh, we were involved in some of the preliminary testing with the 18 earlier on, so we've already dug into it a little bit, got our mindset straight. Um, but as far as you know, us really starting to get the bike put together and on the track, um, I mean, we'll, we'll start right away. But it, we won't actually get on the track until probably mid September. How much are you wishing that this was the last race of the year and you did not have to go to the USGP like me? Well, I'm lucky because I don't have to go. What? It's my last race. I, I put it on Instagram, bro. My last Who's going to do the shims and oil at USGP? Uh, we, we've spent 12 races doing that, so it's uh, it's ready to go. You lucky bastard. Yes, yes, that's how I feel. That's Donnie Oler from JGR. Thanks, man. All right, thank you. N-Fab.com, please check them out. Great company, great guys. Uh, Jeff Chicken, Matasevich, Jenny Stevenson in studio. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. All right, this is the BTOSports.com Tweet at Travis segment. BTO. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOSports.com, please check them out for anything you need for your bike or body. They've got it from blasting UTV to ripping a berm. Use the code PULPMX to save money at BTOSports.com. Great guys, great products. have been part of us uh, for seven years now, so uh, love to have them on board. So these are questions submitted to uh, at PULPMX Show Twitter for us three, mostly for you two. All right. And Travis Marks, the guy in the corner there, uh, reads them, and uh, and when you guys answer them. So uh, thanks, everybody, who submitted these questions. And Travis's corner questions. Well, it was Tweet at Tits. Oh, yeah. It was Tweet at Travis. Then it was Gab at Gibbs for a while. I don't have a cool nickname. No, you don't. We'll give you one. Oh, boy. Chicken, chicken, how are you doing? Are you hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. Okay. He's doing great. Okay, he is. Yeah, I thought he'd doze off about about two hours. Yeah, Danny and I were like, I don't know if he's going to make it. Well, you you, you you usually lose interest in things. If I had a car, I'd leave, but I don't. See? (laughs) That's the best thing. you, You know well. I really don't care. And All he doesn't right. know how to work Uber, the Uber app. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's good. Chicken is our captive uh, audience here tonight. Prisoner. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, so, all right, Marks, let's hit these guys up. Uh, we'll start with this one from Zach Schumard. For Denny and Jeff, do any current riders remind you of yourselves in any way, in riding style or personality, et cetera? Um, for me, I, watching Dean on a 250 kind of reminded me of his tall, lanky style and the way he kind of hang off the back a little bit kind of reminded me how I wrote. And then, um, and I'm a big fan of Dean. And so I was like, man, I think he's bad. I bet he went on obviously much bigger success, but his style kind of reminded me of, of myself, I think in the day. Chicken. I think James actually sort of reminded me. James who? Stuart. Who? Stuart. Of you? Stuart, yeah. Back in the day, especially in the Fox gear. Yep. Uh, That's you were on the Cali. You were on the Cali. Well, yeah, that's how he became baby chicken. He was baby chicken. That's how he became a badass. But anyways, yeah. but um, actually, me and my mom were 
were uh, looking at houses and it was in one of the models or whatever and mm-hmm. they had a picture of him and my mom's like hey I never saw that picture of you before and I'm like that's Stuart that's not me and my mom was like no that's you and I'm like no <laughs> but uh oh, huh. yeah so him okay. I guess yeah. alright next question um this one's from Ken MX Denny and Jeff do you think Steve should try his hand at Enduro Cross I, I thought it was a pretty cool. Uh, the guy had a full plan for you. Yeah, he did. He really did. And ready, you know, though. and yeah. but I do warn you. You know, that's how the whole Seattle thing started. So, pace yourself. Yeah. When you get to Reno, because right. this guy might have a big plan for you. <laughs> you. You might not make it to the race. Rent to Steve. Rent to Steve might not make rent it to the race. Rent to Denny did not go well. Did not go well. Would, so. Yeah, I've seen the mountain bike. You've been training, so I think he might be ready. <laughs> All right. Yep. Okay. All right. There we go. Yep. Chicken is going to race Ontario under Pulp. He is, and I will Pulp be there. Yep. Pitboard. Yep. Uh, Troy Benjamin wants to know what do you guys miss the most about 90s moto do we miss about like now or just the fact what do you miss about 90s moto man i just uh i don't know i i mean just having a good time i mean i still have a good time let's be honest but yeah it was just a different life just racing every weekend you're obviously your concerns are different it's a job but it's not it was fun. There was, was good parts. There's bad parts. You know, I, I have friends today that I've talked to that they just they have a hard time letting go of things. They're like, man, it was a great time. It's this life sucks now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was a great, but it's just it was such a part of everything. We just kind of just keeps going, you know. Yeah, and I mean, what other riders? I loved racing a motorcycle. I really just enjoyed racing, going fast on a motorcycle. I mean, I've got back in a motorcycle racing a little bit, and. I suck. You know, I didn't enjoy riding a motorcycle. Like, go, let's go hill climb or let's go trail yeah. ride. I don't enjoy riding a motorcycle. I enjoy going fast. And I was good at it. And that feeling you get of something you're good at and you enjoy. Like, I just loved when it rained and the yeah. track's perfect. And you're just, every lap you want to go faster than this burn, faster than this burn. You're like, I can't wait to this section. I'm going to leave it on longer yeah. and faster. And you, it's, you get this ju- rush, you know. Even in nationals, and I've said it on Instagram a few times, it's a feeling that you'll chase your entire life because it's such a high. This guy's still riding. He's still like I enjoy riding though, not yeah. racing. Yeah, yeah. See, like I like racing yeah. and doing motos I, I and laps. I enjoyed racing back then because I always my attitude was I, if I'm going to be there, I'm going to have fun. Yeah, I wasn't. So people took it as you're fucking off. I, I didn't care because yeah. I was yeah fucking off. I was screwing around. But if you're going to go, you might as well have fun. So now, when you ride now, do you you don't get frustrated at what you used to be good, like how you used to be one of the world's best racers. No, you don't get frustrated like ah shit. I'm not. I mean, it's frustrating at times because your brain, my brain, still goes yeah. Oh, do that, but my body. How funny do is it. it when you come into a section, you see these bumps, and you're like, oh man, there's those bumps. You should go. Oh, I'm already in the bumps. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. So <laughs> it, it translates frustrating. So when, slow. Yeah. Because in my head, I know what yeah, to do, yeah. but it just no. don't work. No yeah. Your body doesn't react to it. So it does, it does get frustrating. It gets frustrating. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'll, racing, I stay away from yep. because that that's just a whole no level of frustration because then you actually sort of have to do it yeah. and hang it and, out. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and, you know, when Get the gate drops, you're supposed to go. Right, but right, right. I do it now for fun. Yep. All right. Uh, actually, I was going to say uh, 90s moto. These two Tampa Supercross back in the day, they stayed between uh, races at a residence in on the water in Tampa. And then, as Denny told us, proceeded to mow through the Hooters restaurant waitresses, and then they went to the next race. There will never be a fact, true factory riders nowadays that will do that in no. 2017. And, you know, I don't think, you know, we didn't go win. I mean, but Jeff probably went and got top five 
I probably went and got like an, an eight, the twelfth, where I kind of knew where to be. Yeah. I mean, I, what Jeff said, uh, the same thing. You know, when I look back at with the Rocco and those guys, and if I should have done my career differently and been more serious. I mean, how long is that that career going to last? How often am I going to be able to travel to 36 different cities in the country? Yeah. How often am I going to go over to Europe five times a year? I mean, I'm going to see everything I can and do everything I can while I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I don't regret anything in my I have career. One. I mean, don't yeah. pass Emig on the he, first lap. He's got Oklahoma one. City, Oklahoma. But that's it. Yeah. But, but I, I don't. I mean, I had I enjoyed my time at the race. I think I connected with fans, yeah. you know. And I had, fun, here. I had fun with the fans where, you know, I mean, teammates with the Rocco and Kurdowski, those guys looked miserable yeah. at the races, you know. Yeah. And I think in their heads, you know, the riders say, I, you know, it's here to race. I got to be serious. It doesn't change. You know, when the gate drops, you, you prepare during the week. Yeah. And being serious on the weekend ain't going to change shit. Right. It is what it is, you know. So. Um, and I tried being chicken at the races, you know, just yeah. mm, gruff. Not going to talk to anybody. I'm going to sit in my truck. Be serious. But that wasn't him being serious. That was more him just not like That's his people. personality, right. but I would try to be right. like more serious. Let's not talk to everybody. Let's no, keep I, yourself. Let's stay focused and just, I just and I would like be more, I would not do as well. Yeah. Like if I wasn't out being sociable, talking right. to guys and just laughing. You got to be yourself. Yeah, I, yeah, just, I had yeah. fun with the fans, not the writers. Yeah. yeah. And he did. He made well, the best Den- of it. Denny, like, I just want to hang out with all have the fun, man. You go to writers meeting with Denny and Denny, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, you know. Hey, when you sat in the height of the Bradshaw era where you and him were just going at it, and this would have been, you know, 92, 91, 92. Were you ever like, oh, fuck this guy? And, and, and like, thinking about him and, and taking away from your race because oh. you were worried about where he was and he was. Yeah, we, I've heard him admit it too that yeah. it became to where it, the race was no yeah. longer right. there. It was, <laughs> I'm going to try and kill that guy and, you know, he's going to try and kill me. Yep. But um, you couldn't move forward. You couldn't. Someone's, yeah. someone's going to die and it don't matter where we finish. Yeah. You know, well, Just, like Danny said, he threw away the 92, 92 Supercross title yeah. to get you. Because I took him down the qualifier, then the main event, yep. he, you know, made a stupid. We did a Pulp Mex classic commentary coming yeah. up with that, and we were just as we were sitting here bullshitting when when we were the, the uh, recording was off. We were just watching the races, and I'm keeping on it. I don't know how many times I saw these two together on the, they came across the screen. Yeah. That's yeah. just yeah. like they always found each yeah. other on the track. Yeah, and for you to think that oh god, he's gonna kill me, yeah, it would totally I mean, be a distraction. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and he was the type too where, you know, you could easily get in his head and frustrate him. And and he would, like, say, I just want to kill chicken now. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it All cost right. him a championship. All right. All right, next question. Um, this was from Michael Harris. It's not really a question, but a statement for Denny. Boise 97, Sand Hill Crash. I took you to the hospital. You should have listened to me and Jackson and respected the Hills Authority. It was gnarly. Um, they, I was when Eric Hilton uh, had was buddies. You know Eric Hilton, remember yeah, him? Yeah. Race Tech. Uh, I lived for with a while. him for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, great guy. Uh, he got me to some start money to race at this race up in Boise. It was part of their championship series, and I, they lined me up a, I think a 125 and a 250 to ride. I think. What years are we talking? 97. Okay. Um, and it was, and I think it was 96 because I was race 97. I was racing arena cross, so I think it was a 96, maybe nine because I didn't break my, I broke my collarbone. Anyways, I was riding a 125 Yamaha, and the thing was a piece of shit that year, so slow, and it had like a little supercross track kind of, and you went up in this farm. Hannah I guess had raced this track, and you went up this fire road up this mountain, and then you just turned and went down it, 
And the only way I could keep up with these or make, make up time was just to, once I turned down that mountain, it just never shut off. Yeah. And they're like, dude, you're going down it way too fast. I'm like, it's the only time place I can make up time because yeah. I'm up this fire road getting motored so yeah, bad. Yeah. And I was going down that hill so fast. And it was like, I was blowing my own mind, just like, oh God, I'm just, and everything would hop swap and I'd land and go straight. And one time it hop swap and on the left, I was supposed to go left and the bike's kicking right. And I just ate shit and I woke up in the ambulance to like, hey, do you, like, do you know where you're at? Do you know where you're at? And I'm just, no, but I know that, dude. And it was Eric Hilton sitting across <laughs> me in the ambulance. And I broke my collarbone, which I still got a big knot here. And they said, man, you were so fast. You're the fastest I've ever seen down that hill. But it got you. Yeah. It got me. Yep. <laughs> By the way, I did a podcast with Bob Hanna and Donnie Hansen last week. Yeah. Your name comes up. Yeah. With Hanna. Yeah. It's not real flattering. Nice. Good. Good. You know uh, what? If they're going to talk about it, it better be good. I think he read an Instagram post from nice. you or something. Good. Well, okay. fuck Bob Hanna. All right. Okay. All right. Hot take there. Yeah. Um, this one's from Keel. It was if JT is on, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Who was faster, Hurlings on Saturday or Tomac at Hangtown in 2015? Well, Hurlings came from last, and coming through the pack is way harder than what Tomac did at Hangtown. Tomac either got the lead or was right there and then took off and it was amazing. So I will go Hurlings because he has to make passes. And he did it as a visitor. Yeah. We all know how difficult that is to show up somewhere and do what he did. All right, next question. Um, Marks is struggling. This one's from Ikaro. Okay. What? It was for me, actually. Do you think you can beat Steve on a dirt bike race? Do you think you could beat me? Yeah. You do? Yeah, hmm. I do. I mean, I... When's the last time either one of you have ridden a motorcycle? He rides a little bit here and there. Sometimes. Yeah. When's the last time you rode? Uh, probably four years ago. But I will be soon riding again. For the Enduro Cross? No, not that, but no. Do you, you don't ride the bikes you build? Uh, no. What? No. That he seems... built them. You think he's going to ride it? I Come told, on. Why would you he's not smarter, ride them? My that? joy is watching. He's smarter yeah. than that. <laughs> my joy She's gonna is, fall apart. is seeing the, the joy in their eyes. My and... joy is seeing a guy like Chicken get on my bike that I built with number 20 and, and shred it. And I know how much that. you dug that. Cause I, I did. I do. I mean, I feel I like was... I know you well enough and long enough that, yeah. I, that you were pumped when you, when he did. Cause I you, I, when I spoke to you, I could see the enthusiasm in your eyes. Yeah, and I when I read... What we spoke about earlier that Mickey's comments were like, eh, it is all right. I can feel you just crumbling a little uh, bit inside. Yeah. yeah, Mickey was super cool, but I don't think he enjoyed riding like Yeah, chicken. and you're just kind of like, yeah. damn it, man. Yeah. Who can I make a. Yeah. yeah, what are you going to do? What do you do? think, Kadrowski? You think he'll dig it? I mean, I posted a photo today of rollerball riding, uh, you know, uh, up in Manitoba. Yeah. Rollerball went, Ross Rollerball Peterson, mm -hmm. yep. Canadian hero mm -hmm. to mine. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. He got on an old bike and he rode some laps at this track, and I'm just like, ah, oh, like. I think it's cool. I love it. I'm a fan. So. I think no. I think it's. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? You think Kudrowski will ride that bike? Then I can't get a hold of Mike right now. Uh, don't don't ask Brian Lunas for his number. No, no, I will not. No, <laughs> definitely not. All right, next question. Uh, this is from. I'm Ray. trying though. I'm trying to get Kudrowski. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it would be great. Call Turner. Maybe you'll know. <laughs> this one's from Randy for Denny and Chicken. If you both got on a bike right now, and you raced on each a Supercross, Motocross, and an Arena Cross track, who would win each race? Oh, there's no question. Jeff would be yeah, here right now. This guy rides all the Danny time. Danny don't ride. Yeah, he yeah he was going to fly. Cody and those guys were going to fly him into Nebraska. Yeah, what happened to, that? to race? Well, I didn't race <laughs> for one. And you got, uh, any, you got any factory work stuff on your bike or no? Can I no, no, slip no. you anything? Um, no, I don't ask for nothing. No, you don't care. Like if I was going to do a race, yeah. I'd, I'd go down there. Like you got a Hinson clutch in it or anything, or it's just stock? I think stock. Stock just, exhaust. No you got PC. A, I got PC everything. Yeah. Suspension but, stuff. Um, suspension engine and stuff, but. Um, right. 
I don't know if it's got a Henson basket in it or not. Right, right. I don't work on it. But you're just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, you don't care. I drop it yeah. off at Cali or PC and yeah, yeah. pick it up. Right. I, I heard from the Cali guys, like, Eli Tomac's bike could be open, you know, <laughs> with with, a, with emergency going on in the shop. There could be a special OEM or, or fabricated works part that's going on. Mm-hmm. But if chicken calls and needs a clutch. No, I walk in that place. Like, I own it. No, but you, you call ahead and be yeah. like, I'm coming to pick up. Everybody get everything. Get Eli's bike out of the way. Everything. No, this is from the Cowie guys. Yeah. Mike said that, Williamson. Everything stops. Get chicken his parts. Yep. That's that's how it is. Because Kawasaki, those are my boys right there. Yes. They are. They love chicken. And they will help chicken. And he is the man. Yeah. They, and they give him whatever he needs. And I, I give him nothing but love. Because those guys are my boys. Right. Shut up. Because <laughs> no one will give you nothing. Uh, I got plenty of free stuff. I was pretty surprised. <laughs> I was pretty shocked. I actually wanted to keep racing to see what more free stuff I get. <laughs> um, this one's from Alex Lewis. Does AC have a nickname? I know people call him Baby Jesus, but that isn't really usable. Nah, and people were calling him Baby Jesus when he came out of that. That was many shoulder injuries ago. Um, any suggestions for a nickname? Uh, I mean, isn't AC... Uh, I don't know. This weekend, he could be Sprinkler Boy this weekend. He he was in his hotel room. He's on the second floor. He was in his hotel room. He turned the heat on, and it started smoking uh, out of his heater unit. Yeah. So then he was waving, trying to wave the smoke to clear the smoke. And went into sprinklers. His shirt caught a sprinkler head on the roof. And ripped it And off. I guess there's a tab that tab, breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, chicken sounds like he's a yeah. veteran of this. Wow, yeah, break, yeah. And it... it, it just flooded his room and everything, and it flooded. It was leaking downstairs into the lobby where the breakfast was, just pouring down like like a rainforest. That's how I usually shower at a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> break that knob. Yeah. Chicken was like, and chicken enjoyed uh, the fire extinguishers. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. We take turns filling each other's hotel rooms. Like, Would you, you really? You oh no. It. The best trick is Danny taught me. He's like, <laughs> we're driving down the road, and he plugs in the. He's a pyro, and he plugs in the cigarette lighter, and he's like, watch this. And he burns the dash. <laughs> well, they put a chemical, now that I know, in the plastic. So when you burn it, it takes, and people try this, um, it takes all the oxygen immediately out of the air. So you roll the windows up, you just burn the We didn't know this at first. It, and, you, and like instantly, you'll be looking at each other and you cannot get a breath of air. You're you cannot breathe. For real? For real. It's success. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, it was gnarly. So I just. Crazy. So by the time we got done with this ride, there was about 20 burn There's 20 burn holes marks in the, in the dash. <laughs> Let's see if it does it to the roof material. No, and, and do I'm it telling Denny, yeah. stop, dude. Enough. And by the time I got to turn the car in, it was just. It was tagged. <laughs> it's just all these holes everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, it takes all the, immediately takes all the oxygen out of it and you cannot breathe. Wow. That's, you got to roll down the window real quick. So, oh, my God. In all this fire extinguisher stuff at hotels, you never got in trouble from these hotels? They never freaked out no, on they you? They don't care. They didn't used to. Yeah. No, we'd literally, like, stick it under the door and just... <laughs> and then sit outside and wait for them to come out looking like a sugar cookie. And that also takes the oxygen out. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing. They're coming out. Can't breathe. And they're covered in, in fucking foam and shit. <laughs> I had somebody take all the furniture out of my hotel room once. Oh, we did that a lot. Put in the hallway. Yeah. 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 We, I told, told Wardy, uh, you and I, up, in, uh, Zer- like... up in Zermatt, up, at, uh, up in Italy, we were yeah. up there skiing in between rounds, and he had gone to dinner or something, and Chick and I took all of his furniture, of, like like it was like old cabins up in oh, Europe. And it was like below zero. And we took everything outside in the snow, so it's snowing on all of his furniture out in the back patio. Yeah. Oh, God. What was the best one you've ever done? Was there... uh, well, we put, remember, we put poop under his doors. 
that time to Suki team. Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to kill you guys. Because they broke out. They rammed me and me, Ronnie and Budman and Buell were in Ronnie's rental car leaving Hangtown on press day. And they came up behind us, him and oh. Morty and, and Johnny O, and rammed but a Tishner's card and uh-huh. broke out his taillight. And so, oh, they're pretty funny, huh? Cool. And so we followed them to their hotel and they we all took off the wheels. Oh, they knew where they were going. We knew where they were going, where they stayed. They had to get ready for their press at uh, their uh, dealer show. Yeah. So we had gone to the mall and bought some shoes and shit. And so I'm like, hey, man, let's swing by their hotel. I'm like, what? Okay, let's come on. Let's go in the bathroom. And we all pooped in our bags and then we went out and smeared it. You did it. my yeah, it was car. Your, your car got the windshield. And then under no, the door all handles. the door handles, you couldn't lift the door handle. Uh, it was disgusting. Yeah, I'm it, like, oh, this is a new low. Yeah, and so they, like Johnny, I guess, was vomiting. Like, yeah. it was like he was like in tears. He was like so grossed out. And then one of them went under the door handle and got it right under the fingernails. And so the next morning we came out and we went. This was their hotel. this one practice press day was on Friday. Yeah. And then you had Saturday, Saturday all day, just hung out. Nothing. Right, yeah. So and then I, we went over their hotel and we jacked up the car and took all the wheels off. Yeah. And they set the car back down. And then pooped on all the, all lug, the lug nuts. nuts. <laughs> pooped and peed on all the lug nuts <laughs> in the dust cap. And we're out there putting our car together. And I'm putting, you know, I got a little thing, a 409 I got from my dad, kind of cleaning off each lug nut. When Pat Alexander and, and Head Suzuki Tosh come driving by. <laughs> Hello, Denny. <laughs> Hello, Tosh. Welcome. Good to see you. We'll, be, we'll see you in a second. We're just fixing the car. <laughs> all right, next question. Uh, uh, this one's from Cooksey. Uh, chicken, during Steve's one-on-one podcast, you implied that you trained a lot, but hid it from everyone. Can you admit that that was not the truth and you were just naturally a bad dude? No, I did train. I did train. There is the stigma that you didn't, there, like people I mean, think of you because you yeah, I know, because talked I, about earlier because you have fun. And I you, had fun. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, I was teammates with Wardy. I mean, I hung out with Wardy. I rode every day with Wardy. We had the same trainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did train, but at the race... I was there to have fun and race a motorcycle, not to, you know, yeah. be serious. Being serious for me, it did more damage yeah. to me. Well, look, you got, you got three national wins, two, two Supercross titles, a Supercross yeah. win. I mean. You don't get that from. I mean, my, yeah. you know, if I was having a. Like you what know, you said in practice, earlier, you know? In practice, you know, my, yeah. my parents went to every race. And in practice, if I was riding bad or whatever, I'd come in and my dad would be like, hey, you look like shit. I'm like, yeah, I feel like shit. I don't know what's up. He's like, yeah. just. Off every jump, just throw the thing sideways, whip it, have fun. Yeah, yeah. The more you had fun, the faster I went. Yeah. The more serious I tried to be, it was like reverse for me. And, and like I said, went, your parents went to every race. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's every crazy race. commitment, man. No, oh, yeah. I mean, my and dad. They, you know, and he worked forty hours, dad, fifty yeah. hours weeks too. I mean, man. He wasn't like just living no, off chicken. He was just passion. Had his own a, career. Yeah, your parents have a successful big, uh, vegetable big, yeah, farming big thing or something, farm, right? Growing yeah. vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, big business and, and, you know, we get back from New York, say yep. like Sunday night at two in the morning and, you know, uh, I'd wake up at like you know, 11, 12, yep. go golf course, you yeah. know, call him about one from the golf course. Yeah. I'm playing nine. And you yep. know, he, that guy was he's at, at work at seven in the morning working. Wow. He's, he's crazy. Were they, was your dad Tony Alessi type or no? Was he cool? Was the he... least, the furthest away. Danny, I mean, can you vouch for this? Totally was. Yeah. Totally laid back. My dad's, like yep. I said, if I was having a, you know. He didn't have a team shirt and a headset and everything no, and no. all that. No, no. If I was, had a shitty day and yep. I come in from practice, my dad would be like, are you trying out there? I'd be like, yeah. He's like, ooh, it's going to be a long, <laughs> it's going to be a long day. I'd be like, I know. I hope I can turn this thing around, you know. But, um, and that was pretty much the extent of, yeah. of that. He'd wash my helmet. And chest protector, and mm-hmm. that was it. Don Stevenson would break pit boards. Don, Don was pretty mellow, though, too. I mean, he was. He just got fired up, I think, in his later days. And uh, once I started, you know, kind of, 
I remember he, he, he hurled a pit board. Remember the pit boards got really big? Yeah. And we raced Cleveland that year, and I think that was 96, my last year of racing Nash Supercross and stuff, and I didn't qualify. I crashed, I think, the last chance. You told us one time, you told the story, and Tommy, Clower, the thing. Tommy Clowers beat you, and you said it was time to go. No, Mike Metzger. <laughs> Mike Metzger. Mike Metzger. That's the last national ever race. When Mike, <laughs> Mike passed me twice, and I'm like, Phew, we're done. We're pulling off. Dude. But no, I mean, his, his dad was. I mean, and, and that's how we met Chicken, how I met Chicken, is my yeah. dad became friends with his mom yep. and dad. Yep. And uh, and his parents were badass. They were they were super I, nice people. They opened the doors for us to come stay with them. Everybody. And uh, got you guys a video camera. Well, no, I know, but, a video camera. Like, yeah, I mean they're part of my family too. You at, know, at Pasadena, I mean we my you know parents partied or whatever, drank or whatever. Yeah, a dogger, dogger. Well, yeah, dogger never left the motor home. So at the races, yeah. we you know we'd have the motor home and and uh, Pasadena in ninety three, I think. I got hurt and had to go to the hospital, hospital. We came back, and everybody, I guess, after the race was at my parents' motorhome because it was a big you know, yeah. party, and everybody's drinking AMA and everybody, yeah. and big fight broke out. So it was a big old scene. So we come back to the races after I, me and my mom after the hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, pits cleared out. And we're like, where is everybody? And AMA guys are, oh, man, we had a big, huge fight here. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just. That's know, when everybody hung out. I mean, yeah. all the promoters. Everybody. It was always, yeah, the promoters, everybody was I at my promoters. I yeah. know your mom and dad were a big part of it, and they were around, but I didn't know they were around like no, that. No, yeah. yeah. The, our motorhome was central for all AMA uh, guys. And, and you, promoter. nowadays, you still work for the family business? Yeah. 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 And, he uh, was working this morning. Vegland. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And I went and saw him this morning. Vegland. Brought, yeah. Vegland, yeah. Brought yeah. some donuts in, and he was on a laptop. and. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, man, I just contacted my distributor guy, make sure everything's going well. Yeah. It's just like motorcycle parts, I guess, right? Distributorship with food and farmland and, you know, like. Yeah, I mean. Like, that's what you guys are. You're a distributor. Just, yeah. yeah, distributor right. grower. Grower, yeah. we grow. We got land up in Santa Barbara and all that okay. shit. Okay. All right, next question. Um, we'll end with this one. Okay. Is this rumored 2-2 deal a full-on team again, piggybacking off of another team? Or does anybody know what's going on? Uh, nobody really knows what's going on. Chad was riding a KTM for a while, and now he's riding a Honda, from what I understand. Really? Yep. He's just buying these bikes and going through them. Uh, I, I, he's go, trying to be on a team, but it's looking more like a fun mover type situation with Goose and him. And When he just decide to pull the plug, and I'm not, you know, I'm a big Chad Reed fan. Yeah. As you I, are, mean, I mean, I think he made a podium last year in top five. There's so nothing wrong with that. I don't think you pull the plug yet. But when you start having to spend your own money, you do. No, I don't think he's going to. I oh. think he's trying to find a sponsor and do that. Do you think he's going to find a sponsor? I don't Honestly, know. He's still a very popular. He was until he did the 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 Dungy thing he did and just looked like an asshole idiot. Um, I think he he was still one of the most popular riders. I mean, he was still when he almost won that. He won the heat race. The crowd was going ape shit. And then when he did what he did, yeah, it's like woo. And yep. then he kind of then he denied it and he denied it. Oh yeah. man, I yep. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, dude, you look like an idiot right now. I mean, you know you did it. And I think he lost a lot of credibility with his you fan think? base. I think he people definitely people forget easy. Though. Yeah, I don't think that one incident would hurt him. No, I don't. I don't know, so but either. I mean, the guy, the guy, he's a badass. He's a badass. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a real big badass. Do you know him at all, Chicken? Do you... A little bit, yeah. a little bit. I just my feeling uh, as far as him is, you don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Three he's kids, had his wife. career. He's had his career. Yep. It's, there's a time where you just need to hang it up. Right. right. Where it's not worth it. Yep. I mean, you know. He's a beast. You got to weigh everything out. Yep. Yeah. Um, Risk versus reward. And he's right. got money in the bank. Is that it? BTOsports.com. Tweet a Travis segment, please. Uh, check him out. BTOsports.com. Call, mention Pulpamex, or put Pulpamex in the uh, in the uh, uh, notes section, and they will apply the discount for you. And uh, thanks to our guests tonight, Jeff Ward, Ronnie Lachine. 
uh, Win Kern, Mickey Diamond. Um, who else did we have? We felt like Jason. Oh, Jason Thomas as well. Uh, all on board with us tonight on the on the show. We appreciate you guys. Check out the uh, Steve Mathis show on Racer X as always for the podcasts and uh, Patreon as well. If you can help out, check out Patreon. Uh, voicemails. We have a few here. 702-586-7857. Then we will wrap this thing up. Listen to these voicemails and uh, and well, let's 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 play these a little bit. 480 Phil's got 480 Phil is back. Mathis Tone Rod SoCal. Giving you a call back. I'm the dude that called in about the Pope Show. We're all stars now. Remember this guy? The Pope Show. We did this, right? All my boys uh, heard it, man. They dug it. They were listening to it. They're all about it. All the locals out here in SoCal. Paris, Milestone, Paula, Kawia. Can I get a SoCal home? on it, man. You got to think about it. Uh, I know uh, know your your buddy of yours plays the intro music, but maybe you could throw it out in the middle toward the end. Now and then, man, everybody's loving it. My boy Zach is loving on it. He's the one that turned me on to you guys. He's been a he's been a, a long time listener of the show since the very start. You know, he turned me on to you guys. He's a he's crushing on you way more than me. Truth is, he plays you in the background when he's with his lady. Helps him finish Sounds quicker. Great. You know, he's a freak like that. Yeah. He said he got that tip from Kiefer, but mm-hmm. that's another story. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, man, I uh, awesome. love the show. Looking that's forward right. to tonight. Can't wait to hear the uh, tonight's show. Me and uh, a couple buddies are heading out to Indiana this weekend, so maybe I'll come track you down and see if I can pimp a shirt from you or just shake your hand and tell you good job, man. Keep up the good work, man. Love it. Good radio, good bits. Thanks, bro. Hey, man. Um, I was just listening to Monday's show and about the uh, one woman's email about how there's no really variety in the uh, woman women's classes at Loretta's and I was just thinking one way to fix it let him race with the men I don't I don't know if it's women complaining that they this is the dumbest this is the dumbest voicemail ever by the way you know men complaining they don't want to get spanked by the girls but I just I don't understand why the why there's a problem just let the girls race with the boys take out the two women's classes and then add two beginners classes for those women that are like Oh, well, you know, we're not going to race with the boys. Well, Never. race the beginner classes. If you can't make it in the beginner class, you're not good blah, enough blah, to blah. go to the anyway. So, bam, I just fixed her problem and made bam. me send that to MX Sports. I don't know what to do about that. But, yeah, just what? let the let the women race with the men. Stop being Why would a bunch you do of sexist that? assholes. Let them race with the men. Take out the two women's classes. Add two more Our beginner classes. It took his head off. Disgusted. Appease the pansies that are like, oh, well, I can only keep interested for so long. Like <laughs> yeah, we gotta wrap this up. Well, you know soon. what? I just fixed all the problems. Loretta Lynn. Is that because about women's? They want to get rid of women's classes. Is that what you're saying? Just he's still going. He's still talking. Yes. Wow. He's done. He's got a phone even. Listening to Monday's show and heard this little. The part about Kenny Watson talking about giving a scholarship to uh, for a person in need of recovery. He, he did that. Uh, I think that's super, super cool. Me neither. I mean, to me, that just brought this show and this whole podcast stuff to a whole new level. Showing some compassion for somebody like that. I, I've lost a lot of friends to, to drug addiction, and that I was on Kenny's show. Kenny Watson, no, Watson was on our show last just, week. He, oh, he, he yeah. just. Took it to the took, took it to the moon. Good show, fellas. Peace. Did you say he had something going on next? Yeah, uh, 
Kenny? Hmm? Did Kenny have something new going on in his career? Uh, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's got something going he does on. Have something yeah, going on. I don't know what, though. I don't really know what. He's but a smart guy. RCH team, of course, folding shop. So Sad day. I was just listening to the Volpamex show where you guys are all talking, you and Kenny, all talking about uh, how Fell makes so much money. Um, you'll probably just write this off, Steve, and say it'll never happen. Fell will never do it. But why not? When they're renting these stadiums, rent them for a week and have more than one event there. Have your Supercross race there on the weekend. That's the highlight. But the week prior to that, have amateur arena crosses or have uh, you know monster trucks after Supercross on Sunday. Uh, but getting all the kids and family amateur races. This is to, the, the, uh, they each they event. rent the stadiums for a while. That monster trucks will be in there on a. Week two weeks before. before the Supercross or the weeks after a Supercross. So they do that already. Putting on a Saturday, Sunday, it's called tickets, buddy. Families can't afford to buy that many tickets. $65 Supercross tickets and then $65 Monster Truck tickets and then, back to well, back. Then it was like the Arena Cross when they tried Atlanta, yeah. right? You were saying it's yeah. kind of tough. Or the, the, you know, the time frame, like, hey, we're going to nights, both nights or whatever. Like, we, they had our time in Atlanta when they did it back to back weekends, yeah. let alone the same yeah. weekend. But I, I, I raced Kansas City uh, amateur day one day. No, people told me, though, Seattle and Pontiac the second day. It was really bad on attendance. Is that true? It was always way down. Yeah, like way half, down. Half, like yeah. sort of. Yeah. yeah. Probably half. Yeah. Because I've asked, why don't you guys do that again? Like, why don't you try yeah. that? And they're like, eh, it didn't. nobody went to those second days. Or half. relatively speaking. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they still had to make money, and they still have, and they still have the, still have yeah. to be still staying the same expense costs of having a go. What, I would think. What huh? time would it would be an afternoon show? Or yeah. What time would it the would night start? Like one or something. The so the mains would be at like five o'clock at night. No earlier than that. Like It'd be done. three during the day. Three. Three, if I remember right, so yeah, you'd, was, you'd uh, stay up till midnight on Saturday after, the morning yeah. and then got to get up semi like, early. Was for, practice was like eight, I never, ten in the morning. I never slept the night before a race, ever. Really? I'd stay up all night, always. Just nervous and or whatever. Just drug just, free too, yeah. but um, huh. just I, I couldn't okay. ever sleep. Uh, My brain would start thinking about it, and yeah. I could not sleep. Oh. Each stadium and race, you know, arena cross or a dumbed down. Just side fast forward this guy. Track. We talked about uh, that. Also going to help. I really just want to get the 40 Phil story. There, use it, use it for a whole other people, other places. Uh, In the dope way to show. Go, ball, go. <sighs> RCH going under. What the fuck? Anyway, want to give you some highlights on fucking Unidale. 40 Phil, everybody. A fucking bullshit story. This one was for a local caller. Six o'clock set up. I'm over in a new part of the track. Fucking husband, wife, team, track, crew, fucking come up. Got to move your tent fucking four feet back. I do it, Steve. I didn't put up a big fucking stink. Two hours later, another fucking guy comes. Move it back ten feet. What the fuck is the big deal with me having my fucking tent by the track? I'm not in the fucking view of anybody. Fucking cameras. Steve, I'm over there on uh, over de- by where the sausages and the Philly steaks were, down on that hill. It's like a fucking amphitheater. Oh, yeah. They got bleachers. I'm not in anyone's fucking way. Anyway. So like turn two? Now I get this I motherfucker with a fucking man bun saying to me, you've been told numerous times to get this fucking tent down. He says, if you don't take it down, I'm going to take it down. I said, get your fucking dick beaters off my shit. I'll take the fucking thing down. I take the fucking thing down. The, the fucking thing, the, the the sky opens up. Fucking 
I'm missing my fucking daughter. I say to my son, Brian, let's get the fuck out of here. I walk a half a mile, fucking put my shit in my car, come back. My daughter ain't responding. Okay, so now I've got to deal with this motherfucking parking official who's telling me I can't park on the shoulder of the fucking road. I go, look, I have zero fucking options. My 25-year-old, in my mind, is probably in there all cocked up, and she's not answering her phone. So anyway, the guy's I was in a gang, well, you can't park here. So I blow a U, and I park Phil. 100 fucking feet up the road. Cocked up. This motherfucker comes over there, and he says, what did I tell you, pal? And I'm like, look, fuck you. I ain't fucking leaving. I ain't going nowhere. So he goes, go park behind them fucking cops. I go park behind the cops. Cops are fucking dealing with a fucking accident, larceny report, whatever. Some lady says, can I help you, sir? I said, yeah, could you say my daughter's fucking name over the loudspeaker? Right? So I go, well, where can I park? So she goes, park right there. I'm right by the fucking main entrance. I park there, and this piece of fucking shit comes up to me again. And says, I fucking told you numerous times, and I'm like, fuck you. This lady's fucking broadcasting my daughter's name over the fucking loudspeaker. But anyway, my daughter comes out. Everything's cool. But it, what a fucking shitty fucking day it was. Um, Poor Phil. He can't go to these races without having know, problems. Fucking, I was soaked to the bone. I didn't think they were going to fucking run that. So anyway, we got out of there. But I, I got to... Uh, just say, I, I was fucking amazed seeing Matt Vishalia fucking leading like a fucking deer with his fucking looking into headlights, man. I mean, it was looking good with that fucking Zook out in front. All right, guys, man. Love the show. Thanks, Talk- Forty Phil. Thank you. He has a lot of problems at races. I want to go hang out with that guy. Has he had other problems? Yes, problems? Southwick. He had a problem with Southwick <laughs> with his Easy Up and the officials. And why can't he? What, this the, this what, is, is a three-week ordeal on our show, and now Forty Phil calls back in. Why? Why did they have? What, why did they want to move his uh, Easy Up? Danny, I'm not going to get into it. You'll have to listen to the archives. Can I call him? What's yeah. You need to give me <laughs> Phil's number. 480 Phil, his name is. 480 Phil. We're gonna, I need, I'm going to get you his number. I need to discuss this with him. Dick beaters and... And, and uh, getting fucked up. Uh, get, what so, is he getting full of fuck? Cocked up. Cocked up. And, and people were coming underneath his easy up at Southwick because it was starting to rain. And he said, get out of my easy up. Like, this is my easy up from me and my friends. And then he said, okay, a dollar each. <laughs> and they wouldn't pay him. And it was raining. And he said, that's it. Robbie, grab a leg, he said. <laughs> and his buddy Robbie, and they put the, they took the down, easy up, down, and everybody got wet. So he's like, fuck it. I, I'm going to stand in the rain. Yeah. I'd rather stand in the rain to let you motherfuckers get in my tent for fucking free. Yeah, I wanted a dollar, he said. Hey, oh, my God. It sounded like Dice Clay on there right there. Yeah, That's no, awesome. exactly. We need to, you need to, he needs to have a bit on um, here for sure. Uh, hey, so, Chicken, before we wrap this up, and thank you for can coming. Can you sign this yeah. contract here? Yeah. Uh, I ain't signing uh, shit. Um, we need to get uh, one-third of half of what you have. Uh-uh. Congratulations on the marriage again, by the way. That's yeah. awesome. We, do we discuss that? Yeah, we, a little bit. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Six times. I Six mean, you're times. kidding, right? No, no, I don't believe so. I came down to the lobby and they're like, "Hey, let's uh, let's go and we're gonna get married." I'm like, "What? Yeah. How many to the same woman? All six. six or to hers? He's never been married to anyone else. That's it. That's it. We met at the ja- they, we, they met at the uh, Fukuoka Japan Supercross in 1993 yeah. when we were there. Mar- what was she doing over there? She was a trophy girl. Trophy they flew girl. her in in a blonde and me and him hooked really? up. Really? Yeah. I told mine to have a great life. And I was with Berluti. I asked Berluti. <laughs> I was with Berluti, and we flew, you know, from L.A. to yeah. Japan. 
and I didn't see nobody. And then I'm at baggage claim and I look up and I'm with Berluti and I'm like, who the hell is that chick? Where'd she come from? Berluti's uh-huh. all, dude, she was on her flight. I'm like, what? I just spent 12 hours on the airplane and I, I missed her. Yeah. How'd that happen? And so we and ended up meeting up. He's Berluti's like, dude, like we got these hot chicks here. Berluti's like, well, yeah, you didn't see her. I said, no. I said, but you know, that's my wife right there. And Berluti goes, what? I go, yeah, that's my wife, dude. And uh, he's all, Future shut wife. up, chicken. Yeah. I go, dude, I'll put a hundred bucks on it right there. And he's all, you're on. And Berluti never paid me that. He's gone an awful long way to make that hundred bucks. Tonight. That's yeah, why Berluti did not so come over. Six times, what, do you owe him 600 bucks now? Yeah. <laughs> or he owes you 600 bucks. <laughs> and uh, I'm making money. Off. I'm making money. Oh, wait, yeah. we, we, we asked Berluti for a comment here. Yeah, hey, kidding. fuck off. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, and you met the blonde. I, her friend. blonde friend, yeah. Okay. And we hung out after, at the races in Japan. It was funny. I went to Japan to meet an American blonde. Yeah, really, right? And yeah, and we flew home yeah. and he was like, yeah, man, uh, like we're just talking about the girls and whatnot. And two days or like two weeks later, I call him up and, uh, hey, man, what's going on? It's like Thanksgiving. He's like, man, uh, I just kicked Chad out of the house. It was his roommate at the time. And uh, I'm building some cribs because yeah. she had some kids. Wow. And I, started I told like, my dad I got home. I'm all, he's like, well, how'd you do? I'm like, I got 12th or 13th, I, something like that. I beat you there. No, I got 7th. No, I did. Didn't. I got 7th. And uh, I got some other I go, yeah, but I, I, I met my wife, dude, the killer chick. And he's like, what? In Japan? <laughs> I go, yeah, she's a trophy girl. And he goes, how the fuck do you meet a trophy girl when you get 13th? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I said, I'm good like that. You're yeah. lucky you got her before Dogger did. Yeah, well, he was, yeah. It was, he was gone. It was already retired by then. So that was the only so, reason. Uh, yeah. The only reason she was a freak. That's it. Um, Otherwise, Dogger would have carried her off. Well, thanks for coming, Chicken. Yeah, I hope you have I'm fun. Glad I, I did. I'm glad I came. Really? I'm glad I came. I am. Wow, it's good to hear. Except for that Damon shit I'm going to take down on the way out. But Bring up. Do you, have, do you have any of your old trolley helmets? Going down. I'm not going to give you a helmet, fucking Bradshaw fan. You want to give got, me a helmet? I got a Debo helmet and a, and, a, and a Chad Reed helmet. Uh, you know, Tim Ferry. Hey, that's Tishner's helmet up there. That'd be iffy. That's a Tishner helmet? I thought it might have been a Cliff Palmer helmet. Keith, Keith Bowen's helmet over there. Bones. That's great. Well, do you have all your helmets? You have every single one of your helmets. I don't see one of mine, and I don't think you'll do you see still one have either. Them? Do you still you have them? all your hel- painted helmets? I have a Troy Lee made some pretty big Troy has Troy has a lot of them yeah. on his wall, yeah. but I still have you quite had a bit. some killer. I helmets. still got quite a bit. Yeah, he did have some. Chicken had some unbelievable. Helmets. I remember when I first I designed went out them all there. Too. You did not. I did so. some. You gave some ideas. No. I was there. <laughs> But he was when he was out of an airplane hangar, out of there. We do some shitty little and like. We're Denny's going, like yeah. the Denny's like the guy that was there like, for a lot of the stories. Yeah. He was there. I, yeah, I was. I don't know. Um, it's like we hung out way too much, dude. Yeah. Uh, but lot. thank you for coming. I really appreciate no, it. It was fun. Uh, now you know what's kind of you know you've been on the phone a few times and now you're here. Yeah. Denny, always a blast. Thank you. Uh, it's good. I to really have you appreciate back. always. Uh, you know, I like giving you shit on our Texas. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to give you too much shit. You know, I'm just busting your yeah, balls. So I, uh, yeah. But I, you know, it's nice to be uh, kind of. Have some good times and talk about some new stuff and old stuff. Yeah. So I really appreciate you having me out. No, I can't thank you enough. It's fun. I think our listeners really dig hearing these, you guys. I think our listeners dig hearing Dogger and you guys and these other yeah. old guys. Yeah, I, I, I just feel that way. I feel like we, I feel like a lot of Moto Media doesn't do anything about the old times and the old guys that, you know, I mean, you guys were badass dudes back in your day. And I like having you guys on. I'm a yeah. fan of the sport. So yeah. I love. You know, you did a great job getting Wardy on and Mickey yeah, and Dogger. I mean, I'm a big fan of the sport also. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I love looking at old photos of guys and stuff, you know. Not Bradshaw ones, but yeah. No, I he don't did, look yeah. at There his was stuff. some that he did. Has, his gear did look good in some pictures, Damon. You know? Stick it up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that's pink. But I know I'm talking like yeah. older, yeah, yeah, prior, 
Right. Or before me, photos, yep. you know. Um, no, absolutely. It's sort of the history. And of so it's, that's we were actually telling the Uber driver, you know, what's going on? You're going over this deal. I'm like, and we're going to do this show. This guy's like, you know, imagine a little niche sport like we got is starving for news about our sport. You know, yeah. we don't have 24 hours ESPN shit. And, that's when chicken said gay porn. And said, uh, yeah. said gay yeah. porn, I guess. Well, I guess Denny's we're, we're filling the, Den- he's filling the gaps. Denny's, and, telling uh, the, Denny, Denny's telling the driver, yeah, you know, it's an internet show deal. And I'm like, yeah, gay porn. And then Denny's like, yeah, they flew me out from Omaha to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that one. I, and I, I went right over Denny. I'm like, you idiot. Yeah. And the guy, the guy, guy I think kind of go, what? <laughs> right. did peaked his inner. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read off our sponsor list that helps us make this happen, help fly you guys here. I'll help, not help. interrupt you. So, go, no, go no, ahead. I want the first thing that comes to your mind when I read my sponsor list. Each one of them? Yes. Okay. I want the first thing that comes to your mind. All and, right. And you too, Chicken, if, I got any, it. if anything happens up there. Uh, all right, okay. BTOsports.com. <laughs> Uh, I worked on them. They did. A, we did a whole shot award for them when I was working with Bob uh, Walker. Oh, okay. And I knew uh, what's his name. He used to own Vance. Vince. Vince. Yep. Vince. I, I shopped there. All right. Fly racing. Jason Thomas. Company. Yeah. Company. Uh, and Utah. Good. Good company. Clothing company. Really blowing it up uh, this season. Nfab Jeep and truck parts. Um, they had that truck that they did they handcrafted. Yeah. I think with Corey Gibbs uh, and yeah. the super truck. Yep, the JGR guys did it. Yep, I uh, got one in my driveway. You do. I saw it. You, you monster truck drove it right up a cliff. <laughs> Race tech suspension and engines. Cody good, fucking good Gilmore. Cody fucking Gilmore. Uh, Vortex Racing. Uh, I, I use that. I think they have them in Chevy trucks. It's like a tornado. Okay, here no, we go. That's a carburetor thing. Oh, gear alloy. Good sprockets. Um, great sprockets. Those are wheels for trucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be gear alloy. Remember, Alessi's wore alloy oh, gear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, al- that was alloy gear. Alloy gear. I'm dyslexic. Roost MX. Uh, wear chest protectors because it hurts. It's good. Roost okay. does. Pivot works. I have those. Are they out of Iowa? Yeah. That's the uh, cam, cam company, too, right? Yeah. No, pivots. Pivot works, uh, hot cams. Is that uh, something to do with uh, Tony Wink? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay. Um, X Brown goggles. Rich, Rich Taylor. Taylor's company. company. Wear them. They're great uh, goggles. Yep, they'll protect you from lasers. Michelin Star Cross Five. I love that movie. I have those tires. I have all Thank three. You. I Thank have you. the box set. Works Connection. Hey, uh, Eric, fantastic guy. Uh, you must have used Works Connection. I checked yeah. in at some point. Sure. Uh, Andrews. Andrews. Mike Andrews. Eric. Whatever. Name was Eric. <laughs> And he's out of his garage. Mike start- Andrews. No, that's you're thinking of um, Mike Andrews. No, that's no, a mechanic no. that was for. That's uh, a, yeah. No, that's th- not him. Th- he's at uh, the bicycle company now. Yeah, but that Works his connection. suspension company was um, uh, Mike Works a- Connection Factory Connection. Mike oh. Andrews started Factory what, Connection. You no, Factory Connection was Ziggy. No, with Mike Andrews. Mike Andrews came aboard oh. back in the day. But now he works at uh, the bicycle company. Works Connection. Uh, works Connection. Yes, the, they the did the skid plates and all that stuff. Skid plates. Yeah. Morocco wrote for them, didn't he? Yes, he, Lamson. He did all of our Suzuki yeah, yeah. stuff. He started his company out of a garage and is absolutely killing it today. Cool. You 100% at Works Connection on your bikes yes, over the years. especially on Suzuki's. Yeah. I don't ride Suzuki's. You did okay, it one but, time, though. Um, FMF. Little D. You know, I'm flying a, mother. You, now, you're a pro circuit guy, but. FMF. Hey, Donnie, Donnie's a bomb. Right. I've known the guy forever. Right. And yep. Junior, you know. They are everything. Atlas neck brace. Safety comes first. Oh. Save yourself. <laughs> just, I don't know where chicken drops a phenomenal, you know, line. It's he great. might. That might be a tagline from now on. You might. He doesn't know works connection, <laughs> but Atlas brace. Okay. That's a given. Come uh, on. W wheels. I need a pair. I'm still running stock wheels. Okay. Uh, EK chains. 
Uh, my buddy's name's Eric Cole, so I, okay. I'm a big fan of EK chains. Uh, they used to have green chains. I ran as a privateer mechanic back in the day. So really? Yeah. You're How Canadian those as well. I thought they looked bitching, but no one else. You did. were the only one. Yeah. Huh? You yeah. also ran yellow yeah. tires. I, think. I can see uh, that. I can see. That. I can tell by your decor, Bradshaw decor. <laughs> Probably the only one that likes it. Guts racing. <laughs> Guts racing. Yeah, seat foam, seat bases. Oh yeah, they do like the little hump seat in the seat and everything. Yeah, they right? do everything with seats. Yeah. I, I mean, can never get used to that hump. Uh, you know what? I did it one time, and uh, well, when I first got my first 450, they still have to put the hump in it. They, they kill it if they want. Yeah, very fancy. Not a lot of guys do it anymore, though. They don't. They don't do well, that. Now they Who put that seat cover stuff on. It's like gnarly, like yeah. rubber that you can't even move. Yeah, it I think on they've those improved things. the traction on top of the seats. Remember, they used know? to have those leathers. Well, just These guys leather. make a seat, the Phantom seat foam, so it's a real lightweight. The seat foam. light one. Yes, that's just. A, I don't have it. They man. make that's a carbon fiber seat base. And it, the, you hold the whole seat, and you just like it weighs Holy nothing. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it weighs they nothing. They don't even put any foam in them now because I think the new the Huskies are basically like it's like a free self seat. There's nothing. I there. I'm gonna have to get that company's number because I want a seat. Okay, all right, we'll get you hooked up. What are you running? Soccer stock seat? Yeah. Okay. Technocell. Uh, Remember them? Get data. Is that? Oh, I think Cody had something. Is to do that with the them. lap time stuff? Nope. Oh. They make nope. computers. This is uh, ECUs for bikes. The orange box. The little orange box oh, on the oh. front oh. fender. Uh-huh. So my buddy Stan. <laughs> Fourth name drop of our group. You got Stan Gregory. He is a big listen, Yamaha do they fan. Listen to the show. Uh, they do. So okay. they did. They're probably asleep by now. So listen after the fact. But he's a, he was a big st- Yamaha guy, and he was pumped. He's going to have his phone that he can program yeah. his bike with. And everybody made fun. I'm like, dude, Stan, you don't even you don't even know how to premix your oil. You got to program your bike on your phone. Because you don't have to premix oil on a four stroke, dumbass. Well, that's why he's going to do so well. Then. <laughs> uh, ride engineering, clamps, brakes. Isn't that struts? I need some clamps. For what? My 250, YZ250 from 1907, he needs, 2007. He needs nipple clamps for his gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, married guy. And they, uh, but they, they have old clamps, and you can't put fat bars in them. So I have, oh. I have like these lifters in it that my buddy got. <laughs> so my bars are up oh. like ape hangers. Yeah. Dude, those are, you got to get rid of those. I, well, if I, I'm going to, there you go. Put me in front, touch with these Ride people. Engineering, Ride engineering, Grandstone boots. I work construction. I might need some of these things. <laughs> these, th- I think they're higher end. You can't use it for construction. These are high end boots. I thought you said like uh, they got steel toes in them and stuff. I don't think they got pure construction boots. Oh. They got, I'll look though. Yeah, I mean, maybe. how about for the mosh pit? They work for there. Yeah, yeah. Are you still building decks and stuff? Oh and yeah. All that? What else? Oh my, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, like, I might be teaming up with my buddy. Uh, Chad Conan, more gay porn, more gay porn, and uh, handling more <laughs> of the sales end. Tag teaming up, dude. Yeah, I see what his fascination is. You can't even trust this guy right now. You know, you should have seen the place he was trying to go after he got married last night. I think I think this is uh, this is one of my top ten shows we've done. What it really is? It's fantastic. Uh, you nailed it with the guests. I, I was. I'm happy. I'm more. I'm more pumped with chicken. He, yeah. he's he's killing it tonight. He's done. I good. didn't know if he where we'd lose him. Hey, and some of the talk about hurlings and like very intelligent, very smart. You know, he is, he's a huge fan, and yeah. he is because he, he literally he takes his daughter to I'm races just and trying to speed this up so I can get the fuck out of here. That is it. But yet, dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to drag it out now. Now the point, I'm just I'm keeping us here till fucking midnight if we can. Now we're gonna go. Jeff Ward, Ron Lachine, uh, Mickey Diamond, Win Kern. Uh, Danny Stevenson and uh, Chicken on board. Thank you to people. Thanks to Swiss Corps and Moser for all their work. Marks, thank you. Pulp and Max fans thank rule. Uh, they, yeah, I just want to thank everybody. Travis, Steve for having me. Thank you for keeping 90s relevant and being fans. Uh, it's all good. We've had th- a good time. We had we do a Pulp and Max Fantasy League on PulpMX.com. Aaron, Terry, and John were the top three. Terry also podium the Pulp and Max Supercross Series. So we're going to be sending a Pookie prize pack for them. Thank you, Pookie, for the snacks okay. tonight. Rice Krispie Treats. Fantastic. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Chicken Matasevich is in the house. I'm, I'm taking that poster home. 
No, no, the things you will do to that post, that, oh, that cardboard no. thing. We're gonna have a threesome tonight. <laughs> not me. The show has reached a new low. Yeah, not, not Diddy. Not, not, not with Diddy. No, him Denny. and the missus are taking the pookie poster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, thanks everybody. We'll be back next week with the USGP talk. Uh, thanks and uh, peace out. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Speak my mouth